The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and good afternoon from the pit at Elder High School. The Elder Panthers will be hosting the Muller Crusaders. Of course, Elder comes into the game 2-4, and four, the Crusaders 5-1. and one. And uh, as uh, I've always heard years for over all the years we've done this is Friday nights for high school and Saturdays for college. Well, right now we got a big college game on uh, that we are going up against. Uh, I'm sure everyone's going to be listening and watching this game over the UC Notre Dame game, right? The guys, right, no yeah, doubt. No yeah. doubt about it. So yeah. uh, I, I, sometimes I think, boy, that, that game had gotten so much. Up. We could say anything here right now. And, uh <laughs> Is, you know, no one's uh, here. We, we may be pushing the limits. We'll, we'll give it a try. As uh, <laughs> I give you my thoughts on the, the Molar Crusaders, but uh, yeah. don't get ourselves yeah. in too much trouble. Yeah. So, but it's going to be a good game here today, and uh, the crowd's starting to fill in, and hopefully the rain that they've been calling for—nothing major rain, but uh, just a nuisance. Uh, definitely the the moisture in the air has gotten in here. The humidity is way up uh, here, like uh, like it was uh, early in the season, guys. <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah. But we we never want to take this uh, anytime the Elder Panthers and Muller come together for granted. You know, you have. Uh, for, for young people, they don't understand the fact that the Muller Crusaders, for 71 games, they had a 71-game win streak against GCL teams, which started in the early 70s and went all the way up into 1988. Matter of fact, it was uh, October of 1988 when the Elder Panthers were the first GCL team to knock them off 36-33 to at long-forgotten Galbraith Field, which was right in the, you know, the pocket there of, of Kings Island. A big, big win. And then ever since, uh, Mahler has been strong and like any other GCL team. But the, I think the balance of power, uh, every uh, team's caught up with how they do things and what they do and, you know, the weight rooms, the uh, offenses and defensives that they run. It just it's a whole different ball game. So I'm looking forward to, guys, a, a – Great game, great matchup today. Yeah, it should be. And just for a little bit of perspective, uh, Moeller leads the all-time series against the Panthers, 37 wins and 27 losses that started in 1962. And under Doug Ramsey, Doug is 12-13 and 13 against Moeller in the regular season, 7-6 and six here at the pit and 5-7 and seven at Moeller, wherever those venues were. Never at Moeller. Never at Moeller. And then... Uh, uh, Doug is 0-1 against Moeller in the postseason. Uh, the last time uh, that Elder Elder's on a two-game winning streak against Moeller last year, they won 35-22 to here, and the year before they also easily handled Moeller 42-6 to here. And the last time Elder lost to Moeller at an away game was uh, in 2016, 30-28. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. It's different teams uh, versus last year on both squads but uh you know elder coming off three three game losing streak uh they need to uh right the ship right now steve a comment you've said lots of times that Mahler always is the best looking team coming off the bus and uh i remember in the day uh they would have a very 
structured way they would come on the field. They would uh, march on uh, to do their calisthenics, go like almost like as synchronized as a, as a marching band, so to speak, uh, in, in, in a way. But uh, you'd sit and look and like, wow, if they can handle this with this precision, they must really, really be good. And I think that was a part of the mystique of the Mueller Crusaders back in the day, that precision best-looking uniforms and so forth. Their, their comportment, always, uh, you know, top-notch, uh, uh, you know, college-level stuff. You know, Jerry Faust era, you know, they came off the bus expecting a win, and they were early at playing the, the zip code bingo uh, with, 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 <laughs> with, their, with their players. And, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I, I think uh, you know, the, in, in recent years, they've kind of ha- had a musical chairs at the head coach spot. Mark Elder's been in there for a couple years now, and uh, he's uh, kind of figured out uh, uh, basically like the Mueller basketball team how to play that zip code bingo and uh, kind of uh, stretch the, 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 the bounds of uh, players that coming to, to Moeller and, and where they're coming from. But all that aside, got to play between the, the white lines. And uh, the Elder Panthers, a, a neighborhood football team you know, from the west side, are going to do everything they can tonight to get a GCL South victory. Yeah, guys, uh, uh, the – it's not like in all those 71-game uh, uh, winning streak that the Crusaders had that there was not a lot of close calls in that. And I remember one that you had, Steve, when you were young. Uh, there was a talk about the the, the, the matchup that you, you win. Well, it was d- down at Riverfront Stadium. We came into the, the, the game 8-0. They were 8-0 as well. So, uh, Second-last game of the season. Or, um, or maybe I'm mis- – anyway, we both came into the game – Undefeated. The game came down to uh, we were moving the ball very well, and uh, uh, Moeller had a, it was just like three, four minutes left on the clock, if I remember correctly, and uh, they were starting to move the, the ball down the field. Um, Coach Ken Halp made some changes, much as like you, you see now, where they'll move some offensive uh, players and receivers into the defensive backfield. They moved uh, the, the top wide receiver, Kenny Brown into the the backfield to cover their number one receiver and uh they you know he had him covered you know they were right there and uh moeller got the touchdown late to go up and um you know we drove and we just ran out of time we were moving the ball and just couldn't get it into the end zone so you know loss of nine and one that year um and, and this uh, is back in the day you were nine and one you weren't in the playoffs no, princeton went to the playoffs only four teams Went to the playoffs. I think Princeton was the team then that, that went to the playoffs because the last game of the year, um, Bowler and, and Princeton always playing. I think Princeton might have won that game. I know. In, in my uh, senior year in 1977, the fall of 77, uh, the Panthers lost that game 14 to 8, but they were driving and got down to the one yard line with seconds to go. Wide open uh, receiver, uh, a perfectly thrown ball by quarterback Scott Michelle, who was dropped. Uh, and uh, the the victory uh, that would have ended that streak at that point didn't happen. I think the the pressure of it, it you know, it was a, one of those great games. But lots and lots of those games. Well, then again, there was lots of drubbings uh, that took place as well. But it was uh, those those are some of the things uh, that I recall. And and this game is always big when these two guys come together, Tom. No doubt. Uh, you look at Muller on the field right now. 
They got the uh, the mustard yellow jerseys. Kind of reminds you a little bit about uh, from West Virginia what their look might look like. But just looking at Steve and I were commenting in the pregame how the linemen were in the end zone and it just they're huge and size doesn't mean everything in football, quickness and desire and the whole bit. But uh, it'll be a, a a big test for the Elder Panthers. But I uh, have every faith that they're going to make it a good game today and ho- hopefully pull out a victory. Yeah, I, I, one one thing I, I do recall on that 1977, everyone was trying to come up with anything to kind of motivate and get things going. And I can remember and that sold-out stadium uh, doing the national anthem, everyone looking towards the pit and <laughs> and, and seeing the, the, the flag furling in the, uh, out in the distance. And uh, uh, all of a sudden, right in the middle of the national anthem, on the elder, uh, on the, the tower of elder, from the top all the way bottom in, in letters E were Christmas lights that somebody, I guess, <laughs> uh, had they had put yeah. on there secretly. No one knew they were there, but they turned them on. The place went crazy, and uh, you know these lit up E. Anyways, I remember that vividly. But huh. it, it almost worked. Almost it worked. Almost probably worked. got in that receiver's eyes, and, and that's probably what, what caused the drop pass. All right. Well, we're going to take our first time out. You're listening to the Mirth. Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sportsman. I have a hard time saying that one. Uh, pre-game show. We come back. There's some scores last night. One big upset. Uh, uh, Trinity uh, came up from Louisville, knocks off the Bombers, and Steve's going to go over some scores, and then we're going to look into the, the keys of the night's game, or today's game, right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at mercy.com. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Colerain Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Colerain Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. All right, guys, we're back here at the Pitted Elder High School where Elder hosts the Mahler Crusaders. And, Steve, uh, there was a great, great pep rally here Thursday night, uh, you know, getting all the community fired up. And uh, it wasn't your typical pep rally in, in this bill. I don't know how many people were here. It was uh, had to been twelve to 15,000. At least 12,000 12, people because the stands were, were full all around and the, the field was packed. Um, 
so it was, and it was just a, a flawless, flawless event. I mean, everything really Dar- went well. Darius Rucker, we of course everyone knows yeah. that, but it was a phenomenal uh, experience. I think it was a great thing for the community. Really, it it uh, it, it just was a, a relaxing, great night. And, and uh, talking to uh, Cincinnati police the next day, there were zero incidents in the neighborhood of car break-ins uh, or disruptive people coming from the concert. Everything went off with, without a hitch, I mean, uh, you know, as far as the, the surrounding community. And the event itself w- was just beautifully run. It's just amazing that what we're seeing tonight w- was a, a concert venue two days ago. I mean, it, it was just uh, the stage was humongous, uh, very professional with, with the two big uh, uh, video boards on each side, uh, smoke, lights. Uh. I, you know, I, I walked downtown past the Icon Music uh, uh, facility they just built, but they have that outdoor stage, and it has all of about maybe 20 yards or 25 yards of, of area where people can stand. And, and kind of, I, I look at that, and I think, this is a much better venue, maybe less the parking than, than they have down there. So I think there's something they may look into. I know, uh, jokingly, Kevin Espelage, uh, the, the work involved was a little tough, but uh, it was a great venue. Hopefully, maybe they could do that again sometime. I, I know they're putting their head together to, to see if it's a possibility. Whether it will or not is, and I, is a whole other thing. I think country music yeah. was the best uh, event or type of genre for, for this, this community. Absolutely, and Darius Rucker's form of country music, even though he is, uh, you know, part of, of the the whole uh, Nashville Grand Old Opry uh, uh, bunch, uh, was very middle of the road as far as uh, stuff right. that he played and uh, several Hootie and the Blowfish songs, which uh, you know just add it to the in, in, in the entertainment. So wonderful night all around. Bronson Arroyo opening act. He did great. Yeah, really good. I, I was very shocked. I I hadn't heard him before, and he. Has a hell of a voice. So, yeah. uh, well, let's uh, look at uh, some of the games from last night before we look at this game, Steve. And I mentioned uh, the Bombers getting upset. The Bombers got upset by Louisville Trinity, uh, who came into the game and, and uh, just went toe to toe with the Bombers, and with less than a minute to go, scored a touchdown and won the game, thirty-three to thirty-two. So that game came down to the wire out at St. X. So, you know, all the relief and the enjoyment that they had the previous week, they were on pins and needles that entire night. And uh, uh, last-minute TD, and and, uh, Trinity was able to to pull out the the win over over St. X. Other GCL action, Indianapolis Cathedral came in and and, uh, handed one to LaSalle 42-7 last night. LaSalle only had 178 yards of of total offense, and they have to gear up to play St. X next week. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they need to lick their wounds and, and get that going. Um, on TV last night was the Lakota East Colerain game. I watched that. No score in the first half. Lakota East uh, struggled with, with, with their little, uh, you know, triple option thing, <laughs> got it in the end zone in the third quarter. Colerain uh, limped into the end zone in the fourth quarter, and their extra point was blocked in the game. Seven to six, uh, Lakota East beat Colerain for the first time, I believe, since 1999. Yeah, so, uh, wow, that's great. Uh, so, you know, that, that's what went on there. Hamilton over Oak Hills, uh, 50-7. to seven. Uh, Lakota West, 42. Fairfield, 10. Princeton, 46. Middletown, 21. And in Indiana, I'm not quite sure what went on there, but Lawrenceburg over Rushville, this is not a typo, 91-12. to 12. Coach, oh. Lawrenceburg Tigers coach should be fired 
today. That's hard to believe with a running with clock. With a running clock. You can get 91 points. East Central get... tried to keep up <clears> the pace. They won 73-6 to six over Connersville. Wow. Uh, so, uh, you know, two coaches that I'd be looking for another job, in, uh, you know, in, in my estimation. And uh, Princeton, uh, or, or uh, Mason scored uh, the most points uh, since uh, 2017 last night with a 43-40 to 40 win over uh, Sycamore in that game. There was uh, over 1,000 yards of total offense uh, on both sides of the ball. And Cubcats with a victory last night, 39-6 to 6 over Boone County. And we'll talk about all the rest of the scores in the postgame show out at Roosters uh, so following one, this game. One small point for that Cubcats win that gives Elder <clears> – <throat> A few extra secondary points in the Harbin rating, so and, and, and Cupcath, yeah, won the week before in four overtimes against Cooper, and you wonder, if, you know, if the wind's kind of out of their sails after that, and uh, no, they, they came back strong with a thirty-nine to six win uh, uh, over Boone. All right, well, guys, let's get into tonight's game. Uh, tonight, it's today's game. It's always locked in. It should be a night game, but that's not what going on here today uh steve uh crusaders are coming in and uh five and one uh much improved over the last couple of years when uh, they were a young squad yeah and, and their wins are come over lakota east the team that we just talked about won seven to six over Colerain last night chaminade julianne uh, they they beat uh, 42 to 28 the louisville trinity team that, that beat st x was a canceled game due due to cough due to cold so uh, they couldn't play that game uh, east central they defeated 3922 and at they traveled up to ironton to play i think they're like a d4 or 5 team but they won that game easily 25 to 7 they got it handed to them uh, 49 to 16 against st x and uh, somewhere between ironton and st x uh, their quarterback noah Eiselbrock got hurt, but he did come back for the LaSalle game and threw for 311 yards and three touchdowns. Um, and uh, they're averaging 37.8 points per game when, when Noel Giesenbrock is under center. So uh, he's uh, scheduled to be playing tonight. So Elder's defense is going to have all that they can handle. They finish out their, their year after this game with a game against Cleveland St. Ignatius, Cleveland St. Edwards, and then they, they play. Uh, um, Martin Luther King Jr. High School out of uh, Michigan. So, uh, you know, they, they, they uh, got uh, you know, three out-of-town teams after this, much like the rest of the GCL South. Um, running back-wise, uh, Jordan Marshall is their, their workhorse. Him and, and Alex Weeder, kind of uh, Alec Weeder, uh, share, share their time at running back. And Van George, who is their backup quarterback, who actually – uh, through a 60% uh, completion rate uh, is their third running back, and they have some good wide receivers. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, Moeller's got a lot of tools and, and a good defense. Keys for Moeller is really they've not been in a close game this year, win or lose, so don't let Elder hang around. I, I think if they can, uh, you know, keep, you know, bust out early, I mean, I think Elder's got some confidence uh, that they have to, to work through after some things that went on out St. X last week. I think they can't afford mistakes and turnovers. And finally, my third key every week for the opposing team (laughs) is Drew Ramsey. Uh, They have to know where Drew Ramsey is. And and, uh, whether he's wearing number 15 like he did last week or number 12 like he normally does, he's he's the X factor in in the Elders' offense. Well, Tom, seems like... Every team Elder plays knows where Drew Ramsey is. They've really been bottling him up. and But for the Panthers, this game is 
pretty darn critical if they want to have another home game here in week uh, 11. Uh, and, of course, we'll be talking with Joe Harbin. It'll be our special guest at Roosters, and I talk about all the implications and so forth. But this game is pretty critical for the Panthers. It really is, and especially Elders coming off a three-game losing streak. They lost four out of the last five. Uh, they've played the toughest schedule we've seen in quite some time, which is no excuse. Uh, but as you know, Doug Ramsey said in, in some uh, dance clubs in previous weeks, uh, guys have to uh, step up and make plays. And even though Elder was outscored by St. X, like we 38 to 14 after halftime, a couple guys did that. That couple guys, Zane Kluzman, uh, first touchdown reception, eight yards, uh, stood up and stepped up. And Mikey Kirch also late in the second quarter with his first uh, touchdown reception. So, uh, Ben Hamilton, uh, last week, 12 out of 23 for 145 yards and those two touchdowns that I mentioned. Um, but Elder needs to do a better job of converting on third downs, uh, and, of course, they need to do a better job of the special teams, and it's imperative that David Maurer, the big, big-footed big kicker for the Elder Panthers, as many touchbacks as he can get, that's just going to behoove and do well uh, for the Panthers. Elder offensively averages just under thir- 23 points a game, and they're averaging just over 27 points a game on defense. Uh, they're 12th in the Harbins, unranked, of course. Moeller's ninth in the state, second in the Harbins. And, uh, you know, so my keys to the game real quickly are this. Elder needs to do whatever it's going to need to do to take the win, to make it win tonight. Uh, they need to put the Sandex game behind them. This is the first of three straight home games uh, for the Panthers. As much as they can have fun, try to do it. Uh, focus on making plays and getting better. Elder's defense is going to face a very balanced offense today for the Molar Crusaders. Like uh, uh, Steve said, good offense on throwing the ball and evenly with the run. So their hands are going to be full. Small mo- margin of error for the Panthers. Uh, you had to eliminate the penalties. You can't start first and 20. You have to tackle better. So these are the same things we've been saying. Try to just forget what happened in the previous. Put a line in the sand today and start over, and let's get on a three- or four-game winning streak to end the season. Tom, and, and just to add on to that, Elder has been in every game they've lost. They've they've gone toe-to-toe for a while against every yeah. one of these teams, <clears throat> offensively and defensively. It just seems like a switch goes off and uh, the floodgates open up. they got to avoid that concentration, confidence, in, in, in a complete game. They need to do all, the, all three of those things uh, to get a win here today. Well, I guess it's time for us to switch down on the field. Our Len Harvey is with head coach Doug Ramsey. Let's go down on the field. Lenny? Coming down in three, two, one. Thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by Elder Head Coach Doug Ramsey. And, Coach, last week a tough opponent in St. X. At one point you were tied 14-14, but they seemed to just find another gear in the second half. Yeah, you know, we really hurt ourselves at the end of that first half, you know, with uh, special teams. We tied at 14, and then we got them pinned at the five-yard line on the kickoff, and they ended up getting out to the 15th score. And then we come out the next drive and and, uh, move the ball and then punt them deep. You know, a minute to go, they break off a long run, get a field goal. And then return the opening kickoff of the second half, and it's like you know when you're playing a team like X, and and now you're down three scores. It, it's it's really tough. 
Absolutely. Now, they were as advertised, although last night they fell to Trinity. Yeah, yeah, I was a little surprised. I watched that game last night, and, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I saw some of Steve's quotes this morning, in, in, uh, and, and I think he's right. I think they kind of they, they, they took things for granted, and, you know, and, 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 and Trinity, even though Trinity had won many games, they're, they're, they had some players, you know, and they had some guys make some plays last night, and, you know, I'm sure it'll be a wake-up call for them. Absolutely. Now, another a tough game today, another GCL South matchup in Moeller. What do we look for there? Well, really good team. You know, I, I think Mark Elder's done a really good job getting things turned around there. Um, you know, they are um, – they've got some speed. Now, I'd say they, they're, they're backs and receivers. A couple guys are fast, fast. Um, you know, they're, they're like us, you know, on the O-line. They're not real big up front. Um, but they got guys that can do things in space. The quarterback plays really well. And defensively, I, they're, they're, I think the strength of their, their unit is up front. I think their guys play well up front. And so, you know, again, it'll be another, <laughs> another tough test this week. Now, you know, is there any difference to preparing for a Friday game versus a Saturday game? No, not really. Um, you know, the hard part, I think, of this is just the, the Saturday wait. You know, um, but as far as the week goes, it, really we had an extra day. I think this week was harder than normal, just because because of the concert we couldn't be here. You know, we were we were the, the, the traveling road show this week for practice. You know, we were at you know at Jude, then Victory, then Mount St. Joe's, and you know, so it, it, it made that a little bit different. But as far as just a Saturday game, it's 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 not really a big deal. Speaking of the concert, you get a chance to look in on it. Yeah, yeah, we did. It was it was a good time. It was a good show. I mean, and that's the thing. It was it was. Did I like the idea of what we had to do when we just came this Saturday? No, but, you know, for, for what the concert do, is doing for us and, and those kinds of things, you know, no, no, no issues at all. It's a good time. And based on what happened, it looks like it could be something that they'll do every year? Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I think I think things went really well, but uh, but I, it was a lot of work. I know that. So what are the keys uh, for tonight's game? You mentioned uh, some of the size and speed of Moeller, but what, what's the keys? To well, that, I think that's the thing. we we got to make sure that speed-wise that you know, we contain those guys it's 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 not a night to, to line up and play man coverage and do those kinds of things got to make their quarterback make some decisions play some zone coverage and you know and, and change things up and not just make it hey i can throw to that guy right now kind of thing and you know and i, and I think too offensively it, it's it's early down importance for us we, we can't be in third longs um we, we've got to be in you know like last week we, we did a good job in the first half when we were moving the ball we, we were having some good plays in the first and second down and we've got to do the same thing we can't be in third long and, and, and have a chance. After everything, health-wise, how? Yeah, I think, you know, we, we, we came out of uh, last week's game pretty good health. Okay. Well, great. Well, thanks, Coach. Uh, you're listening to the Mercy Health and Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's current safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And current safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a super service award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, Elder Class of 83. 
No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and Go Panthers. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand. From comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program. And we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in home consultation, and they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513 271 Schedule your home to be current safe. This is Father Benedict Kinsler, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Delhi. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by the Urology Group, the Lucian Schuster team with Morgan Stanley, Hoving Realtors, Brosart Pharmacy, Fuller Information Systems, Ron's Roost, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, Skyline Chili, 
Coldwell Banker Realty, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Joseph Chevrolet, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Red Wing Shoes, Artist Senior Living Bridgetown, Hemlock Hills Cabin Rentals of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Cooper Electric, and Rooster's Wings. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Banko. Well, good Saturday afternoon and welcome. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. It is week number seven of the 2021 high school football season. And this afternoon, we are back at the pit, fresh off a concert the other night at Elder High School. Uh, as Darius Rucker was here, but the, tonight it's the Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week. Live around Cincinnati, you're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world on the Sacred Heart Radio app and EH Sports. Today it's the Elder Panthers taking on the Moeller Crusaders. Elder at two and four. Moeller, meanwhile, they are at five and one. Last week, Elder played a tough St. X team on the road. They were dominated in the second half, falling 52 to 14. Moeller, meanwhile, they bounced back from a St. X loss with a big win over LaSalle, 28 to 14. Muller's led by 6'6 senior quarterback. Nora Gazelbrock, and, and their head coach is Mark Elder. He is in his second year. He was hired, uh, he started in the fall of 2020. He went 3-6 and six last year, but did win his first playoff game against Hamilton in the playoffs last year. And then Muller would wind up losing the St. X in the next round. And uh, that is where Mark Elder has done a good job where right now Muller at certainly at 5-1. and one. Now, the Wardway Fuels game time temperature is 78 degrees. Wardway Fuels provides heating, oil, and propane for the home or business and heating needs. Gas grills and pool supplies are also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. Wardway Fuels, proud supporters of this afternoon's broadcast. And again, Moeller and Elder. And if you look at the situation, some quick facts Regarding it, Muller has not won back-to-back GCL games since 2013. They are 3-0 in GCL play that year back in 2013. Right now, this is their best record since 2014. What's interesting in this as well is the fact that Muller's, this is Muller's only opponent with a losing record, and the Elder Panthers are not usually one to have that as the Panthers come in at 2-4 and in the year. They've been struggling a little bit. They've had a pretty good quarterback play. Ben Hamilton, uh, he has done a good job with seven touchdowns, also had seven interceptions, but his percentage is 64.3%. He has thrown for over 1,057 yards. Uh, so he's done a pretty good job uh, of that, and along with Drew Ramsey. Ramsey has uh, had a pretty good receiving numbers as well as uh, he has caught 41 balls for 154 yards and five touchdowns. Now, this uh, this game, uh, Muller will be in the road jerseys. They'll have their uh, they'll have their yellow uh, jerseys with the blue numbers and the blue pants. Meanwhile, Elder is going to be in all purple. A little bit different, Phil Bengal, than than the other night with Darius Rucker here. Yeah, it's a little bit more cra- uh, not as crowded in here, and uh, but the field's back in good shape. We're ready to play a football game today. A big GCL South matchup. You know the Muller Crusaders. You guys probably talked in pregame about them. I mean, they're a very good football team, obviously, with the big win uh, against LaSalle and, and lost against 
St. X, but they're definitely a team that the Panthers, you know, have, have the ability to beat, but it's going to be about a quick start, you know, really coming out and, and getting a good start for the Panthers, getting kind of back on that horse after that loss out at St. X. So the Panthers hopefully can get something going early and get that momentum. Yeah, one thing that they've been able to do in some of these games is to stay close early, but then something happens, right? You know, you, especially with the X game, you know, you have a situation where you're 14-14, but the, and, and then the second half was all was all saying X, but a couple of things before that. But this game's very important, though. Uh, I know Tom Kennedy and the guys were talking about the fact of winning this game, getting a shot at possibly playing a home game in the postseason. That's going to be a big thing. So yeah. winning this game is going to be is going to be big. Absolutely, those points. Uh, you know, that's it's that it could be a big advantage come the end of the season. And really, surprisingly, we're pretty close to that. Yeah. And uh, going from left to right, the Elder Panthers will they've elected to uh, defer. And uh, they're going to kick off to the Muller Crusaders. Back deep is going to be Alex Weeder and Tanel Bryant for Muller. As mentioned in their yellow jerseys, they've got blue on the, on the sides, blue on the pants. Kind of a nice look for Muller. Muller's had a good start. They're 5-1, and one, and they played very well. They beat La, a good LaSalle team uh, last week. We'll see how this goes. But the Panthers will get ready to kick this off. And uh, Mauer... We'll get some. We'll have a TV game tonight as today as well. So that's causing a little bit of uh, the extra start here. It's supposed to start at 4, starts at 4.05. So here's the kickoff, and let's see if he gets it in the end zone, and he does. And that's a good start for the Elder Panthers, Bill. That's what he needs to do every time. Myron needs to put that ball into the end zone, make the teams drive 80 yards. You are a very difficult team if you're able to do that and make a team have to do that every offensive drive. Now, we know that there have been a couple of times where that has not been the case, but hopefully, again, you know, refocus for this week, get get everything back in line so the Panthers right now great great opportunity here making Moeller have a difficult chance now Gesselbrock is back at in the shotgun he's got two wide right and one left he's done a good job they go in motion the fake and now they give the right side to Weeder and Weeder doesn't get back and if he does get back to the line of scrimmage that is all and the Panthers do a good job of stacking them up yeah Henry Heights Kind of came off of that tackle, a couple of guys. And one of the things, you know, this week since we had a concert, it, it was a different routine for Elder. They had to go practice at uh, two grade schools. They had to practice, you know, at a different field. So maybe to change in routine, we'll see a different Panther team. Second down and nine at the 21-yard line, 11 and 30 to go in the opening quarter. They go in motion with Bryant to the right side. Shotgun for Gesselbrock. He's back looking at his 10. Throws it complete to the tight end around the 25 to the 30-yard line. That's Eli Jake and Duffy uh, on the catch for for the uh, Crusaders, and they get the ball across the 31 in the first down. Coleman able to make the tackle for the Panthers, but uh, on that play, I mean, Moeller's tight end is just able to get out, whereas the end continues that coverage, but there was nobody really to pick him up until after that big first first down pickup. First and 10 at the 31-yard line for the Crusaders. Again, shotgun, two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Gesselbrock rolling to his right, throws it. It is complete over to Bryant. Bryant across the 40 to the 42-yard line. He was tripped up on the play by Gutekunst. Gutekunst actually did a good job of getting him underneath. Yeah, Zach Gutekunst broke down in the open field, made a tackle, lunged a little bit, but able to still get hands on him and wrap up and bring him down. But Moeller with another first down pickup. So we know that this offense has this ability to move the football quick. They have a lot of weapons. First and 10 at the 42-yard line for the Crusaders. Three wide receivers to your left side. And a shotgun for Gesselbrock. Brock looking now over to the sidelines and 
trying to set something up for the Crusaders on that first and 10 at the 42. Now he steps back at his 32, rolling to his right, throwing down the field, and it's going to be incomplete as we had a little bit of contact, and they're going to get a flag, and I believe that's going to go on Tyler McCoy, and that it was after the fact. It looked like the ball was being thrown away, and it, it, it came in play. Well, Gesbrock made a good read. He threw the ball downfield, and McCoy, I think his timing was just off on making a play, so he made contact before the ball got there, and the official in the back, I mean, it happened right in front of him in the open field, and, you know, I mean, that's one of the flags. got to come out on that. He hit the guy, whether, you know, he had a chance. That's one of the bigger things everybody's, oh, you always have to remember in high school is there's no uncatchable rule uh, on that. So that pass, Gesselbrock makes a good job throwing it down and putting them in another good spot. They put it into Elder Territory at the 43 at a first down and 10 with 10.41 to go. The give to the right side across the 40 down to the 35 to the 34-yard line. Jordan Marshall on the carry for the Crusaders when caring for a loved one with memory care issues. Need a partner like Art Senior Living. Art is Senior Living at 5799 Bridgetown Avenue. They understand when a person's memory fades, the core of a person's identity and their passions remains the same. Art is Senior Living in Western Hill. Schedule a visit at 832 1597. Second and one from the 34. Three wide receivers to the left side. Rolling is Gesselbrock. The throw is complete across to Bryant, and Bryant gets to the 32-yard line. A gain of a couple, but that will be enough for a first down for Muller. Coleman brings him down on the play for the Panthers. You know, that two-headed running attack that, that Moeller has between Marshall and Weeder is accounted, you know, for, for over uh, 600 yards of total offense so far for them and about seven touchdowns. I mean, they average about six yards, each of them a carry. So, I mean, they are dangerous in that backfield. They line up with one wide receiver to the right and two to the left side on a first and ten at the Elder 31. In motion goes Bryant to the right, and now the give is to Weeder. Weeder at 30, 25. He's down to the 20, 15, and he's still on his feet down to the 10-yard line before Chris Cameron got him. Yeah, Cameron is able to clean that up after several Panthers just kind of reach him with their arms. The first guy through just slid right off of him. Didn't have, didn't have his hips over on the play. It happened so quick, but that's where we to get you. He, he's he's little. He can get through there. He, he's kind of uh, you know he's only listed at five foot six. Yeah, so he's he's, very, he's tough to see when he comes behind those big linemen. They set up now with this first and ten at the ten yard line. So first and goal. Two wide receivers right, two to the left. Gesselbrock shotgun rolling to his right, and now rolls to the left, and it's knocked down. A good play by the Panthers. Uh, that was number eighty-seven, Henry Helts, getting a good hand on the ball. Yeah, Henry Heights came in there and got a, got a good hand on it. You know, Henry Heights, sophomore, uh, getting some work there out at the defensive end position. Just another guy, long, lanky, pretty quick, and, and that can be key for the Panthers on that outside attack. But excellent job breaking up the momentum of Moeller. I mean, I know that they're inside the 20 right now, but that just kind of, they had a lot of successful back-to-back-to-back plays. Second down and goal from the 10, three wide to the right. They go in motion this time, and they set up with Mark to the left, and now Gesselbrock rolling to his right, throws it, it's complete to Bryant inside the 10, the 5, touchdown in the right corner of the end zone, and the Crusaders get on the board first, they lead it 6 to nothing. It's a good job by the Moeller's offense, just overloading the outside, Elder only had one defensive back out there, uh, just the guys on the line, a little bit of a miscommunication between the backs, not, not recognizing that and moving over, so Again, come to the sideline, they'll make that adjustment. I mean, that's a that's a simple adjustment for them to talk through. But Moeller's offense on a drive, very impressive. I mean, that's 80 yards, very quick, nine-minute mark. And they're going to line up for two here.
easier possible. Gonna, yeah, they're lining up for two. Now the roll to the right side. They're going to roll it, try to get into the end zone, the five. And uh, let's see, did he finally get in? And he does. That was a good mark there. And Kurt Thompson gets in the end zone for the two-point conversion. So the Crusaders, they start out with an 8 nothing lead with 9.05 to play here in the first quarter. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. And this Saturday afternoon, game starts off with a Molar Crusader 80-yard drive, capping off with a 10-yard touchdown. Uh, Gazel Brock to uh, Bryant for the touchdown, and then a two-point conversion by Thompson running it in. And we got an 8 nothing score. Very quick. You know, they went, like you said, they went the full 80 yards, and they moved that offense very efficient, too. I mean, with the exception of the incomplete pass that resulted in a, a pass interference, I mean, almost perfect on that drive for Moeller. So, so Elder's defense, once you know, the kick goes, they'll, they'll talk, make some adjustments. And the thing is that's different about this game, you get the TV timeouts to allow you another one. So they just right now finally putting it back in place since we've been out. So you have a little bit more time to digest after those scores. And it's going to be big for Elder to get a get a good drive here. Uh, points are important, but get a good drive, and maybe they can go, you know, 70, 80 yards and cap it off with with a touchdown yeah. here. We'll see how that goes. With 9.05 to play here in the opening quarter, it's 8 nothing Muller. Now what's uh, interesting is uh, – Gesselbrock, uh, according to the stats, he's had uh, every game almost has thrown at least three touchdowns in every game he's played. He's 82 at 120, so that's uh, good good numbers for him. So we'll get set to kick this one off. Going from right to left is Kirk Thompson. Actually, check that. That's uh, William Steele going to kick it. And Flowers takes it at the 7. Goes to the 15, to the 20, and he crosses the 20-yard line. He's out to the 25 before he's finally uh, taken down by number 13, and that's Carson Hobbs of the Molo Crusaders. Kelsey Chevrolet has opened the Tri-State's newest and largest pre-owned car superstores, selling all makes and models from their family to yours for life. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet or Kelsey Pre-Owned Vehicles, Route 50 Lawrenceburg, KelseyChev.com, Kelsey Chevrolet. Proud to support Elder Football. The Panthers have a first and 10 at their own 25-yard line. They will set up, and it's going to be Hamilton in the shotgun. they got two wide receivers, including Ramsey to the right. And now the fake and the give, and the give to Ramsey, and Ramsey catches it across the 30 to the 31-yard line, where he's brought down by number 36, Matthew Selga. It's just a quick hitter for the Panthers. Just get the ball out quick. You know, Len, you kind of said it. Just, just get a good drive going, and there's your key. You know, that key is is that first down play. You get a big gain on first down, and it really opens up that playbook. It does, and that helps. And like I said, it you know, down 8 nothing, but just get a good drive. Take some time off the clock. Because the more time you take off the clock, the, the Molar Crusaders are not on the field. Second down and four at the 31. Two wide receivers to the left. Shotgun. And now it's going to be Ramsey. Ramsey takes it across the 30, and he gets to the 34-yard line before he's taken down by number 21, and that's uh, Mitch McCulton, McCul- McNulty, rather, 
will get the uh, tackle for the Crusaders. Yeah, just a little one there. Ethan Coe was in on the play as well. Just kind of got his hands on him for the for the Crusaders. But Mo, but Moeller right now has Elder in a third and short. So if you can get a stop here, you know you might be able to force Elder off the field. But it, it's 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 very important. Elder does not do that on their first drive. No, you don't want that. And setting up was Will Jensen off to the left. He's going to go in motion. And now they go two wide receivers to the right. Shotgun on the third and two at the 33. They give to Flowers. And Flowers gets the first down across the 38-yard line to the 39. Greece finally taken down. Big first down, Phil. Yeah, good blocking by the Panthers uh, up front. Got a nice hole going and, and really able to open it up so that the Panthers are able to pick that up. Flowers able to get upfield. So, like we said, it's key because they just need momentum. Keep that drive going. This is what they did against St. X last week. Their offense looked really good coming out of the gates. Broxerman off to the left side as a wide receiver. They've got two now to the left. They go in motion with Mikey Kirch. Two wide receivers to the right. Shotgun is Hamilton back at his 30 with time. Throws it down the field. He's got Justin Ray complete at the 35-yard line to the 34 before he's tackled by Jack Sellers. A big play. Jack Sellers had him step for step on that play, you know, just running that deep out uh, along, the, uh, along the left hashes to the numbers. But Sellers just couldn't catch and stay with Ray. But the key were there was Hamilton threw a great ball. Great ball, putting that, that out there, making it so that Ray could make an easy catch. He didn't have to adjust at all. Excellent job by Ben Hamilton to make that throw. Seven and a half minutes to play. Eight-nothing Moeller, but the Crusaders, say, the Panthers have it first and ten at the 35-yard line of Moeller. Three wide to the right. The throw to the right. Complete to Ramsey. Ramsey gets across 35-30, and he's out of bounds at the 27-yard line. A gain of eight on first down, and that's a, another good play. And you mentioned about Hamilton. He had a lot of time to make that throw, too, which is important. Yeah. Yeah, and the offensive line, you know, Glenn, we've talked about that before. The offensive line, give Ben Hamilton, give Drew Ramsey time, and they're going to make plays. They'll mark it second down and three. The ball spotted at the 28-yard line, 7-17 remaining here in quarter number one. Muller with a, a 10-yard touchdown by Bryant from Gesselbrock, and that uh, in a two-point conversion, they lead it 8 to nothing. Four wide receivers now from for Elder to the left side, but Flowers now goes in motion along with Kirch in the backfield now. And now the give is uh, going to be a pass to Ramsey. And Ramsey's across the inside to around the 25 to about the 20-yard line. But that's enough for a first down. Yeah, and we'll see there's a flag in the backfield. He also, and I think that's in the area of uh, roughing the passer possibly. We'll see what they call, what they mark this off as. Yeah, because everybody cheered on the sidelines here. And that's going to be, yep, yep. Roughing the passer, so the Panthers get a break. They have a, they'll move the football even more. Is your phone system putting your business on hold? You can cut your costs, get features like text, video, message, uh, meetings, and cloud storage, and pay less than you're paying now. Call Elder Grad Tom Waltner at Fuller Information Technology for a free evaluation, or check them out on the web at FullerInfotech.com. Seven thirteen remaining here in quarter number one. Panthers on their first drive, doing a good job of mixing up the pass and the run. And they've had Hamilton some time, and he was able to now. So with this extra penalty, the Panthers are going to have the ball at the Muller 11-yard line, just right before the 12. It's like 11 and a half is where the, they'll mark it. You remember last week in St. Xavier, this happened a couple of times where Elder benefited from a few personal foul penalties or big plays, and then Elder capitalized on them. And that, that's the key in those situations. Three wide receivers to the left side, one to the right. 
and setting up now. Shotgun is harp to the right. Now looking to the right. The throw is complete. It's going to be Ramsey, and Ramsey just gets back to the line of scrimmage. That one they had figured out, and Muller's number 36 on the tackle. Matthew Selga again uh, was able to get in there. Right, just a quick dump off the outside, enough to, to not make it be a, a quarterback sack uh, and lose a little bit more. They are going to mark it about a yard, two-yard loss on that, though, for the Panthers. 6.45 remaining here in quarter number one. Panthers have a second down and 11. They'll mark it at the 13-yard line. They line up with Brockterman and Ramsey to the left side. They've got Harp and Mikey Kirch to the right side. They go Kirch in motion. Flowers to Hamilton's left side. And now he goes in motion. And now it's going to be Hamilton. Keeper, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Ben Hamilton. 8-6 to six pending. Great job, Found the hole on the left side of the line, just off the center a little bit, but then read it back as he was able to get some blo- a block downfield and, and get into the end zone. So he did a great job of, of making that read, and Moeller, you could tell, was not expecting that. I mean, they would have been looking for just little dump-out passes, and they had nobody in the middle. Elder spread them out, so Elder looks here to, to top this one off. Big touchdown for Hamilton, and now... Mauer looking to add the extra point. Otten Reeb to hold this one, and the kick is up at the right foot, and this one is good. So it's 6.25 remaining in quarter number one. It's Muller 8 and Elder 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili before or after a game is a tradition that spans generations, and Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to Elder High School. A big touchdown. It was Ben Hamilton, 13-yard run, and the Panthers now cut the lead to one. Portions of today's game is sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian-Schuster-Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner with Morgan Stanley, is currently uh, scheduling wealth management consultations. Give them a call at 513-562-8304. And, Phil, that was a huge touchdown for the for the Elder Panthers. They, after the tough game against X to come down on their first drive, that was huge. And I mentioned before, it's it's not enough to just get those penalties. You have to capitalize on them. And that's what they did last week to, to really keep the, the pressure on X. And I think right there, you know, Moeller has such a successful drive, moves the ball down the field, got a lot of confidence, but then Elder answers right back and puts this one. Even though they went for two, I mean, Elder's right there. And Mauer will look to uh, kick it off again from left to right. It's uh, Tennell. Del Bryant and setting back there is Weeder to try to kick this one, uh, to get this one set up. And the kickoff is going to put them back into the end zone. So right away, they do a good job. Bronze Roost Restaurant and Pub, a West Westside landmark for over 60 years. They're proud to support elder football besides the city's best fried chicken. The Roost also features barbecued ribs, German sauerkraut, burgers, wings, homemade Saratoga chips, coleslaw, and cream pies. Enjoy the patio and 20 TVs every day for lunch or dinner. Dine in or carry out. Race Road in Bridgetown, Ron's Roost. It's clucking good. So this is important now, Phil, to 
maybe get a defensive stop here after the touchdown, get some momentum, and then get the ball back. So we'll see what happens here. On a first and ten, Muller has it at the 20-yard line. They line up with Jordan Marshall, and they're going to give it to him. Marshall carries across the 20, 25, where Bartley Thomas got him at the 25-yard line. Good tackle. Yeah, Bartley Thomas gets a little bit of push there. Lee McKenna outside uh, for the Panthers. He had his hands on, on the tackle, but he kind of stood up and got and got blown back off the line, so he wasn't able to gain that edge. But he's right there. You know, he's right on that point. Next time when that comes through, look for him, Liam, to really try to get to that outside shoulder and own that edge. Second down and five at the 25. 5.55 left here in the opening quarter. Eight to seven, Muller on top with the ball. Three wide receivers now. And now we're going to have a flag down, some movement on both sides. I wonder if uh, Elder lined up uh, in the neutral there. Let's see what happens. It looked like they might have moved first. Well, I think he had the center was off on his count with the rest of the, the line. So you're going to get a false start here on the Muller Crusaders. So that brings them back five yards. So a good break for the for the Panthers. They uh, As uh, Muller's going to get take the step back, they're going to move it back to the 20-yard line. It'll be a second down to 10 with 5.48 remaining here in the opening quarter. 8-7, to Muller on top. Panthers get a touchdown of 13 yards by Ben Hamilton on their first drive. Two wide, make that three now to the right side and one to the left side. Looking, and now it's Gesselbrock looking to throw. Throws it down, and Bartley Thomas, interception across the 40, looking for some help. He gets it to the 30, going way outside, and he's tacking down at the 28-yard line finally, but the Panthers get the big turnover. Bartley Thomas, good job reading that route, getting in to a gap and going up and making a play. I mean, he had to jump for that football, and then he went back and took it across the other side of the field trying to see if he could break something. You remember, you know, week one, you know, Week one and a couple other, he's had a couple of big plays like that, but that's the momentum like you talked about, Len. The, the momentum of the defense, get a big play, give the Panthers the ball inside the 30. So, I mean, this is exactly what you wanted. Now, the offense, capitalize on it. You know, thank your defense, reward them for that great, great, great pick. I would not be surprised they go right back up top and see if they get harp to get some separation to the left side. Over to the right side, they got Ramsey on a first and 10 at the 28. Do a little conservative. They go with Flowers, the carry, and not much doing at the 28. Gets back to the original uh, line of scrimmage there, and it's Joseph Gianetti with the stop for uh, the Molar Crusaders. The Underground Sports Shop provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with our great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats, and they can make your business organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shop and owner Sean Mason supports this broadcast in older football. 513-751-1662. Second down at 10 at the 28-yard line. Three wide to the left, and Hamilton rolls, and now he's going to pitch it to Ramsey, and Ramsey gets to about the 26-yard line, a gain of a couple on that. It'll be a third down coming up, and so far the little conservative on the play calling in the last two. Well, I'm trying to get that same blocking scheme that you got on, on Ben Hamilton's touchdown is what they're looking at, and at the same time, you had gone on those all those quick dump outs and, and getting up the field. Now you got to reel Moeller back in and get them to put some guys in the box, and then you can start hitting on the outside. Third and eight from the 27, 418 to play in the first. Two wide to the right, two to the left. Shotgun Hamilton, he goes back to his 35. Now to throw to the right side. Looking, he's got Ray open in the end zone. Touchdown! But, you know, he dropped it on the side. Just knocked it down. Justin Ray had it and lost it. He got hit. He got hit at the end of that play. 
A great job on the end of the play by the Moeller defense backs got cut off. I didn't see it. There are a couple guys down there. But Justin Ray is a great ball given by Ben Hamilton. But as he got hit and hit the ground, that ball just came loose. Yeah, it did. It looked like it was waiting for Ray there because the ball just came up a little bit short. But Ray was right there and, as you mentioned, got hit at the last, though. Fourth and eight at the 27. So the Panthers are going to go for it. 4.06 remaining. Down eight to seven. Three wide receivers to the right. And they'll line up with one to the left side. They've got Mikey Kirch in the backfield to help out. Here's Hamilton with time. Throws it down. It's complete to Ramsey for the first down at the 12-yard line. 15 yards on that reception. That's a good play. Yeah, Matthew Saliga makes the tackle uh, for the Crusaders. But Elder goes for it on fourth and eight because at that point, I mean, you're kind of in that middle. We always call it like no man's land. I mean, you're not really in field goal range. You're not going to punt it. You might as well go, and, and there it is again. If you remember the last time Elder played Moeller, they really did not know how to stop Ramsey, and it looks like, again, here he comes. First and 10 at the 12-yard line of the Crusaders. The Panthers have two wide to the right and one to the left. Shotgun, Hamilton, the give to Flowers, fake it. And now the right to Ramsey, and it's incomplete. It was uh, intended from Hamilton to Ramsey. A good fake, though, to Flowers it opened it up. So a second down and 10 for the Panthers. 3.30 left here in the opening quarter. 8-7. to seven. It's Muller on top by a point on a two-point conversion by Kurt Thompson. They had Bryant a touchdown. Hamilton has the touchdown for the Panthers, the 13-yard run. And the Panthers get an interception by Bartley Thomas, and here we are at the 12-yard line of Muller. Four wide receivers now to the left, one to the right. A five-wide receiver set. Mikey Kirch now steps in. He's going to help out for Hamilton. Now looking to the right, it's Hamilton to run again. Inside the 10 to the five-yard line. Gets to close to the four-yard line, a gain of eight. It'll be a short third down coming up. The Panthers can get a first down before the touchdown. Yeah, get the first down and reset those those downs. But I like the them taking that advantage of using Ben Hamilton in a run because it keeps the defense honest. Normally you would expect that to be Ramsey back there in that position. So this really makes Moeller have to keep guessing because we know that Ben has thrown a couple of great passes downfield. Third and three from the five. Two wide receivers right and one to the left. Now they go in motion as Ramsey goes to the right side. Shotgun to Hamilton. The give to Flowers, and Flowers gets a couple up the middle. I don't know if he's got it. There's going to be, might be a half a yard short, Phil. Yeah, they're going to mark him short just by the, the official on the sideline, not really moving up, so it's still going to be short. Moore did a good job of stuffing the run uh, up the gut. Now Elder with the fourth and two. Let's see if they, you know, give one of those run pass options where if, if he wants to take it, he can, or if they'll have a quick dump out to, to one of the many guys. Yeah, they only gave him to the four-yard line, so it's a fourth and officially two, about one and a half. Three wide receivers to the left side. It's Ramsey in at quarterback. Shotgun to Ramsey. Ramsey looks. He's going to run it. And Ramsey tries to get across. It gets to about the one-yard line. And let's see where they finally mark it. Yeah, he definitely yeah, he got the picked first that pick. one up. Yeah. I mean, that's an easy pickup. And Elder's going to go right back to the line real quick here and see if they can just push it in. First and goal from the one. Ramsey at quarterback. going to take it again. Ramsey goes into the end zone for the touchdown. And the Panthers have the lead. 13-8 pending. 
Great job just to keep uh, Moeller's defense guessing. And actually, you know, Ramsey hit the line on that pick up the first down, and he got stuffed at first, but there was an extra push. But a couple of Moeller Crusaders started running to the sideline like they stopped him, like they held him on fourth. So that was great call by the Elder offense to go back to it because I think Moeller had no clue that Elder got it, and then they weren't able to reset. Mauer looks to add this extra point, and the kick is up, and it is good. So with 2.02 left in quarter number one, it's now Elder 14 and Moeller 8. We'll take a timeout of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740 and thank you. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here at Elder High School when the Panthers go uh, a nice three-minute drive. They go from the 28-yard line after a Bartley Thomas interception. They go for it on fourth down. They make it, and then they score in a one-yard touchdown run by Drew Ramsey. And right now we're 14-8, to the Panthers on top. And they capitalize on that turnover, and that's a big thing against a team like Moeller. A, a very good football team comes in here, you know, with a lot of confidence in, in different things. I mean, you just, just read their game notes, and you'll know that it's flowing with a lot of confidence yes. coming in. And to take that interception and, and turn it back to points. So let's hope the Panthers can keep the pedal down here and really put Moeller, you know, in a spot where they're going to be trying to figure things out at halftime. And Maurer looked to add to uh, go ahead and kick this one off into the end zone. And let's see, he does. And this is a good kick way back outside of the field. A great kick by Maurer. Your health has always been the top priority to our partners at Mercy Health. Lucky for our student-athletes, they don't have to go far to see that in action. Athletic trainer Jeffrey Fitz is always close by to help to provide personalized care for our Panthers. And Chief Physician Dr. Matt Bosom is just a phone call away for all your sports medicine needs. Thank you for all you do to keep our Panthers student-athletes healthy. Mercy Health is a proud sponsor of high school sports. First and ten for the Crusaders at the 20-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Gezel Brock now to give across. It's going to be Jordan Marshall, and Marshall gets to about the 24, maybe the 25-yard line with a minute 54 left, but the Panthers have the lead. And there's how he gets his six yards carry. He got hit at about the line of scrimmage, but then was able to keep his legs pumping and fell forward. Hornschmeyer makes the stop for the Panthers. That's only the third interception that, that Gessel Brock has thrown this season. That was a big one, too. You know, we talked about a stop, but even a turnover is even better. Two wide receivers to the right and one to the left on a second and five for the 25. Gesselbrock complete to Bryant. Bryant across the 30, and he's out to the 35, to the 40, to the 42-yard line, where he's finally taken down by Bradley Horsenmeyer, finally gets him. Cameron was right there to make that play, and, I mean, he hit himself with a helmet knowing he should have had that one. He kind of was a little passive. You know, it's such an open field play, and he knows that the dangerous speed that's there from Moeller, but he, he knows that he should have it. So Dick, that comes back, he's going to make that play. Three wide receivers for Moeller to the left side. Shotgun for Gesselbrock, first and 10 at the 44. And now the give to the right side is Weeder across the 40. He gets to the 42-yard line, a loss of maybe a yard as Spinney got him. For the for Elder. Elder's line and linebackers did a really nice job of owning the line of scrimmage there, getting a push, not letting them get into your pads, and they just really able to go out. There was really, I mean, 
the only thing that could happen with Weeder sneaking through somehow, you knew it was going to be nothing. They're going to mark that a yard loss. Second and 11 from the 43 with 42 seconds left in the quarter. Muller trailing 14 to 8 as the Elder Panthers got the lead. It's Gizelbrock. He's looking at Spitty. Gets him at the 30. A sack. Back to the 30, 13 yard loss, and it's third down coming up. Spinney came through on touch, and Gesselbrock almost, I don't know if he thought he was going to shake him off. He had no reaction to it. I mean, he was right in front of him, and Spinney did a good job wrapping up on the tackle. So now, a long third down here for the Muller Crusaders. They're going to mark it third in, in about 23. Big thing is, is know your surroundings. Yes. Know where they're going to be trying to go. So just be aware of where the down markers are. But they're going to roll this one and think about it for the second quarter. It will be a good first quarter for the Elder Panthers. They lead it 14-8 to and that big sack. So we will take a timeout at the end of one quarter of play on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther Football. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal getting ready to start quarter number two. And you couldn't ask, Phil, for a better first quarter for the Panthers. Yeah, great job capitalizing on some mistakes, making taking advantage of a, of a penalty as well to get your other touchdown. So the Elder is really taking some momentum here and pushed it right back to Moeller, who comes into this game, I'm sure, with a lot of confidence of what they, they were going to you know be able to do against the Panthers. You know, uh, it, it, like I said, I'm reading game notes that they gave us, and there's I know there's one thing in the game notes that they mentioned that might have them underestimating the Panthers a little bit. And I think that's something that not something you want to tell your team coming into a game uh, about the elder group that's got a ton of uh, ton of weapons. And right now, you know, as we sit here and we wait for the TV timeout to, to expire, elders out on the field. And they got Drew Ramsey in on defense right now to help in the linebacker position uh, and, and be a little rush. Mikey Kirsch is in there as well. So they changed up their defense to really protect to make sure they're not going to pick this up on third down. And just one noteworthy uh, thing, a lot of the players are wearing the pink uh, on their their uh, shoes. you got some players doing it. Uh, also the pink gloves, Bartley Thomas supporting for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah, and that made it really easy to see Bartley's interception too. <laughs> you could tell it was coming. As soon as those hands went up, that was going to be a big play. The only thing is different about these TV timeouts, high school kids aren't used to this. So this, this does change a little bit. Third and 22 for the Crusaders to start the second quarter. And now back at the 24 is Gazelbrock. The throw is incomplete. Jordan Marshall couldn't get it. Good defense by by the Panthers, and that was a good play for the Panthers to get that out there. So Elder capitalizes, makes some big plays, and now Moeller's going to come out and punt. So just got to be aware, watch fake punts, don't jump off, and just get this football back and just be, be excited to get the offense on the field. And now the kick and the punt is going to be a bounce it around the 35. Flowers is going to let it bounce, and it's going to take a – Elder bounce to the 24-yard line. So the Panthers will have the football 
at their own 24, but more importantly, they stop the high-powered Moeller offense. Yeah, they did a great job stopping that offense, like you said, Len, and at the same time, they've, they've got momentum. They do, and, and to move the football on this would be a big thing. Tonight's game is brought to you by Cooper Electric, proud to support elder football, reliable service, and prompt and quality service is the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrading your electrical service for your home or your business is easy with Cooper Electric. Cooper Electric at 513-271-5000. And stay tuned after the game for the Cooper Electric player of the game as we do it every uh, every week. And just updating some of the scoring. Uh, thir- Elder scores on a 13-yard touchdown by Hamilton at 625 in the first. And then it was Ramsey, a one-yard touchdown run with 202 left in the first. They lead it 14-8. to one wide receiver to the right side, and now Ramsey's going to go to the right. Hamilton on a first and ten at their own 23. Hamilton looks to throw it. It's knocked down, and look out, and it's going to be Muller that gets it at the 20-yard line on a couple of tips, and the Crusaders will have the big turnover. That was number 46, and Joseph Gianetti gets the interception. It, it kind of popped twice. In the air. Yeah, it got a, got popped up once, and it came down, and it came went up again. It, you know, those are those ones. You just got to bat down as quick as you can. But Elder, you know, quick turnover there. Again, Lyman makes a good play, gets his hands up on it, so now Moeller's got a chance to capitalize. Yeah, this is big. They've got it at the Elder 20-yard line with 11.37 to play here in the second quarter. So they set... With three wide receivers off to the left side. Gesselbrock, and they go Brian in motion to the right. Gesselbrock gets the snap, rolls to his left at the 29 to throw, and it's complete to the tight end who falls down at the three yard line. It's Josh Caddis, so a gain of 17 on that one. And he just found a gap, just able to come out. And again, that's the, you know, the advantage of you get those turnovers. Now they're looking to see if they can punch the one in. First and goal from the four for Moeller. Two wide to the right, and now the give to my. Justin, and it's going to be in the end zone for the touchdown. Jordan Marshall, rather, for the touchdown. And with 11.22 to go, they get right back in it. We're tied at 14. See if they, uh, so it's Jordan, it's Marshall with the touchdown of four yards. 11.22 remaining. This time they're going to kick the extra point. as they went for two last time. William Steele will look to add this extra point with Alex Weider to hold for the Crusaders. And this one puts it up with the right foot, and this one is good. So with 11.22 remaining in quarter number two, it's Muller 15, Elder 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Dave here. Is your phone service putting your business on hold? My friends at Fuller Information Technology know businesses can't afford to pay for the things they don't need or use. That's why the experts at Fuller Information Technology work with you to personalize your phone service, giving you everything you need and nothing you don't. Let them help you save money and give your business the competitive edge you've been looking for. Check out Fuller Information Technology today. 
Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School. And after a turnover, the Muller Crusaders capitalized. They lead it 15-14 to 14 on a four-yard touchdown run by Marshall. It was Gennetti with the interception. He knocked it down at the Elder 20-yard line, and they went in from 20 yards rather quickly on that. Uh, just to cap, cap off the scoring. So Muller has a 10-yard touchdown by Bryant, a two-point conversion by Kurt Thomas. They led it 8 to nothing. Elder scored 14 unanswered. They had a 13-yard touchdown by Hamilton to make it 8-7, to seven. and then after a Bartley Thomas interception, it was Drew Ramsey going in from a yard out uh, with 2.02 to left in the first quarter to make it 14-8, and that touchdown makes it 15-14. to 14. So you're caught up, 11-22 remaining. Football season begins hot and humid, then finishes cold and frigid. Schmidt Heating and Cooling wants you to keep your family comfortable no matter what the weather. Schmidt Heating and Cooling at 513-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954, and they'll give you the straight answers and help you what you're looking for for your system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling is proud to support elder football. So the Crusaders will kick off from left to right this time. The Panthers will get their first look at the kicker as they set up here. Flowers back deep, and Flowers will look to catch it at the 2. Now across the 5, he's to the 10, and now gets to around the 15-yard line before he's stacked up by number 40, Kyler Paul for Muller. And just not a lot going on that return. You know, he just, he just hit the wall and kind of stuttered a little bit but didn't have much of a push uh, uh, going. So um, one of the big things here, the Panthers, you get the turnover, shake it off, Still one-point football game, so try to keep that momentum that you had. You know, you talk it over on the sideline. There weren't really any big adjustments. I mean, that was just a tip ball. You know, nothing, nothing that they did spectacular. So here you go, reset it. Let the offense go again. First and ten, they'll have it at the 16-yard line. 11-14 to play in the second. 15-14, Muller on top by a point. Shotgun for Hamilton. And now here comes the blitz, and he gets it off to Flowers. The pitch to the 20, and he's out to the 23-yard line. A gain of about seven, which was a play that really could have been worse. Ben Hamilton, I mean, he does a good job just standing in the pocket and taking those hits, get that ball out right before it happens, you know. I mean, you're always told when teams run an option or those types of, of, of you know, offenses, make sure everybody hits their assignments. And Moore did a good job, you know, hitting Ben Hamilton. Don't let him think that he's going to be able to make those plays later. Second down and two from the 24-yard line after an eight-yard gain, setting up with two wide receivers to the left, and now they give to Flowers again. Flowers is going to get back uh, maybe to the line of scrimmage. Let's see where they finally mark it, maybe about the 23-yard line. It might have lost the yard, but uh, forward progress might have gotten them back. They got to win those battles up front just in those short-yard situations. I mean, this line can do it. I mean, you don't have to be oversized and, you know, bigger than the guys that by a couple hundred pounds. I mean, you just have to use your body and get out, fire out quick, get to their pads, and, and get a push. So this third and short, that's very key. Third down and one from the 25-yard line, 10-08 to play in the second quarter. Elder down by a point, 15-14. to 14. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left side. Hamilton looks to the sidelines and now is going to call a quick timeout. But we'll keep it here. Uh, and we'll get in. Uh, we've got a guest, Brian Hiles. Is it Hiles? Did I say it right? You said it perfect. Perfect. He's the director of admissions for Elder. So after that tremendous concert the other night, uh, I would say the admissions are going to be they're going to be on the phone looking to call, right? Uh, I, that's uh, very much hope so. Uh, that was a great night for Elder High School, and uh, it was really neat to see everybody here. And it just feels good to see that many people back, and with all the stuff that's going on the past year, it's been really good for us. 
Yeah, it's one of those things where you look at a concert like that, it's going to have a great effect. And hopefully it's something that, you know, you could think about doing again, right? I mean, uh, I would love to see it every year. I mean, the powers that be will let us know. But if we can do something like that every year to really put a spotlight on Elder High School and, and this stadium, obviously, it's going to be just great for us. Now, Brian, do you, uh, obviously that was a huge event. Are there any other events that are, that are coming up that are – uh, it's not not to rival that one, of course, but, but <laughs> any other events that you got coming up? Yeah, I don't have anything else in my bag of tricks uh, to rival that, but we have uh, Open House coming up November 11th. That's a huge day for us, obviously, on campus. It's all hands on deck, and, and we're really excited for that. And, of course, we have shadow days going on, you know, at least once a week and from now until the end of the year. So uh, we have that, and plus the tailgate is next Friday here in the pit. Uh, partner with Seton on that, so really excited about these events. That's always up. a lot of fun. Those tailgates uh, generate a lot of interest from everybody. People love to tailgate. I mean, heck, when you... You look out there and you smell the hamburgers. It's, it's always a good thing. I, I love to eat, so to me, that, that's always a good thing. This is going to be a third and one for the Elder Panthers at the 25-yard line. And they'll line up with two wide receivers to the right, and they're going to get a little movement again, so another penalty on, on the play. Oh, they call it another timeout, so that's uh, going the other way. With uh, 10 minutes to go in this one, and it's 15 to 14. Again, we'll uh, we'll keep it here. And events and everything, but, you know, the things that got to keep doing is getting more people. What, what other recruitment things are going to happen? Yeah, so um, we just – trying to reach out more to the different parts of the community we we focus so long on just our traditional west side base we absolutely want those guys here and a place for them we want to reach out beyond that we've been going a little bit further east a little bit further north uh so we're going to do a lot more things to, to keep ourselves dynamic and just make sure we keep a pipeline of guys coming into our high school and it does a, that does a good job because again you know football is, is a big thing but of course you know academically it's it, it, it's definitely up there at all the schools in Ohio. I mean, there's there's no question about that. Absolutely, no. I, I think our, our academics and you know, our athletics, our extracurriculars, would go up against any school in the state. So and and just you know, recruitment ideas, bringing them to the pit to see a football game. That's always a, a great uh, thing though, just to watch here uh, to have a football game here on a Saturday afternoon and generating uh, the crowd. And you see people traveled from the Moeller side as well. It's just a great place to watch a football game. Absolutely. It is. We're joined by Brian Hiles, the director of admissions for Elder. And Ray got a third down and one at the 25-yard line for the Panthers after the timeout. Two wide receivers to the left side. Shotgun formation setting up as Hamilton and Ramsey is back there. Ramsey's actually going to get it. Ramsey across the 25, and he gets to about the 26-yard line. And I think that's going to be enough for an Elder Panther first down. So you're good luck, Brian. Right, you come in the so booth, and it's uh, great. Thanks thanks so much. Do you have anything else that you wanted to, to cover in terms of uh, any other events or anything's coming up? I, I don't think so. I think the biggest thing right now is, you know, just uh, getting guys here for Shadow Days and checking out our high school and everything we have to offer. Well, thanks for all you do. The Director of Missions for Elder, Brian Hiles, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. With uh, first and 10 at the 27-yard line, the Panthers will get that first down and Again, with TV timeouts, the game moving a little bit slower, but 9.36 remain here in the second quarter. Three wide receivers to the left, and they'll set up a shotgun for Hamilton. Now with four wide receivers, and now they're going to go in motion, and now the give is to Ramsey. He's going to throw it. Ramsey down the field looking for Harp. What a, oh, he had it and dropped it. <laughs> it was almost a tremendous catch, but yeah, he couldn't come up with it. Yeah, and Harp the whole time trying to break off. Uh, Hobbs on that one, man. He he had every bit of Harp's jerseys. He was trying to get separation to make a play, but but you know that one's happening out in the open. Ball hits the ground and is a little crowded, but they're able to see that one, but not able to see the cloth being pulled right right there on the sideline. I thought that was a great play. Harp did a good job of that separation. Ramsey another good ball. Just unfortunate, you know, that they they uh, don't see that. They see the ball kind of bounce around there at the end. But 
Yeah, Elder took a shot, ran something a little bit different. So second that and ten. Good play there, and almost a one-handed grab for for Harp. And one wide receiver to the right, three to the left, a second down and ten from the 27. They go Justin Ray in motion, the fake to him. The throw to is to Ramsey. Ramsey across the 25 to the 30, 35, and he's out to the 39-yard line, a gain of a dozen, uh, and that will be enough for an Elder Panther first down. Good job getting downfield with blockers. Ramsey going to make it a play. And, again, you use those those linemen. Muller's guys just really like the rush, rush, rush. So we're doing a good job up front. The Panthers are just allowing those linemen to get upfield and really make them come in a hurry, which opens up those lanes for those type of screens when you bring Ramsey across. First and 10 at the 39 for the Panthers. They'll line up with Ramsey wide to the left side. One wide receiver to the right side. Now they go in motion to the right with Will Jensen. And now the give and the fake to Flowers. The throw to the sidelines to Harp. Did he get his feet in bounds? And I think he did right around the 48-yard line. And that'll be close to another first down. It'll be... That's going to be right right there on the numbers. Harp did a great job catching that ball, getting his feet down. And it was good, again, good quick pass. I like that the Panthers have kind of adjusted a little bit. And that makes Moeller's defense have to adjust. They're not able to just rush and come in. Everything's happening so quick. Their their linebackers as well as their defensive backs really have to be ready to move when that ball snapped because that ball might be coming. Three wide receivers to the left side. They go shotgun, a second and one from the 48. Justin Ray goes in motion. The fake to him. Ramsey keeps it. Ramsey to the 50, 45, and he's out to the 40-yard line of the Molar Crusaders. A first down for the Panthers, and they're moving the football. Jack Sellers able to just hang on and keep Ramsey from continuing to, to go. I like this. I just You said, Len, moving a football. Yeah. Just moving a football. It's it's not huge plays. It's enough to keep that, deep, that Molar defense on the field. Wear them down a little bit. Get those hands on the hips and, and take advantage of being able to have your offense out here in a one-point game. This is the kind of drive you want after the turnover and then the uh, the touchdown by Muller. They, they trail 15-14. They have a first and 10 at the Muller 40. Yard line setting up is going to be Hamilton. He's going to have a blitz. He moves around to the left side, throws complete to Justin Ray, makes a move, 35-30, and he fumbles the football. And we're going to get a flag down as well. Now, Muller recovered it at the 27-yard line. Let's see. No, that was not a flag. They just moved the marker. So that's, yeah. a, that's so a fumble by Ray. Yeah, just fumble by Ray, just holding that ball out there. So Ray, a fumble, and Muller gets it back after a good drive by the Panthers. But now it's going to be Muller has the football at around the 20, their own 27-yard line. I think I mark it at the 26, actually. So they'll have a first and 10 at the 26-yard line. 7.57 left in quarter number two. Three wide receivers to the left and one to the right side. Gezel Brock will set up at his 21 in the shotgun. Now moves back at about the 17 to throw left side. Complete across the 30 to the 33-yard line. And that's Tanel Bryant who gets the reception for Moeller. And Bryant able to really, he got out in the open field and then just had to go out of bounds because he had about three defensive backs there for the Panthers uh, trying to make that play. And, and Brian is their main guy. I mean, he's got 29 receptions coming into this football game, you know, averages nine yards a catch. So, I mean, he really gets those yards after catch. Second down and three from the 33. One wide left, two to the right. Shotgun for Gesselbrock, and now Weeder, and it's going to be a reverse. It's going to go the other way. It's Bryant. Bryant across the 35 to the 40, 45, and he got, oh, he got to the 40, 
eight of Elder, but if it wasn't for Nicholas Coleman, that would have been a touchdown. There's Coleman making a play. Elder had two guys out there, and they were, were, were holding the line, holding that backside coverage. So at least they were able to slow that up, but they weren't, you know, they were unma- they were overmatched on the blocking coming over, so it was hard for them to get off. But Coleman came from the other side, made a play. So Moeller capitalizes, moves the ball to, to the positive side of the 50. They're at the 45 and a first down and 10. They got 7.25 left opening half here. They go Weeder to the left. He goes to the 45 to the 40, and he's taken down at the 44-yard line, and there's going to be a flag down. Tyler McCoy made the tackle. Yeah, I didn't think it was a, just a high tackle. I mean, it was just, you know, guys moving through there. I mean, nothing, again, as we see nothing that stuff. Nothing egregious. Yeah, yeah, nothing egregious. It happens, but, you know, Weider kind of came up. He, he was fired up as he got through there because he, he get taken down kind of hard. It's a good run by him, able to get downfield. So this is going to mark off some extra yards for the Crusaders. Uh, but the elder, you know, their ends have got to do a better job of getting a push up the field. They're just too many times just getting caught, you know, in, in their chest. And, and Coach Ramsey talking to the official, you know, over here just trying to see, you know, whether or not if he actually, he, he doesn't think, Coach Ramsey does not think he got into him, and that's anything that would have been a face mask. He doesn't think so. Um, you know, and it happened on the other hash mark, so. And that was big. First down and 10 now at the Elder 24-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right and two to the left side. Shotgun for Gesselbrock back at his 30. He's now at a 28 to throw it down the field, and it's incomplete. Almost intercepted by Gutekunst as he had a chance at that one. Yeah, several guys getting the opportunity uh, to possibly make a play on that one, but just couldn't do it. So the Panthers here, it's second down and 10, get a good opportunity, you know, to really hopefully get a stop. I know this this Moeller offense has been pretty pretty efficient, but they've had some hiccups. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun on a second down and 10 at the 24. Marshall goes in motion to the right. The throw, it is intercepted by Spinney at the 24-yard line, and the Panthers get it back. Man, Spinney just snatched that ball out of the air. Moeller thought they had a great screen developing, and Spinney just came out of nowhere and just eat, it just, just eats that football up and brings it in. Huge turnover huge turnover because you knew that no matter what happened if the Panthers are able to get a stop there and force them to kick Moeller's kicker is three of five on field goals as long as 42 so they were probably going to get points so that's a huge turnover so we're just seeing right now it's a battle of turnovers and that's one of the keys early on in the game I know that was made in the pregame was Moeller has to limit turning the football over and right now they're not doing that they're giving Elder a lot of chances now let's see the Panthers capitalize on this and break away and that was the second interception as Spinney earlier. Bartley Thomas had an interception for the Panthers. First and 10 at the 24. 6.56 left here in the second. 15-14 Muller. And now it's going to be Hamilton. The give is to Flowers. Flowers across the 30, 35, and he's out to the 38-yard line. A good run by the Panthers and getting Flowers up there. The tackle by Lamont Cox. Flowers, when he got through in the open field, protected the ball really well i'm sure that was talked about <laughs> after that last one you know if you're going to be in there protect that football protect that football elder takes advantage on first down gets a big gain keep that defense guessing first and 10 at the 39 yard line six and a half left in the second they go wide one to the left and one to the right shotgun is going to be hamilton give to flowers again flowers cross the 40 He's out to the 45 to the 47-yard line where he's met by number 36. We've been calling his number a lot, Matthew Selega. Matthew Selga, rather. 
So he gets uh, the Panthers get another good gain, a gain of eight. It'll be second and two from the 47-yard line. So the Panthers with 6:06 and counting left here in the second, trail 15 to 14. Spinny big interception at the 24-yard line to stop a Moeller drive, and the Panthers trying to capitalize. One wide to the right, one to the left, and now the give again to Flowers, and Flowers not going to get back to the line of scrimmage this time, and a big push by the Panthers, uh, by the uh, Moeller Crusaders. Chase Brown ends up with the tackle, the big defensive tackle. So nothing really going there. He's going to be third down about middle of the field. So look for the Panthers, you know, pro- possibly to go back to, to getting that, airing that football out a little bit here. Hopefully this is big. Got to capitalize on this third down or at least put it in a fourth and short. That's something that's makeable that you know that you can go through. You want to take that turnover. I mean, turn this thing into points. If Elder can get points here, I mean, they're going to get the football back as well. Third and four from the 45. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun is going to be Ramsey in the backfield this time. Ramsey calls the signal. Ramsey's going to run it, and Ramsey doesn't get much. He gets to about the 46-yard line, a gain of a yard, so it'll be fourth down coming up for the Panthers and about three to go. Moeller did a good job filling on that play coming up and making it again, and I really... Bowler had that one sniffed out, so the Panthers here thinking they're in the middle of the field. It's fourth and three. You know, you got Ramsey who can who can do the, those those rugby style kicks. This might be the perfect opportunity for that, and it's just got to be executed really well. And they've got Ramsey back there, a fourth and three at the 46. It can have anything going here. He could rugby style kick it, or he could try to throw it. We got three to the right side, or even run it. And now he's going to kick it, and they show kick, but there's going to be a, a flag down. Get movement on the Panthers. So we're going to go ahead and back this one up. It was just a he decided there. They spread out real quick, maybe to see if they could get Moeller to jump, but instead Elder jumped before the snap. So definitely going to see a punt here. Yeah, now you're going to see it at fourth and eight now. Uh, they'll mark it, and the Panthers will get a chance to immerse yourself in the natural beauty of the serenity of the Kentucky's Red River Gorge. Enjoy a clean and comfortable stay for small or large groups. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. A proud sponsor of Panther Sports. Fourth and eight at the 41-yard line now. And the Panthers, uh, as everybody's in wholesale changes for Moeller, Ramsey's going to be back at his 26-yard line to try to punt this one away. Back is Weeder at his 22. And now it's Ramsey going to kick it. It's going to be a pretty good kick. It's going to in the center of the field. Weeder gets it to around the 30, and he's still with it. 35, 40, 45 down the 50 and he's out to the elder side of the field at the 45 yard line it looks like they had him all the way back at the 30 but a big return by Alex Weeder and you mentioned it earlier Phil he's just so small it's hard to get a hold of well he does a good job he keeps running hard but elder too if you're going to get there and you're going to make a tackle you can't just use your shoulders you got to get your arms up you got to wrap up I mean Weeder's got Coming into this football game, almost 260, 275 yards. He's had plenty more tonight. I mean, he knows how to run the football, and there's a perfect example on those return stats. First and 10 at the 45-yard line of Elder. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left side. Shotgun for Gesselbrock, and now he's going to go to the left. It's Montgomery going to carry it across the 40 to the 38-yard line. Jordan Marshall, rather, not Montgomery. And Marshall will get to the elder 38-yard line. So it'll be a second down coming up. It'll be second down and short 
around the three-yard mark. So second and three from the 38. 335 remaining in the second quarter. Moeller has a 15-14 lead. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left side. Gesselbrock now looking to the left and now throws across the middle, incomplete, intended for Kurt Thompson, and that was incomplete. Coming up at halftime, it's going to be the Caldwell Banker Halftime Report, the best show in the business with Mark Bengal, with Steve Bengal, with Tom Kennedy, and that's the Caldwell Banker Halftime Report. Give them a call at 513-922-9400. left in this second quarter. Two wide receivers to the right and two to the left on a third and three from Muller at the 38, leading 15-14. to 14. They go in motion to the right side with, with Caddis. And now rolling to the right, Gesselbrock throws, and it is incomplete. A good defensive play by the Panthers. And, you know, he's done a, a really good job in that, that role. And that was uh, number 21, Tyler McCoy, getting the breakup. Came up, broke a tackle right as it came through, so dropped the football. So now you're looking at Moeller with a fourth down here to try to make a decision. I mean, I think they're going to go for it. I mean, I don't – I mean, their offense has been pretty efficient tonight. I mean, I'd probably go for it at this point, point of the field, too. Fourth and three from the Elder 38. Three wide receivers to the right. Gesselbrock has Weeder in the backfield to his right. Shotgun, the fake to Weeder. The throw down the field is complete. Down to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown. It's Jared Merck with the 38-yard touchdown from Gesselbrock. So 21 14 now. Muller with the lead. The quick play, just quick hitter right across the middle. You know, a little cross cross route. Just got got through, got in the gap, and Elder had nobody back to get him. McCoy tried to provide chase, but just couldn't get there. So Muller capitalizes, gets the points, going up by two. This you know, this makes it so that it's not a, just a one-score game for the Panthers in the second half. William Steele will look to add this extra point. Weeder the hold, and it's blocked. And the Panthers, Chris Kammer came up with it. So with 3.11 left in quarter number two, it's Muller 21 and Elder 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom from Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, head team physician for Elder High School. Due to COVID-19, 2020 has been an incredibly challenging year for all of us. But at Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we never closed our doors. We immediately instituted extra screening, cleaning, and protective protocols for all our patients and associates, backed up by an outstanding hospital network of comprehensive care providers. We're available six days a week, including Saturday morning sports clinics. That's Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 6045 Bridgetown Road, 513-347-9999. Proud to support elder football. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School on a Saturday afternoon for football. It's been a good one here. Moeller scores on a 38-yard touchdown uh, by Gesselbrock to Merck, and then they missed the extra points. So that's 21-14. to 14. Uh, They lead it with 13 unanswered points as Elder had the lead 14-8 to 8 at the end of the first quarter. So getting ready to kick it off, they'll set up. It's Steele 
will kick this one off, and it's going to be a short one taken by the up back for Muller, number 49, and it's Joshua Duggan. And he gets to the 20-yard line, and that's going to be about it. Lots of uh, skirmishing through there. was a penalty flag thrown in there, so I'm not sure if that's going to be a hold or if somebody got their hands inside a face mask. There's a lot of lot of bodies there. There was so. a lot of pushing and shoving, so uh, it's we'll face see. mask. Yeah, it is a face mask, and so the Elder Panthers get the benefit after an earlier face mask on them. So this yes. is so we're going to go ahead and move that one forward. For the Panthers, so a good advantage here on this kick. Now, 3:05, you know, 3:05 for the Panthers here. They got two timeouts left. They get the ball back at the at the at, after half. So it would be very key if they can go ahead and, and see if they can pick this up. You know, get some points here on this one, or at least make sure that Moeller won't have enough time to score. You know, coming back in because you wouldn't want to right now. It's a one-score game with that blocked kick. You don't want to fall into a two-score hole. First and ten at the 25-yard line, setting up three wide receivers to the left and one to the right. Now looking as Hamilton throws it to the right, and Hart makes a one-handed grab across the 35 to the 37. It was thrown the other (laughs) side of him, and he just put out with one paw. Yeah, Hart Hart running downfield on on the home sideline and then opens his body and grabs it with his right hand, just gets that big paw out there. I mean, he's got big hand and just able to snag that football and make that catch. I mean, wow, what a catch. He's been chomping at the bit to make a catch like that in this game, and so far he does it. First and 10 at the 37. 2.59 left here in the second. Three wide receivers to the right, and now Ramsey moves a little bit closer to Hamilton. Hamilton now stepping up. He's got time. Looking. Now he's going to run it across the 40, and he hit Hunt hard right around the 40-yard line and a tackle by Brandon Martin by Moeller. That's a good decision. I mean, Hamilton had nothing downfield. He didn't stay in the pocket too long to where he'd be scrambling. He got on his horse early and able to turn that into a positive game. So, I mean, that's just like handing a ball off on a delayed run to Flowers. I mean, that, that's a good three-yard three, three yard game. And it moves clock, too. Two minutes and 28 seconds left here in the quarter. Elder will get the ball first in the second half. So that's a, that's a, a big thing here with down by seven. One wide receiver to the right, two to the left side. Ramsey now moves to the right, so it's four wide receivers for the Panthers. Hamilton steps up. He's got the blitz coming and throws it to Ramsey. Ramsey's going to lose a couple of yards back to the 37, maybe the 38-yard line. A loss of two on that, but it was it what could have happened. Hamilton was way back there and just got it off in a hurry. Yeah, and kind of deep there. Uh, it got it off in a hurry. The play wasn't really able to develop as it was in Elder's line. Couldn't get one of the, the key blocks that they needed to make that successful in that lane. So clock still ticking, 145, plenty of time for the Panthers. Third down and eight at the 39-yard line. Three wide receivers right and one. Make that two to, lo- to the left side. And now Mikey Kirch is going to stay in the block. And now looking, it's Hamilton throws to Harp again. It's complete at the 48, out of bounds. A gain of nine, and that should be enough for a first down. Great job, Harp right now, and just owning that sideline. Just able to get separation. Great ball by Hamilton. And Elder's offense picks it up, but more importantly, get out of bounds. Stop that clock. A minute 30 to go here in the second quarter. The Panthers trailing 21-14. to 14. This is the big possession before the half, and they will get the ball first in the second half. So this is going to be big, keeping Moeller's offense off the field and then getting some scoring of their own would be also. Two wide receivers to the right. 
Two to the left side. Shotgun Hamilton on a first and ten from the 49. Broxerman goes in motion to the right. Look out! Here comes in, and Hamilton gets away. The 45 to the 50, and he gets into Muller territory at the 45-yard line. It looked like he was going to be sacked for a loss back, and, and we've got it. And it's uh, Rashad Glenn is down after attempting to, to make the sack on Hamilton. Yeah, he just he just missed on that, but he went down pretty quick, and uh, he's going to go. They're going to they'll stop the clock for the Panthers, which allows them to talk about this here, since Hamilton did not, you know, get out of bounds on that. So that clock would have kept rolling. So this gives the Panthers perfect opportunity to get out, and make call. And he goes off on his own power, so good news there for Rashad Glenn. Uh, but he had an open hit at the quarterback and missed it. Yeah, why? That's one you don't want. You know, that's one of those you sit there and go, I had a chance. I had yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's, those are those. But how many times have, do we see those, though, in games where that happens? And here's a second down and four at the 45. Two wide receivers to the right with a minute 17 to go. Hamilton back. He's got a little time, and now he gets hit from behind, and the throw is going to be an incomplete pass, I believe. I don't think that was a fumble. Yeah, that his arm, was, inco- going, that be his arm was going forward, but do we know what a, you know, between a, a fumble and a, I think they're going to call that an incomplete pass. Yeah, so now we're just going to take time out here. It'll be third down, and this game is brought to you by Hoding Realty. Proud to bring you Elder Panther football. The next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one, Call one of these elder grads at Hoding team members, John Barth, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Tim Obermeyer, Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. Call Hoding Realty as Hoding Realtors for all of your real estate needs at 451-4800 or visit them on the web at Hoding, H-O-E-T-I-N-G.com. One minute, ten seconds left. In this second quarter, the Panthers have a second down and five at the 46-yard line, and they are really, you know, in a position where Get some points here would be awesome, but just getting to halftime down seven is not bad when you have the ball first. Right. You're getting our chance with it, and, and like we said, control the football. Elder's done this this time and time again where they've made those plays to the sideline or, or gotten some big pickups here. They still have a timeout, too, so if they would not pick this up and they want to talk about it again, they're going to have that opportunity. But I'd like to see, and I think that with all the different options they have, I think they got a great opportunity to pick the football pick this first down up in the middle of the field third down and five they'll have it at the 46 yard line of moeller three wide receivers to the right one to the left side hamilton stepping back at his 48 yard line near the big elder panther logo rolls to the right now throws it's complete to Broxham into the 40 he's out to the 36 yard line and a gain of 10 and that's your first down phil and you're gonna you're gonna go ahead and that's gonna the clock's gonna stop while they go ahead and rotate the sticks Connors comes off because his helmet came came off on that one. So James is coming running onto the field for the Panthers. Minute three, and they start the clock. Three wide receivers to the left on the first and ten at the 36. Hamilton looking, throwing. It is complete to the sidelines. Ramsey, 25, and out of bounds. Great so, field awareness. That was. And you knew, you know, this is a smart player right there, getting out of bounds. And a 25-yard line is where they've got it. So plenty of time, Phil, 54 seconds to move it along. First and 10 at the 25 of Moeller. Two big plays there to Broxerman and to Ramsey. And now it's moving to the 25-yard line. So 54 seconds remaining before halftime. Two wide receivers to the right. Make that two to the left. And now Mikey Kirch goes in motion to the left side. Now looking Hamilton, stepping up, still time. Throws down the field and a little too high that time for Harp. 
And, you know, when it's a little too high for Harp, it is a little too high because Harp is at 6'5", Phil. Yeah, and Hamilton took a big shot from two two Molar Crusaders and got through on that one. Uh, a defensive – I'm sorry, linebacker Janetti uh, as well as defensive lineman Chase Brown. So that was a lot coming at him, and he got hit on the play. So that ball just sailed, which is good because it could have been the exact opposite and it could have floated and been an interception. So – it's a loss. You know, there's a little bit of a loss on that play, but still, 50 seconds ago, plenty of time. And they'll mark it. Uh, they moved him back at the 30-yard line, so it's a first and 15 at the 30. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left, including Harp. Mikey Kirch goes to the right side, and now it's Hamilton back at his 35. Rolls to the right to Broxerman at the 25. It's complete, but he's tackled back. And that was by number 14, Isaiah Summerlin, made the tackle. They're going to mark him about the original line of scrimmage, and the Panthers are going to use their their uh, final timeout here uh, with 42 seconds remaining in the second quarter. 42 seconds, as you mentioned, Phil. Pet One sells fresh pet foods by the pound, and it's made locally in Ohio and with free next-day delivery. Visit online at PetOneCincyWest.com. Coming up at halftime, it's the best show in the business, the Caldwell Banker. Uh, West, uh, excuse me, the Cole Banker halftime report. Easy for me to say with Mark Bengal, Steve Bengal, and Tom Kennedy. Stay tuned. And don't forget, after the game, we're going to be at Roosters. So make sure you come out and uh, enjoy a, a cold beverage, some wings, watch some football games this afternoon. On a Saturday, it doesn't get much better than that. So right now, we've got a 21 14 Elder Panther trailing by seven. Moeller has the lead. It is a second and 11. From the Muller 26-yard line. Clock the way it is. I mean, this, obvi- and obviously even the down location, but the clock, no timeouts. I mean, Panthers got, got the full set of downs to pick this first down up. Second and 11 from the 26. Two wide receivers left and one to the right. Shotgun. He's got looking as Hamilton stepping up. And he got time, but now it's the pocket collapses. And he's tackled right around the 20. Nine-yard line, so a loss of about three for Ben Hamilton. Yeah, and Elder's going to try to go quick and set this and, and run this one. I don't know if they're going to spike or call. 25 seconds, two wide receivers left, and now setting up Hamilton back at his 35. Throwing down the field, looking. It is complete to Klusman right around the 11-yard line, and a first down. Great job. Just, just two guys just fighting for the football. Again, those are those calls I love when two guys actually are making contact and they, you know, don't get into it. And, and on that one there, nobody gained an advantage, but Klusman goes up, climbs a ladder, makes a play. Clock does stop because he got out of bounds. So it is first and goal, but the Panthers only have 17 seconds to work with and no timeouts. And now Moeller is going to burn one for him. We'll take a quick timeout with 17 seconds left on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal at Elder High School. The 
Polar Crusaders with a 21-14 lead, but the Panthers have a first and goal at the 10-yard line. Only 17 ticks of the clock left, so a couple of chances, maybe some passes at the end zone. Maybe Ramsey takes off. I mean, there's a lot of, lot of chances of plays. But with 17 seconds uh, left and no timeouts, it's going to be tough. Everything quick and efficient. And one of the things I'm sure they just talked about in that timeout, and, that, and this, this next one's on the offensive line, is that if there's a run, if there's a sack, the line's got to be ready. I mean, they can't be slow. they got to line up fast so that if they wanted to spike or anything like that. So the line really has to be moving. One wide to the right, one to the left. It's Ramsey to the right side. It's going to be Hamilton in the shotgun. First and ten, first and goal from the ten. Stepping up left side, looking in the end zone. Harp goes up. He gets it. Touchdown, Elder Panthers. What a catch by Harp. Great job of Harp. Colin Barry tries to tries to make a play. Harp, all he did was just basically as a post-up. I mean, he just blocked him out, got in there, you know, goes up, makes the big play. So there's a flag on the play. They're going to call pass interference, but the Panthers are going to say, no thanks. Yeah, we'll, we'll take, take the, the touchdown. touchdown. <laughs> so at 11 seconds to go, Maurer comes out here with the opportunity to, to, to send this game into overtime or into halftime. Right. Not overtime. Into halftime tied up for the Panthers. Maurer will look to add this extra point with 11 seconds to try to tie this one up. The snap. And Auten Reeb will hold this one. The kick with the right foot is up. And it's good. So with 11 seconds left in the second quarter, we are all tied at 21. We'll take a timeout of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group wants to wish this year's team all the best for a successful season. The team works hard to make every game memorable. But what if your biggest memory of the game is standing in line for the restroom? If you're experiencing frequent trips to the restroom, the Urology Group can help. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support Elder Football. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to a very excited pit here at Elder High School. A big 10-yard touchdown by Andrew Harp in the left corner of the end zone and just went up and got it, made a tremendous catch. And the Panthers and uh, Muller Crusaders tied at 21. So Coach Ramsey has been talking with the officials here and trying to see what what they're talking about here, if they were talking about that that kick. And I think that pass interference that's happened on the – in that spot, they are going to be able to enforce that on the kickoff. So okay. those pass interference yeah. are going to enforce it on the kickoff. So the Panthers, I mean, right now, Maurer, I mean, heck, somebody better get behind the horseshoe <laughs> with the way he's been kicking. This thing might sail. He get gets to kick this one from the 50. He might kick, you're right, he might kick this actually, one out of the stadium. Actually, I'm sorry, the 45. Yeah, so he's going to kick this one to the 45, and we'll see if I would imagine he can get this one in the end zone, but uh, – We'll see as uh, Maurer has uh, he kicked one out of uh, play earlier out of the end zone on the other side. So yeah, even though there's a uh, there's no wind now blowing in your face from the from the south to the north, but Maurer should be able to put this one in with no return, pretty easy. Kicks it at the 45 yard line. Maurer from right to left, and this one easily goes and hits the band. He hit the drummer. 
That was uh, that was an interesting uh, kick and uh, good job by the Panthers. And now Muller will have the football with 11 seconds to go. You don't no. usually see that in the game. No. And uh, the big thing here is Elder's defense. Moeller has speed. Moeller can get into the open field and really hurt you. So Elder's going to drop some guys. But again, the key is, is you got to be willing to make a play. Don't assume that you're, you know, the guy next to you is going to make that tackle if they get through. You know, don't be, get, get, don't get caught looking here. Moeller's got one timeout, so if they get a big one, but they might just be taking a knee here. Yeah, I think they're taking a knee at first and ten at the twenty. No, nope. they fake it. They fake it. They go to the left side. They've got uh, Bryant. Bryant at the thirty. He's at the 35, and now with four seconds, let's see if he got out of bounds. Yeah, he I don't, got out of yeah. bounds, and that's all right because the Panthers, the Panthers were really just preventing from a huge play downfield, you know. So they didn't have. I mean, they only had three guys at the line of scrimmage. Even if they ran the ball up the gut, they're going to probably pick up 10 yards there. So Panthers don't let them get into the open field. So now with three seconds to go, see if Maul, again they might fake this one or they might take the knee. But either way. And this time they do take a knee, and that is the end of the first half of play. It's been an exciting one. It's Elder 21. It's Muller 21. Stay tuned for the Caldwell Banker Halftime Report with the guys coming up next on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. It's time for the Coldwell Banker Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. And that's us. We're back at the Pitted Elder. It's knotted up at 21. Elder and uh, Mahler Crusaders, uh, uh, very entertaining first half of football, but a couple of turnovers by the Panthers at very inopportune time, guys, and uh, you kind of get the feeling, oh, my gosh, this is going to get out of hand. But uh, they stayed consistent, stayed within themselves, and uh, got out uh, out with a uh, tie here and – as you said, Steve, uh, we're on the sideline. They're going to come out. 
they get the ball first, so that's going to be very beneficial. I think it's kind of funny. It's like I think uh, the three of us were looking at one another uh, on the sidelines when, when uh, the, the, the turnovers would happen, when, when Elder was driving or in an opportune situation or, uh, you know, then turned into a, a molar opportunity. It's like, oh, man, here we go. It's yeah. like, you know, and, and they've rectified that, they, they, you know, they, with that last second drive. You know, Elder's in this game. They're, they're attentive. Uh, you know, they have obviously some things to, to, to work on and clear up. But, you know, they, they've played on margin a very good first half. Yeah, they really did. And, Tom, uh, coming off what was a an embarrassing, tough loss to the, the Bombers last week, you wanted to see them come out confidently. And at first, things seemed to be a little bit uh, draggy, but they pulled yeah. themselves up and, and they're looking uh, better. Yeah, we did. they did. We kind of mentioned uh, it would kind of remind you of uh, a couple weeks ago down in Louisville against Louisville St. X. A little sluggish in the first couple defensive plays, but turned it around. And I think momentum is playing such a huge part in this game. And for the Panthers to come down late and uh, uh, throw that jump ball up to Andrew Harp in the end zone for the uh, tying touchdown is huge. And it, what it's doing, hopefully, for the Elder Panthers is it's giving everybody the confidence that they need. Uh, Moeller is, looks like they're playing straight-up defense, uh, but Ben Hamilton and Drew Ramsey, they're not having any trouble finding open receivers or even when the coverage is tough. tough, The receivers are making the plays, and that's something that you can build upon, and I'm sure Doug and his staff are at halftime saying, we're in this game. We're going to get the ball first in the second half. Keep plugging away. Keep making plays. And, and, and it'll come, and, and you have to feel excited. There's even a different feeling today at halftime versus last week at halftime going into the against St. X. Both these teams, Steve, they, they appear to be pretty evenly matched, and uh, this is going to be a wild one in the second half. Yeah, I mean, no telling. I mean, Elder gets the ball first, as we talked about, you know, and in, in they, they need to drive. I think that one of the keys in the second half is going to be who can hold on to the ball. You know, Moeller's coughed it up, I believe, three times, and Elder's coughed it up twice, and both led to momentum swings. And I think whoever hangs on to the pumpkin here can get away with a win tonight. Well, it'll be this evening when the game's over. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's quickly becoming evening here. Uh, yeah, with the, the – the, all the TV timeout stuff. Yeah, that, <laughs> the game is dragging. But, uh, you know, this goes ties into our uh, plug here. We have a long night ahead of us because we're not only going to be doing this, we'll be heading out to Roosters on uh, Crookshank following the game for some uh, talk about the postgame show this game, but also we're going to be talking with Joe Harbin, Tom. Yeah. And the critical part of this game for the Elder Panthers they really need this game way more probably than the Crusaders do, but they need to, to come out with a win tonight if they're going to have any hopes of, of, of having a strong finish with Ron Colley, Football North, and LaSalle. Uh, getting uh, four wins at the end could be very ben- beneficial for home game. It really can, and, and we talked on the, on the sidelines during the game that, you know, this is what first of three home games in a row like you just mentioned, and momentum's a big thing, and and depending on, you know, how successful Elder can be moving forward, uh, you know, all their goals still might not – still will be in front of them. With a win tonight, uh, you know, they'd be one and one in the GCL. And if somehow LaSalle can knock off St. X next week, uh, you know, St. X would have one loss and and the whole GCL South would be up, up, up for grabs. 
but but more than that is right now elders kind of like in the middle of the pack uh, of the harbor region four and there's really no telling right now joe's going to tell us so harbor's going to tell us tonight during game night is a word it might be but you, you want to win as many as you can before the end of the season to put yourself in the best position mark like you said it would be awesome for uh, elder uh to host uh, a first round playoff game and they can do it with you know like be- the beginning of a four or five game ro- uh, winning streak tonight and the sad thing is uh, you know the way the harbins work and you know you got to get victories it's not based on strength of schedule and it's very t- difficult for elder to schedule i sat and watched uh, the lion's share of the lakota east coal ring game last night neither uh, of those two teams would have a chance in, in, in a game like this tonight against either of these opponents and they'll both finish higher in the harbins yeah. and possibly host because they're going to run through the garden in the GMC cause, because they've, they've become so insular. But, you know, they, they protect themselves in the regular season, but they usually get blasted in the postseason because they they, they play the same style football in and out. The, the, the triple option, I, you know, throw the ball every now and again uh, football that, that just isn't going to get you to Canton. And to quickly build on what you said, I looked at the box score last night of the St. X uh, game uh, where they lost to Trinity. And Trinity's place kicker had five field goals t- last night for uh, Trinity. And the longest one was 53 yards. Can you imagine a 53-yard field goal, which, in effect, gave them the victory. But five field goals, and it just, just made me realize the insularity of the uh, GMC. And it's just night and day difference between the quality of product that the GMC has, except for the first couple, maybe, and the rest of the oh, GCL and, for and, sure. Yeah, and who the rest of the GCL is forced to play because the GMC only plays themselves. Right. We're going to talk about that as well tonight. Before we take a time out, I just want to give condolences to the family of uh, Elder Class of 77, uh, Jerry White. Uh, I know he went to St. Jude's with me and Steve. Uh, oh, I'm sorry to hear day. that. Jerry, I didn't realize that. Jerry passed away uh, a week and a half ago, and they had the funeral on Friday. And uh, uh, hats off. I know he was a regular listener uh, uh, to us uh, all the time, from what I've been told. So uh, uh, Jerry uh, uh, is going to be greatly missed by his uh, loved ones, family, and friends. And uh it's always sad when we have notices like that. But we're going to take our first time out. It's tied here. Elder Muller, 21, knotted up right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. <laughs> And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365, 513-271-5000, 271-5000. 
Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. If you're caring for a loved one with dementia, it can be stressful. As their needs progress, you need support. At Artist Senior Living, we partner with you and your loved one to provide above and beyond customized care. Experience the Artist Way in Bridgetown and Mason. Theartistsway.com slash Ohio. 513-401-7531. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. And we're back at the pit here as the clock says about 8.30 left to go before the second half will start here, and it's tied up 21-21, Elder in Mueller. Uh, Steve, we talked a little bit about GMC and uh, different uh, teams that who's going to shake out here, but some of the scores from last night. Uh, normally, you could open up the Inquirer on Saturday morning and read it back in the day. Now, you, you can't get high school sports until uh, Sunday, if or you're lucky, to get online, yeah, if you're but, lucky. Uh, which most people and they're do usually now. buried in that little section where you can hardly, you, know, you just gotta get your uh, bifocals out and uh, kind of uh, go through them. But in uh, teams in GCL play last night, uh, Saint X Louisville Trinity, uh, Louisville Trinity uh, 33, Saint X 32. Kind of a shock uh, there. Trinity scores on a last minute uh, touchdown, and Tom, you said you were looking at the box scores and. Uh, Kicker had uh, five field goals yeah. last night. Five field goals. Like I said, the longest was 53, and there was a 36-yarder and a 39-yarder, and those those are those are big-time kicks right there. Those are, considering we're listening to the, the UC Notre Dame game, and uh, UC's Cole, hapless kicker uh, Cole Smith. Uh, you know, he missed uh, 36 and a 30. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe they need the kicker from uh, Trinity. Maybe. And then uh, Notre Dame's kicker missed an extra point, so, you know, and – Kicking, I guess, the is third, that a per- yeah the third part of the game. The special teams, is it key. is. It's a, it's a it's a key part of the game. Is is we've seen several times, uh, you know, today and right. uh, and throughout the, the season at this level in the Greater Miami Conference action. All you know, teams that'll be vying for Division One, Region Four spots. Lakota East over Coleraine, uh, seven to six. A real barn burner there. Snooze Hamilton, there. yeah, Hamilton fifty. Oak Hill seven. Oak Hill still fighting. For the that the sixteenth spot, uh, Lebanon lost last night uh, to Turpin, so you know they're, they're still uh, hapless and. and gotta, but uh, they're being kind to each other. The road to, to a victory is kinder to Lebanon because of the, their schedule than it is to Oak Hills, who uh, 
will, will face only GMC opponents the rest of the way out. So Lebanon has a little bit uh, brighter. I think everybody, when I look, last looked, everybody had a winning record that they had to face, but they had a few opportunities for Lebanon. So, you know, the big question, and we'll talk to Joe Harbin tonight, you know, what happens if it's a, a tie? Yeah. And I think with the bottom 17, as I like to call it, it could be a coin flip. It could be a coin toss to determine who loses or who loses. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So. Who's going to be uh, the cannon fodder? Yeah. Uh, Lakota West 42, Fairfield 10, Princeton 46, Middletown 21, Mason 43-40 over Sycamore. Um, and and uh, in the Princeton game, Princeton scored all 46 points in uh, the first three quarters and then uh, pull, pulled the plug, and then I think Middletown was able to get a few scores in. So 46-21 uh, in, in that game. In the Northern Kentucky Covenant Catholic over Boone County, 39-6. to six. And then uh, in Indiana, a couple of scores just because they're so egregious. Lawrenceburg, 91, Rushville, 12, and East Central, wow. 73, Connersville, 6. So uh, some questionable coaching there. Um, and uh, we'll have all the scores around the Tri-State uh, at uh, Roosters tonight. We'll go through and, and talk about implications, Division One, Division Two, and, and just kind of see where things are shaking out. Come out to Roosters and get those monster wings, Steve. Uh, oh, man, th- th- those are amazing. Yeah, uh, really? five, five of their wings are worth 12 anywhere else. So. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> All right, guys, we're just going to do a group. What does Elder need to do to win this thing? We're not uh, – let's look at the yeah. keys and stuff like that. And, uh, uh, and, and Tom, you know, El- Elder needs to finish this game strong. They do. And uh, it's, it's funny, up until last week, the special teams – and the touchbacks uh, didn't seem coming to play that often, but boy, touchbacks are so important. And David Maurer, just watching him in the pregame, the ball just jumps off his leg. And uh, tonight or today so far, uh, he's been perfect on extra points, and he's got three touchbacks, which is allowing uh, <clears throat> the Muller Crusaders to start at the 20-yard line and, and just eliminating all possibilities of. Uh, uh, long runs or stuff. Your Bearcats just scored a touchdown, by the way. I love them. Yes. There you go. How about them, Bearcats? I, 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 you know, with this game, I can't lose. I graduated from UC. So I'm a Notre I, Dame yeah. fan. Um, if UC wins, it's just one game closer to fickle leaving. So, you know, it's yeah. like any which way it goes, I'm happy. Kevin Welch is here. He's conflicted. His his. His great uncle Austin, uh, you know, UC grad. Oh, great uncle or just uncle? Uncle, but yeah, yeah, yeah right. It's a small G great. Yeah, 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 very small G. <laughs> Wearing his Notre Dame stuff being a UC grad, he's, he's not going to be welcome for the Christmas party yeah. this year. So uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. I knew you'd want to hear that. Oh, thank you for sharing. Yeah, okay. So there's a lot of energy on the sidelines. There's a lot of energy in the stadium. Uh, and... Uh, the thing I like about it is Ben Hamilton's getting a little bit of time tonight. He's getting a little time to throw the ball. Uh, St. Klusman, key reception. Andrew Harp, jump ball in the end zone for a touchdown at the end of the half. And Justin Ray, the quickest kid, the fastest kid on the team, making a couple key receptions as well. So it's not only just Drew, uh, Drew Ramsey today. It's not only just uh, Ben Hamilton today. Like Doug said in previous weeks, spread the field make a play and so far first half elders doing just that andrew spinney with a key interception exactly keep the other team guessing spread it around like that a lot of people getting touches and see like you said 
when they brought Mike Kirch in to, to, on defense. He, he rushing the, yeah. the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, that guy's got uh, – he can he probably has a reach of about 10 feet in the air. I mean, a lot of athleticism, yeah. too. Yeah, so uh, and mix a lot it up. Of, bring in the best people. We need We need to get this uh, this, this ship turned around. You know, it's funny. We're, we're down in Louisville uh, with the uh, St. X game, Mark, and I saw Mikey Kirch on the sidelines. And he wasn't in the game, but he couldn't he couldn't keep still. He was just wanting to do something. Yeah. Like he just wanted to hit somebody. Yeah. So I was glad to see him go in on defense because that's what he probably wants to do. He wants to hit somebody. Yeah. Hit somebody, and he did. Well, join us later on at Roosters. Uh, hope to see you there. It's It's been an exhausting we, – we realize that there's people – Watching the Notre Dame game, the UC game, Notre Dame game, listening to us on the radio, vice versa. We may be watching this, this game's on TV as well. I un- understand. Whatever, however, but dust yourself off. <laughs> Come on out to Roosters. Yeah. Yeah. Relax. You uh, got to eat. It's uh, dinner time. Uh, Let so, somebody yeah. wait on you. Yeah. yeah. And, and watch our uh, our well, show. Come on uh, out for a late dinner. Yeah, I think Tom's going to sing a song tonight, too. Yeah, so uh, solo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Solo we can't hear it, I hope. Well, that's all the time we have uh, for the Coldwell Banker Halftime Report. Coming back to you shortly is Len Harvey and Phil Banker. Best play-by-play guys I've been listening to today. In the business. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you out at Roosters. And uh, like I said, enjoy Phil the Thrill and Lenny right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Houghton Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Houghton agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Houghton agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Houghton Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Houghton Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Houghton.com. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Bill Cunningham here, the Great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. 
347-9999. That's 347-9999. Welcome back to Elder High School. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. We are ready to start just about the second half here of a 21-21 game. Just to recap some of the scoring, uh, Muller started it off with a 10-yard touchdown by Bryant uh, from Gizelbrock, and uh, then a two-point conversion by Kurt Thomas made it 8 to nothing. That was at 9.05. At 6.25, the Elder Panthers got on the board, a 13-yard touchdown by Hamilton to make it 8-7. to Bartley Thomas then had an interception for the Panthers in the first quarter at the 5.23 mark, and then it was Ramsey capitalizing on a one-yard touchdown run with 2.02 left to make it 14-8 at the end of one. A couple of things went on, an interception uh, by Janetti uh, uh, for Moeller, and then Marshall capitalized on that, a four-yard touchdown run to make it 15-14. to 14. Then it was a couple of uh, things that went on. It was a, a Ray fumble and then a spinny interception back. And then it was a 38-yard touchdown by Merck. Uh, the kick was blocked, and that uh, made it 21-14. to 14. And then Andrew Harp in the left corner of the end zone gets a 10-yard touchdown catch to make it 21-21. to 21. And that's where we stand right now. Elder's going to get the ball first in the second half. Just to recap, uh, first downs, Moeller had 11, Elder had 16, and uh, Moeller rushed 13 times for 87 yards. Meanwhile, Elder had 20 rushes for 75 yards in the first half. Total offense, Elder was actually on top with 251 yards to Moeller's 202 yards. Uh, possession was uh, all Elder. They had 15 minutes and 26 seconds to Moeller's 8 minutes and 34 seconds. Muller in their road, yellow jerseys. They've got yellow and they've got blue. They've got the blue pants with the yellow stripe down the side. They're going to get ready to kick off from right to left. It's William Steele will be kicking off for the Muller Crusaders. The Panthers trying to capitalize here on their first possession of the second half. Flowers will be back deep for the Elder Panthers. A 21-21 game, a great first half. And let's hope the second half is even better, Phil Bengal. And the Panthers, you know, get that football back, so capitalize on it right away. Just really make sure that they capitalize on it. it is going to be the big piece for the Elder Panthers, bringing that opportunity to maybe open this up and be on the be on the front side. Yeah, that, that would be good. 21-21, just getting ready for the start of the third quarter, waiting for TV to uh, let them kick this one off. And finally... We're going to see William Steele kick this one for Muller from right to left. It's going to be a short kick. Flowers takes it at the 11, across the 15 to the 20. He's out to the 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. He's got a man to beat the 30, the 20, the 15, and he's right around the 16-yard line before he's knocked out. And that was number four for the Muller Crusaders who saved a touchdown, Tommy Steins. Great job, great blocking downfield, I thought, for the Panthers. I was really, really happy with what they were bringing, you know, on that sideline. And Flowers, patient, patient. And then when he saw a gap, he took it, and he did an excellent job just working that sideline up the field. Nice nice return of upwards of 70 yards for, uh, we don't have an official marking, but uh, looked like about a 70-yard return for Flowers. And that's big to start the second half, just like last week. Uh, St. X with that big 99-yard kickoff return. A lot of momentum here. A first and 10. They mark it at the 16-yard line of Moeller. 
One wide receiver to the right, two to the left side. Shotgun, it's Ramsey with Flowers to his left. The pitch to the left, it's Flowers, 15. He's to the 10, to the 5, and he's out to about the 2. Let's see, did he get maybe the 1-yard line, 15 yards on that gain, and I believe there's a flag down. Yeah, it's coming back. They're going to say, you know, an illegal shift, false start on the Panthers. I wasn't able to see what it was, but uh, on the side. So that, that one's coming right back. So you get a little excited coming out of the gates. I'm not sure who it was. That's the thing. The elder coaches on the sidelines are wondering, well, what, who was the number? I mean, that's that's everything, too. If you're going to throw the flag, you got to be able to tell us, like, hey, what, who was the guy? Yeah. Can't just make it up, right? <laughs> right. We need to know who, who it was on that. Well, they'll move it back, and they're going to move it back to the 21-yard line. It'll be a first and 15 for the Panthers. After that, uh, 11.42, just underway, third quarter, tied at 21. 70-yard return kickoff by Flowers. Got it to the 16, and now we're back at the 21. And they'll mark it first and 15. It's going to be Hamilton in the shotgun. They go Justin Ray in motion to the right. And now looking to the right to throw. He throws it to Ray, complete at the 20, 15, uh, maybe. Let's see. Got it uh, right around the 16-yard line. We'll see where they mark it on the right side. Yeah, almost back to the original stick. So Panthers get back in a fresh set. Justin Ray gets his confidence back making that catch. So uh, I think the Panthers, the Panthers' offense, let's let's keep this rolling here. I mean, you got an opportunity to punch it in, and you can get a fresh set if you can get in there to about the seven. Second down and 11 from the 17 for the Panthers. Three wide receivers left and one to the right. Shotgun is Hamilton. He's back at his 21. And now they move over as Mikey Kurtz will move to the right side. They've got Justin Ray to the left. He was open. The throw down the field to Ray in the end zone. It's incomplete. And we're going to flag in the end zone. That was interference. And number eight, Lamont Cox, is going to get called for the Muller Crusaders. Yeah, Justin Ray going to make a play on the ball, and he just gets into him. You know, does a, does a smart thing, throws his hands up to try to say, like, oh, it was unintentional. But he still, you know, got into him and knocked him down on that. Justin Ray had a step. Definitely. So the Panthers now get to move that football up, pick up that first down. I think. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna mark it down. Let's see where they uh, eventually are gonna mark it. It's a first down. They're gonna mark it at the nine yard line. So it's a first down at the nine. So they're gonna say first and two from the nine. That's uh, it's kind of interesting how they got it set up. So it's second. It's got to be second down. Yeah, it's second down. Yeah, they, they got it all. The scoreboard is a little bit. Uh, Here we go. Second and two. We'll mark it at the nine. Three wide receivers to the right. Shotgun is Ramsey to his left at the twelve is where he's standing. And now looking at the, trying to get inside the five, and gets right about to the five yard line, but does get the first down. So the Panthers will have a first and goal at the five. Great start after the seventy-three yard kickoff return by Flowers down to the sixteen. Panthers looking at the opportunity to open this one up. So you get first and goal from the five. Ramsey on that last run just slow to develop and, and took his time, was real patient, and, and line up front, got the push that they needed to pick it up. So now you get a fresh set and only five yards punching in. Justin Ray is off to the left side. They've got Harp to the right side, and it's Ramsey in the backfield. He's got Flowers to his right on a first and goal at the five. And now Ramsey's going to pitch it to Flowers. Flowers got room to the end zone for the touchdown. Luke Flowers, five yards, and the Panthers lead it, 27-21 pending. Flowers gets outside, makes a great play. Good blocking on the edge for the Panthers. 
as well. Just getting out and making the opportunity available. Mark Ottenreeb came out as a lead blocker, but really Flowers didn't even need it. He had enough room to stretch it all the way to the corner, so Maurer gets the opportunity to spread this one out. And it's fitting that he did get the touchdown after the 73-yard kickoff return, and now Otten Reed the hold, and Maurer's kick is up and good. So with 11.03 remaining here in the third quarter, it's the Elder Panthers 28. And the Muller Crusaders 21 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. This is Archbishop Dennis Schnur. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to the pit, Len Harvey and Phil Bengal, and a big touchdown of five yards by Luke Flowers after a 73-yard kickoff return uh, that got him down to the 16-yard line, and then he ran it in from five yards out. The Panthers with a big first drive of the second half, and they lead it 28-21. to So only take about a, you know, a few ticks off the clock, not, not much going with that. So Moeller's going to have a lot of time. Elders, there's still a lot of football left to be played. But Elder's got to be happy with that coming out of the gates. You know, last week against St. X, they came, went into halftime looking pretty good, and then very quickly we're, we're out of that football game. This week, completely different story. They're the ones who are the aggressor. They're the ones who now put Moeller in that position, and Elder's got a chance to capitalize. And back uh, deep, it's going to be Weeder, and this one's going out of the end zone, way out of the end zone near the police officers, and that was a long kick. By and Mauer's done a great job in this game getting the ball into the end zone. Yeah, the touchbacks are huge. I mean, really, even though we've seen Moeller be efficient, it's still 80 yards that you got to go and be perfect then. I know it's about 75 degrees, but first ice for the Cyclones is October the 30th, so get your full season or partial season tickets now. Heritage Bank Arena will be rocking again this season, so visit CyclonesHockey.com for scheduled promotions and fun. Cyclones Hockey, more than just a game. First down at 10 at the 20, and now the give to the left side, and now it's going to be uh, on the carry is Bryant, and Bryant's going to get to about the 25 possibly. Well, we'll see where they mark it. Good good job, Nathan Scher got out there. A couple of defensive backs trying to fight some blocks downfield, but Moeller's offense gets a big six-yard pickup on first down. That gives you some breathing room. Second down and four. The ball spotted at the 26-yard line. Three wide receivers to the right side and one to the left. They'll set up now and looking to throw, and it's it's complete again in the backfield is Bryant, 25, 30, 35, and he's out of bounds at the 38-yard line. Chris Kammerer had to get him right around the 38-yard line. Kammerer forces him out. A couple of Panthers, Zach Gutekunst was providing chase, but there's a quick pickup. There's that Muller offense we saw in the very first quarter, that first driver. We said, okay, they got to go 80, and they just made play after play, moving the ball efficiently. Gesselbrock uh, looking, and he'll set up with a shotgun with a first and 10 at the 38. 10-10 remaining here in the third. 28-21 Elder. Bryant goes in motion to the right. They give to Weeder. Weeder crossed the 40, and he's met by a slew of Elder Panthers right there, right around the 41-yard line. 
Spinney was the one who, who made some initial contact, and then a couple other guys, Cher, Heights, uh, guys got in. McCoy made uh, the cleanup on that tackle. So looking at uh, a short gain on that one for the Crusaders, but still, I, this is this offense is very dangerous. They like to get that ball out to Bryant on the outside, and Elder's been caught a couple of times, you know, in man-to-man on the sides. Second and seven from the 41, 9.34 remaining here in the third. Two wide receivers left now make that three with Bryant, and now looking, uh, and the throw is complete across. It's Bryant again across the 40, right to midfield, right around uh, the 50-yard line before he's taken. Uh, it's Cameron Morgan uh, got him to the sidelines. And he just continues to kind of break free, and it's one of those things. You know, Elder's defensive scheme has got guys in, in the right position, and guys got talking, and, and they they got to make a play. I mean, guys got to make a play. you got to communicate. So if you're crossing over each other, I mean, you got to talk well so you're not knocking each other out and just keep moving. Got to make a play. As a Brock uh, shotgun here in a first and 10 at the 49. He rolled to his right, and now throws complete. It's the running back, Marshall, in the backfield. 40, 35, 30, 20. He's down the sidelines, and a good block, and he goes into the end zone for a 51-yard touchdown. Yeah, and that's going to be a real easy one there on that screen. There was nobody on the left side for the Panthers to cover that. Zach Gutekunst was the only guy downfield that could have made a play, but he was going to have to shed off about two or three Crusaders to get open on that. So just like that, Moeller answers and is able to go ahead and and, uh, tie this one up here on the kick. But let's see how they line up, what they want to do. But, yeah, that is going to be Steele coming out to kick this one to just go with the tie. Yeah, Marshall was uh, had a great block at the end, too, to, to, to free him in the end zone. And they'll set up with uh, Steele to look to add this extra point with Weeder to hold. And Weeder puts it down. The kick is up. And this one is good. So with 9-12 remaining in the third quarter, we are all tied up again, 28-28. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther Football. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Welcome back to the pit, Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. It's been an exciting one back and forth here. The Muller Crusaders score on a 49-yard touchdown by Marshall from Gezelbrock, and uh, he went ahead and uh, gave him the, the 48-yard, but he got a good block towards the end, and it's 28-28, been, uh, you know, back and forth uh, with scores. Yeah, only at the nine-minute mark here in the quarter, too, so that's a lot of action to start off. Two big, quick uh, quick offensive series for both teams, so now we're back tied up, and we, we continue to see at this point, at this portion, it's going to be who's going to make the, the fewest amount of mistakes and turnovers. Steele will look to kick this one off. Another short kick. This one's going to come again. Flowers at the 11. And he comes across. Last time he took it back 73 yards. He went to the 25. This time 30. And he's out to the 35. Stiff arm to the 40. And a good return out to the 44-yard line. Another 33 yards. He's got over 100 yards of return in just the last two 
possessions. Yeah, that right side return looking pretty good. Flowers being patient and seeing what's developing, getting a field. And Elders, Elders kick return team, nice job. Just all you got to do is just get get, get your body in, in between a guy. You don't really have to get hands on him and, and grab jersey. You just got to turn your back and allow that, that returner to, to read your numbers and see where he can go and find a lane. So Elders offense with confidence after that last score, a little bit longer of a field here, but I, I hope to see this offense keep coming out firing. And they'll set up with two wide receivers. Now Mikey Kirch is going to move, so just one and Kluzman to the left, one to the right. And now the fake to Flowers. The throw, it's Harp. It's complete, 35, 30. He's carrying a couple of people down to the 27-yard line and a first down. Good pick by Hamilton. I mean, he could have easily handed that one off, but he saw Harp open, so he pulled that one right out of the gut and, and threw that ball. Harp's doing a nice job of getting that separation. He had an inside step on that on his defender and then pulled that ball in, so he's just been a tough receiver tonight. He has been, and uh, Justin Ray's also been pretty good off on there as well, so they've mixed it up. First and 10 at the 27-yard line for the Panthers in two plays, and with 8.35 remaining here in the third. Two wide receivers to the right, now two to the left, including Ramsey. And now Mikey Kirch is in the backfield. Justin Ray moves to the left, and it's going to be Hamilton. Back to throw. He steps up in the pocket looking, and he's going to be sacked at the 30-yard line. A loss of three, but it could have been worse than that as he finally moved into the pocket, and he was taken down by number nine, Brandon Martin of Moeller. A little hesitant. To, to make that throw down a field or commit to the run as he was seeing if something would develop and just a little bit, it just didn't happen quick enough for him. So a guy fell on top of him. But like you said, could have been a little bit worse. Moeller had a good push there, which flushed him out of the pocket and a little, initially made him step up. But elder offense still in a good position. Second down and 14. They back, mark it back to the 31. Flowers now winds up as a wide receiver to the right. And now he'll move in behind Hamilton as he moves in motion. Three to the left. And now looking left is Hamilton. Looking to throw down the field to Ramsey. And it's up there and it's incomplete. Intended for Ramsey. But it was knocked away by Lamont Cox on the left side. That's another good one there. Ramsey and Cox went up. Made, made a nice play. You know, battling for the football. I thought they did a good job, and Lamont Cox did a good job in using his body to just make it hard for Ramsey to go up and make that play or get a little bit deeper without getting, you know, he did a good job of, of making it tough for Ramsey to get somewhere without making the official throw a flag on it. So it's good coverage by the Moeller Crusaders. So now it's a third and long after that big, big return, and Elder's offense probably, you know, in, in two-down territory here. Third and 14, they'll mark it at the 31. Two wide receivers to the left and two to the right. Hamilton now steps, and it's going to be Luke Flowers going to move in motion to the left. The fake left, and he's going to run it, and he runs it to the 30, the 25, and he gets to the 21-yard line before he's met, and we've called his number many times, and uh, Matthew Selga, Saliga rather, gets, uh, gets it in there. That's going to make it a fourth and, and a little bit short, depending on how they mark this one here. It's still going to be about a fourth and three, fourth and four uh, coming up for the Panthers. Ben Hamilton took his time, made his read on that, and bounced that one to the right, similar to the touchdown you know, that we saw earlier on the same type play. So maybe the Panthers are hoping to see if they get one here, but this is a very, very makeable fourth down. Fourth down and four. Klusman lines up wide to the left. They've got two to the right. Now Kirch is going to line up. Uh, they're going to move Ramsey and Ray to the left side. So it's Hamilton looking left, still with it left, looking down the field and throws it to Ramsey at the 10, and it is complete for an Elder Panther first down. 
Good job, Ramsey there. Took took a fair amount of contact and got some separation out after he, he ran in and just made a nice little out route with the contact, and the Panthers pick it up. So still, the, the advantage here is this is on the 11. So, I mean, in theory, get to the one and you get another set as that clock ticks to the six-and-a-half-minute mark. Right, you mentioned first and 10. They mark it at the 11. It's 28-28, 6.25 to go here in the third. Three wide receivers to the right. And now we're going to set up with Flowers in the backfield to the right side of Hamilton. The throw to the right is Ramsey complete, and he gets inside the 10. And he's going to get to around the five-yard line, a gain of six on first down for the Panthers. Elders offense. One, I mean, it, it's 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 fun to watch this group because when they do get good plays, they snowball, and you see it. They get these these plays, and they just keep building. Five fifty-five remaining here in the third quarter, tied at twenty-eight. Panthers have the ball at the Muller five-yard line, second down and four. They still can get a first down inside the one. Two wide receivers to the right. Flowers moves to the right of Hamilton. Now, the fake to Flowers, the throw in the end zone. It is caught to the end, but it's out of bounds. Harp did get it, but it's out of bounds. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to say he was just a little bit out. Coach Ramsey looking to see if he get a flag on that one outside. A lot of contact. But, again, I, you know, I thought this is pretty good. It's just, uh, you know, one of those positions, good contact between both defense back and a wide receiver. But Panthers is third and four. He's still got uh, the ability to. It's third and four, not third and goal. So they do have, and I, I know I said it before, but they got the ability to get a fresh set. They do, and the third and four right, they can get a first down right around the one-yard line. It's marked at the five, 538 remaining in the third, tied at 28. And an exciting one here. Two wide receivers off to the left side. Hamilton shotgun, he's got flowers to his left. He rolls left, and he's got a bunch of people, the Muller Crusaders, who are going to tackle him right around the seven-yard line. So it'll be fourth down coming up for the Panthers. He had no chance there. Yeah, he just didn't have anything. As soon as he went there, I mean, you know, you can look at it and say, man, he should have pitched that ball. But, again, he had two two gold jerseys coming at him, and that well, that pitch when you're getting hit is dangerous as it's going back. So fourth down here, Panthers are going to elect. Mauer's going to come on. Dave Mauer's going to come on, and we're going to see the field goal unit, and it's right in the middle of the field. So this should be just like kicking an extra point. This is a 24-yard attempt. As you mentioned, the middle of the field. Auten Reeb will hold this one for Mauer, right-footed kicker. The snap, Auten Reeb the hold. The 24-yard kick is up and good. So the Panthers now have a 31-28 to lead. We're going to take a timeout with 4.49 left here in quarter number three with a 31-28 lead for the Panthers on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here at Elder High School, and it's been an exciting one. Three quarters were at 449 left, and the Elder Panthers, on the strength of a 24-yard David Maurer field goal, lead it 31-28. to So as we, we roll through, one of the things that can be a little different here, Len, you talked about this is like a, a shootout-type game. We're going back and forth. We're going back and forth. 
and then then comes the TV timeout. And it's just, again, it's not something high school kids are used to. I mean, you see it all the time on Saturdays and Sundays, and sometimes, you know, as we get more and more televised games at the high school level, but it does take a little momentum away at times. I mean, obviously the Panthers just with the field goal there, but it, it can just change you know, kind of how you're flowing, or if you come out too too early, too excited, then you realize, oh, no, we got to stand here yeah. for another minute and a half. So the Panthers, you know, here at Maurer should be able to put this one right back through the, the end zone, and then we'll see if Moeller's offense can be perfect again for 80 yards. Back deep is uh, Weeder and Janelle Bryant. Maurer from left to right will kick it from the 40-yard line. And this one is going to go into the end zone and out. Right hit the pylon in the back of the end zone. So the Panthers uh, leading it 31-28. to Muller's going to have the football first and 10 at the 20-yard line. For over 114 years, the Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota, has crafted and distributed premium footwear for work and outdoor. And they're in Western Hills, Florence, Kentucky, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. <laughs> remaining, first and 10 at the 20-yard line for the the Crusaders. And now looking, it's going to be Weeder carrying it, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage, but he is taken down pretty hard by Cameron Morgan of the Panthers. A great play there coming up, making a good tackle. You know, Weeder's the type of guy that can get through. Morgan, good job wrapping up and not allowing him to to get that confidence that he's had because when he starts moving and cutting through, that gives him a lot of of confidence for the next run. Second down and 11, the ball spotted at the 19, so a loss of one. Two wide receivers to the right and make that one now to the left. They go in motion, and now Gesselbrock will throw it. It's complete to the tight end, big Josh Caddis, and he gets across the 25 to the 27-yard line, six foot four, two 245 pounds coming at you. Yeah, Zach, Zach Gutekunst uh, helps to cut him down on that play as, long, as well as Bradley Horschmeyer, uh, Hornsmeyer. So they make this a third and three. We've seen Muller pick these up before. You know, clock's ticking to about that 345 mark, so time is, is slowly getting there to the fourth quarter. 345 remaining, third down and three from the 27, 31-28, Elder Panthers on top. Shotgun, Gesselbrock back at his 20, looking. The blitz comes, throws it down the field. It's complete across the 40-yard line. Kurt Thompson with the catch, and that's a first down for the Muller Crusaders. McCoy brings him down on that, but just not able to regain in what he lost in coverage in closing speed. So he wasn't able to close on that one until the ball was there. Clock continues to run at 325 left third quarter, 31-28. Elder on top by three. 3.20 now, first and 10 at the 40-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right for Muller, one to the left. Gesselbrock back at his 20, the 35, throws across to, it's complete across to Bryant. Bryant's got speed down to 50. He's going to go all the way for a touchdown. 60 yards just like that. And so the Panthers caught on, on the left side, just didn't have enough guys over there. And Cameron was the only one and couldn't get off his block. And Brian able to just go right down and use that speed. So the Panthers, you know, looking at a, a quick score. But at this point, you know, down again in this game. So the offense has got a rally on the sideline. Defense will make some adjustments coming out from that. But Moeller, again, keeps going to Bryant and using that spreading elders guys out to, to really cause some confusion. And looking to make this a four-point game. Steele will look to add this extra point. Weeder will look to hold. 
The snap and the hold and the kick by Steele is up and good. So 3.04 remaining in the third quarter. It is now back and forth again. This time the Muller Crusaders lead at 35-31. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hey, Panther fans. The doctors of the West Side Office of the Urology Group wish you a great season. If you find yourself standing in the restroom line too often, it can be the pits. But don't worry. Doctors Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodersheimer in our West Side office are here for you. They can keep you in the pit instead of in line this season. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support Elder Football. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet. Proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore. Plus, lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand-new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center. Repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies. Plus, our newly expanded certified service center. From our elder family to yours, go Panthers, Altiora. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. Welcome back to the pit. It's Len Harvey, Phil Bengal here. 3.04 left in the third quarter. Gesselbrock with his fourth touchdown of the game. And uh, that make a 60-yard touchdown by Bryant. 35-31, the Crusaders lead, but the Panthers are going to get the football back here late third quarter. Flowers has had some good returns. He's had over 100 yards in the last couple. He's going to get a chance here at the 10. He's out to the 20. Now 25. He's to the 30. Gets a block, and he's out to the 40-yard line. Another good return by Flowers. They're going to call a hold on this one, and I don't know. I mean, the guy kind of, I mean, he was already on the ground by the time that. I had to say, this one's going to come back here. This one's going to come back for the Panthers. Uh, so that not a big return there for Flowers, as we would hoped. But uh, the Panthers are going to have to rally on offenses. Now they find themselves down four points. For over 114 years, the Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota has crafted and distributed premium footwear for the working outdoor. And now with Red Wing Shoe's ultimate fit experience, you'll receive state-of-the-art foot scanning, fitting, and products best suited for your work environment. Get the ultimate fit experience at one of Cincinnati Red Wing Shoe locations in Western Hills, Florence, Kentucky, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. 2.56 remaining here in the third. The Panthers don't get the good start this time. They're going to start it at the 14-yard line. First and ten. Flowers in the backfield to the left side of Hamilton. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. They get one motion with Ramsey, the fake and the give, and it's going to be a throw complete to Harp, and he's across the 25 to the 28-yard line. So a nice 14-yard gain on first down. Hey, great job by Harp again, making that big, tough catch, coming across the middle, starting off on the right side, and then just, you know, really just kind of running a, a, just a short slant and just coming across and then making that catch in traffic. Harp, Harp's been uh, making some really tough catches tonight. I mean, he's had the one-hander, he's gone up, made a catch in the end zone, and then he's had a couple there across the middle. So they like what they see in that matchup. First and 10 for the Panthers at the 28. 228 remaining in the third. One wide receiver left. They go one right, and they go shotgun for Hamilton. The fake to Flowers, the pitch to uh, Ramsey across the 25. He gets to the 27-yard line, going to lose a yard. And, again, that, that man again, number 36, has been all over the field, Matthew Salega. 219 and counting. Uh, well, actually, they'll, they'll keep it at 219 with the going out of bounds. If you're feeling good and hungry, then you know it's Skyline time. There's no better West Side tradition than Skyline Chili before or after the game. Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike and Harrison Avenue in Dent or Glenway Avenue across from Pep Boys. 
2.19 left in the third. Two wide receivers to the left. And now make that three with Jordan Ray. Shotgun for Hamilton. Steps back at his 20. Here comes the blitz. He moves to the left and still on it, but he's going to be sacked back at the 22-yard line. And that was number 88. And that was Peyton Wilp making the tackle. So you keep Ben Hamilton keeps getting caught kind of in the middle there. He doesn't know whether he should he should commit to the run and try to pick it up or if he should wait just a second for something to go. But the problem is, is once you step up in that pocket, it's very easy for those D linemen to come downhill on you. So you got to really – that's the second time he's been caught in that position. Third and 15, the ball spotted at the 23-yard line, 35-31, Muller with the lead. One wide receiver for the Panthers to the left, three to the right. Now it's Hamilton back at his 15, throwing down the field, throwing his complete to Harp at the 40. He's got room to the 50, 45, and he's out at the Muller 42-yard line. Big catch for Harp again. Again, just one-on-one coverage on the side. Good protection, enough to get that ball out. Harp goes and makes a tough play, and then gets the yard they have to catch, get him on the right side of the 50. Got to like that yak, the yak. More yak needed. First down and 10 at the 43-yard line. A minute 20 left here in the third quarter. Muller with a 35-31 lead over Elder. It's been back and forth. It was tied at 21 at the half, and it's been nonstop since. Two wide receivers to the left, three now to the right with an empty backfield. Mike Kirch decides to join in the backfield now with Hamilton back at his 50. Comes the blitz, throwing it down the field. He's got a man. He's got Harp again. This time the 15-yard line, but he couldn't hang on to it. Yeah, broken up on that play. Finally at the very end by Carson Hobbs, who, who hasn't been on the right side of a couple of plays against Harp. But that one there, that ball just kind of hung for a second, and he was able to get his paw in there and break that one up as they went to the ground. 59 seconds remaining in the third quarter. 35-31, Moeller on top by four. Second down and 10 for the Panthers at the 43-yard line of Moeller. It's been Harp doing it all the time, and that time just couldn't hang on. Two wide receivers this time to the left, including Mikey Kirch and Harp. And now Kirch will go help out Hamilton to the left side of him. Three to the right. And now looking, it's going to be Hamilton running, 40. And he gets to the 35 and out to the 32-yard line. A gain of 11 and a first down, and that was pretty by Hamilton. And there's that same kind of delay, you know, draw that they ran earlier. They were successful on a touchdown, and they've had some other times where they've gone to the air, gone to the air, and then finally they keep Moeller honest and bring them back in. And Hamilton gets a great game, great first down pickup uh, with about 45 seconds here left in the third quarter. First and 10 for the Panthers at the Moeller 32-yard line, trailing 35-31 with 35 seconds left in the third. They're going to go with two wide receivers off to the left side, one to the right and Ramsey. And now the fake to Flowers, and he's going to be sacked back at right around the 36-yard line. So Hamilton gets sacked at the 36, didn't have any time at all. And Jack Sellers comes in and makes that big play. And you got to figure that's going to be the last play of the third quarter for the Panthers. Yeah, down at 12 seconds, and this will be the last play of the third quarter. But a very entertaining game here at the pit. Don't go anywhere. It's going to be a good fourth quarter of play on a Saturday afternoon. What better to be listening to the Elder Panthers on the radio? We've completed three quarters of play. It's Muller 35 and Elder 31 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom from Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, head team physician for Elder High School. Due to COVID-19, 2020 has been an incredibly challenging year for all of us. But at Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we never closed our doors. 
we immediately instituted extra screening, cleaning, and protective protocols for all our patients and associates, backed up by an outstanding hospital network of comprehensive care providers. We're available six days a week, including Saturday morning sports clinics. That's Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 6045 Bridgetown Road, 513-347-9999. Proud to support elder football. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School. It's been an exciting Saturday afternoon of football. Three quarters of play. Muller with a 35-31 to 31 lead over the Elder Panthers. Four touchdowns by Gieselbrock. He had a 60-yarder to Bryant, and before that was a 49-yarder in the third quarter alone. 14 points for the Crusaders in the third. The Panthers get 10. They get a... A five-yard touchdown run by Flowers after a 73-yard kickoff return, and that led to that five-yard touchdown, and then a 24-yard field goal by Maurer. But just an exciting uh, offensive display, and it's been back and forth, Phil. Yeah, and one of the things that you have to look at with this football game is there have been a lot of turnovers, too. You know, there's been a lot of turnovers, and neither team has really been able to exploit that to their advantage. It just shows you how big this game has been just going back and forth, like you said. The Panthers are going to get the football first. Do they have it a second and 14? They'll have it at the 36-yard line. And this is big. they they got to get uh, points here. Last time they came up with three, but uh, I think seven would be needed right here. Yeah, it would be huge for the Panthers if they're able to punch this one in uh, right now, get get the ball moving. They're in a good position. I know it just came after a little bit of a loss in the second, but you get to talk and you get to kind of regroup here uh, with the quarter change. Setting up the second down and 14 from the 36. The Panthers go from right to left in the fourth quarter of play in their purple jerseys. Here at the pit, an exciting one. Two wide receivers to the right side and one to the left. Now Mikey Kirch moves in motion to the right. Shotgun is Hamilton. Back here comes the blitz. He throws it to the right. It's Flowers complete at the 35, and he's out to the 28-yard line of Muller with a gain of eight on second down. And Flowers able to get upfield, even though he had two gold jerseys there. He's able to split them and, and get a good positive pickup to make this a more manageable third. It'll be third and five, as you mentioned, Phil. It is a little more manageable. And of course, two down territory where they are here, right around the 30-yard line. So it would be a 47-yard attempt from here. They're not going that. they got to get some yardage. Justin Ray's coming in the game. Flowers takes a seat. So might see some going to the air. they got Harp to the right. they got Broxerman and Ray to the left side, along with Ramsey to the left side. Shotgun. Hamilton back at his 35. Looks to throw. He's got protection this time. Throws complete to Randy at the 20, and he takes him with him to the 16-yard line. And he actually took uh, the defender, Lamont Cox, with him for an extra couple of yards. I know we've said it over and over again, and maybe it does sound like a broken record, but we're not lying. Hamilton took another shot on that one. Stayed in the pocket, stayed strong, got that ball out. He took another big hit. So he continues to just keep that up, keep that confidence level up. And Ben's going to come out for a second here, get to catch his breath on this one and talk to Coach Ramsey uh, on the sideline. Hamilton 25 of 31 for 272 yards in this game. First and 10 at the 16, it's Ramsey. And Muller's going to take a timeout here. And Muller does. We'll take a quick timeout with 10.47 to go here in the fourth. It's, it's Muller 35, Elder 31 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. 
A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal back here in the fourth quarter. 10.47 remaining. The Panthers have a first and 10 at the 16-yard line. Just looking at some of the stats through three quarters of play. As I mentioned, Ben Hamilton, 25 of 31. He's got one touchdown, one interception, 272 yards. But just looking at some of the other numbers, and uh, Andrew Harp has seven catches, 117 yards. Drew Ramsey, 12 catches for 71 yards for uh, the, the Elder Panthers. So uh, just looking at some of the – Elder actually has more first downs at 22-16 to 16 in the uh, in the game so far. And time possession is Elder, 20 minutes and 46 seconds to 12-10. First down and 10 at the 16-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun for Ramsey. Ramsey left-hand throw to Flowers, complete at the 15. He gets out of bounds at the 14-yard line. And it's, again, Matthew Saliga with a tackle. And a quick mover there for the for the Panthers. Move the ball, get Ben Hamilton back in off the sideline. He's able to, to stand over there and talk for a second about what, what their game plan is, you know, moving here. So as we're into the fourth quarter, you know, Moeller's already burned one of their timeouts. Elder taking her time getting this play in. But I like where the Panthers are, able to pick up a first down here on this second and eight and still get a fresh set. Setting up with a second down and eight at the 14-yard line. Harp's going to line up to the right side. They've got Ramsey now to the left. Hamilton back in with Flowers in the backfield to the right. He's back at his 19. The give to Flowers. Flowers inside the 15. Gets to about the 13-yard line. A gain of about a yard on first down, on second down there. So it'll be third down and about seven coming up. I'm very patient here. So, like you said, not much of a gain, but... You got the ball in the middle of the field, so if you don't feel confident in, in going for it on fourth, you can still kick it and, and get your defense out there to get you a stop and get the ball back. So, Panthers still options. The best part is, is this is not a game. I mean, it's it's four points. You're not talking about all right. We got to score here. We got to score here, and then we're back in this game. I, I mean, it, it's a one-score football game for the Panthers. Three wide receivers to the right. Now one to the left and Harp is to the left. Looking Hamilton to the left. Now he looks to the right. Throws it in the end zone. Brockterman and it's incomplete. He off his fingertips but just a little high for Brockterman there in the end zone. And Brockterman just, you know, goes up, tries to make that play. I mean, that's one, you know, you got to have. I mean, that ball's right there. You just got to make that play at that point. And he's a tough one to do. I mean, there was a lot of contact there. I know that. I mean, it's good good contact, clean contact. But it just, those are the plays you need at this point with under 10 minutes to go in the fourth. I mean, you get the opportunity there. So now, fourth and eight, Panthers can obviously get in the end zone or, just pick up the first down and, be, and, and just, just move the ball. Empty backfield. It's Hamilton with five wide. Now Mikey Kirch comes in to help block. Three wide to the left. Looking as Hamilton back at his 21. Now he runs to the right. Throws it in the end zone. Oh, gets it to the one. It's complete to Harp for the touchdown. 14 yards. He moved in. Man, Harp just absolutely on that one. I... I, I I, I, Hobbs in coverage again. He's been stuck on Harp, and just another one where Harp just single coverage, 
uses his body to just get his hips in the right position and kind of block him out, you know, almost like a, a long post-up move. And Harp, again, just making plays. I mean, we, we're already at 117 yards. I mean, he's just he's just having a heck of a game today. Looking to add the extra point. Otten Reeb to hold, and Mauer's kick is up and good. With 9.45 remaining here in the fourth quarter, plenty of football left. It's the Elder Panthers 38, the Muller Crusaders 35. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Welcome back to the pit, Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. And it certainly, Phil, helps when you've got a six foot five youngster who can go in the end zone and make those kind of plays. And the Elder Panthers have a 38 35 lead. It's the second time he's been able to do that today. And Hamilton stood in that pocket and, and kept watching him. I mean, that's where that ball was going. He could have, if he wanted to, he could have picked that ball up and tried to pick it up on the run. But again, there's no one of those times he makes a great decision. It's a ball downfield, great pass by, by Hamilton for the big pickup for the Panthers. So they're, they're on the right side of this with 945. Going from right to left, it'll be Mowers put everyone into the end zone so far, or out of the end zone. And this one's going to be a little bit shorter, but it's still going to make it into the end zone. So the Panthers, again, good, good setup. When you have your kicking game working that well, where if you look at the Mueller side, Flowers has been able to get separation on a lot of kickoffs. And that's kind of uh, been the difference in field position. Yeah, especially in the second half. In the first half, Flowers wasn't getting as much of a return, and it was a longer field for the Panthers. But in the second half, like you said, Len, Flowers has been able to take advantage of that that kick coverage that has been lacking for the Crusaders on the last couple and, and give Elder great field position to start drives. Now, defense turn to get something done. First and 10 at the 20. Gizelbrock has four touchdowns already, and now the give across. It's it's Marshall across the 30, and he's right away, gets to the 38-yard line, gain of 18 on that, and uh, Gutekunz made the tackle, but not before 18 yards. they got to make plays. I mean, you got to make plays coming out of that. you got a lot of energy, a lot of emotion, and you can't let them capitalize. I mean, that was a huge, huge push. So the Panthers need to, they can't allow those things to happen after you get good coverage on your kick. Two wide receivers left and one to the right on a first and 10 at the 38. The give again to Marshall. Marshall across the 40, and there's a flag down right around, and this one's coming back. So good break for the for the Panthers there. Yeah, good coverage on the, on the left side there. The Panthers really strung that one out, and it would have been a short pickup. That one's going to come back because there's going to be a hold on the Molar Crusaders. Navigating this exciting real estate market experience and your website experts at Colwell Banker. Build, buying your dream home or selling your current home is skillfully guided by your Colwell Banker agent, 922-9400, or on the web at cbhomes.com. 
First and 18 back at the 30 now for the Crusaders. Three wide receivers to the left side. Panthers have a 38-35 lead, 9-17 left in this fourth quarter. Gieselbrock back at the 20. Gieselbrock back, and now the 20-yard line looks to throw it down the field. He's got a man, and it's open at the 30, 25-20. Down the sidelines, it's a touchdown. Number 19, no, Jack, no, oh, they're going to mark him out at the 10. He stepped out of bounds. At the 9, I'm yeah. sorry. They're going to mark him out at the 9. So Jordan Merck almost had a 70-yard touchdown, but instead it's a 60-yard completion, and it gets down to the elder 10-yard line. He stepped out of bounds right around the 9. So there still is the opportunity here for the defense to hold strong and force a tie with Steele coming out to kick, but the Moeller, Moeller Crusaders... Excellent protection there to throw that ball downfield just and air it out. And every bit of that had a, you know, he had a big old step, Merck did, and was just going to make a play. Lucky for the Panthers, he did put a foot out. First and goal at the nine. Now the give across and nothing doing there. Good, good push by the elder Panthers. Number 78, Liam McKenna got the first hit. Yeah, he got there first on, on, on Waiter to, to really slow him down, and everybody else came in to clean up. So that's what we're talking about. You know, let's see if the Panthers can hold strong here since it's inside. You know, it started, this drive started on a nine, so this is second and goal. If they can hold here and force to a field goal, that would be a huge win after giving up almost a 70-yard touchdown. Two wide receivers right, two to the left. Gesselbrock looking to throw into the end zone. That is complete for the touchdown. And it's 18. It's going to be Kurt Thompson on the catch of nine yards. Thompson gets got in front of McCoy and made it super easy uh, for Gieselbrock to, to throw that ball in. He just was able to, to find him, and McCoy just hidden, hidden behind him on that play. So just like that, you know, we're talking about the Panthers with about 9.45 to go or up and now back on the bottom side. This is like arena football the way this is going back and forth. Now looking to add, steal the extra point. The kick is up, and this one is good. So with 8.29 remaining here in the fourth quarter, plenty of time left. It's uh, Muller 42 and Elder 38. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do. No job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal back at this shootout. It's the shootout at the pit, 42-38. Now Moeller on top after another, the fifth touchdown of the game by Gesselbrock. And uh, that is... Nine yards to Thompson. This time to kick it off is Steele. He's got Flowers back, and Flowers is going to take it at his two. He's across the five to the ten. He's at the 15 to the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. 
He's got the kicker to beat at the 50, and the kicker can't get him down the sidelines. 98 yards. Is there any flags? There's a flag back at about the at about the 24-yard line. So I think this one might be coming back. Let's oh. see. That was uh, that was after the point of attack too. So I'm not sure if that's going to be coming back on the Panthers. You know, Luke Flowers busted that one to the left hash mark coming up the field towards the home side, and that flag is sitting on the right hash mark. Um, he caught it at the two, came up field to see if there was an illegal block in the back maybe. Well, I'm trying to see what they're <laughs> going to call here. I mean, they haven't said it, so we're walking back. It's, oh, it's going to be holding it, on the Muller Crusaders. So it is a touchdown of 98 yards for Luke Flowers, who has over 200 yards of of kick returns here in this second half. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, I was worried that that was because that was right at the point of attack. It was off to where he made the cut, but you could have easily had somebody grab cloth there for the Panthers, but obviously not the case. So 98 yards, Luke Flowers puts Panthers back on top. 8-14 remaining. And the Panthers get the 98-yard touchdown by Flowers. As mentioned, over 200 kick return yards just here in the second half alone. That is just crazy. It, it, it's it's amazing what they've been able to do, and, and it's just kind of one of those things. You wonder, too, where, where what happened to Moeller's kick coverage. And it's going to be Maurer now to look to add the extra point. Auten Reeb will look to hold. And the kick is up. And this one is good. So with 8.14 remaining in the fourth quarter, it's Elder 44 and Moeller 42. Let's take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop. We can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to the pit. It's 45-42, Elder on top by three after that extra point by Maurer, but a 98-yard kickoff return by Luke Flowers, and there was a flag. We got a little nervous there, Phil, but it was against Muller. Yeah, and because that's going to be enforced on a kickoff, so Maurer's going to get the kickoff from the other side of the 50 on a 45. You know he's going to boot this one through again. Last time I hit a drummer, so maybe keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. <laughs> but I do notice your, your your sheet of scores and the score line. You're going to, you're going to, have to flip to the back side here. I, I, actually, I can't. I got to go to another page. This, this is this has been an absolute shootout at this point, and we're only at the eight minute mark I know. here in the fourth quarter. And setting up his Mauer, and he will look and add this one. Let's see if he gets it. The band, look out! And they got another one. And almost caught that one in the in the band section. They were they were fighting for it. You know how they always <laughs> say when you're sitting down like first and third baseline, don't don't yeah. be on your cell phone. And now they yeah. put the nets up, but that's the same thing there. They're they're kicking off right at you, and the band member it almost took out. He wasn't he wasn't looking. I mean, <laughs> the ball's coming your way, son. You got you got to look. One of the differences in the in the teams right now, you know. Mo- Elder's getting kickoff return coverage where that that is not they're getting Muller has had zero kick return yards in this game. First and ten at the twenty. 
Now it's going to be Marshall carries it across the 20 for Muller to the 25, and he's out of bounds at the 27. Goodikons made the tackle at around the 27, and there's some pushing and shoving over at the Muller bench. Well, it's just a play just went off to the side, and so Muller... It, it, as it you know would be if it was on the outer sideline same deal people want a late hit on it but it was just you had the entire left side of the line don't, don't boo from the stands it would have been the same thing on the outer side it, it you had the entire left side of that line everybody was zone blocking that way you had 20 guys going to that sideline and everybody convening there so you just had a collision that went a little bit out of bounds on our short side, friendly confines of the pit second down and two at the 28 750 remaining the give to, to Marshall across the 30. He's at the 35, gets a block, and out to about the 40, still on his feet. And he gets almost right about midfield, but he's still on his feet at the 50-yard line. So a gain of 22 on that. Got to tackle Marshall. I mean, the guy just continues to make plays. I mean, he, he does a great job breaking tackles down the sideline. And Elder just continues. They're getting bodies in that spot, but they're not making plays. They're not wrapping up. So they're going to mark this one. It's going to be back a little bit because he stepped out of bounds much further than the play continued on. Uh, so we're going to see where they mark this one here so that it looked like he carried that ball all the way to the 50 but they're going to say he stepped out at the 41 so they'll mark it first and 10 at the 41 yard line they've got two wide receivers to the right one to the left side and that's jared mark Merck who caught the big 60 yarder earlier now sets up gizelbrock back to throw and it's incomplete intended for gaddis the tight end you know, and on that play, uh, George has had an opportunity there. Could it, it could have, if it had been just a second delayed, he might have had an opportunity for, for an interception as that ball was thrown behind him. And that's really the first time, too, we, we've called his name tonight as he's been in some pretty tight coverage on the sideline moving around. Second down and 10 for Muller at the 41. 7.38 remaining here in the fourth. 45-42. Elder on top. Now the give is over across. It's going to be Weeder. And Weederer at the 40 gets a couple of blocks, but not able to capitalize there. Gets to the 43-yard line, but the Panthers do a good job there. Chris Cameron and company. Yeah, Cameron and Morgan were the ones who really strung that play out. They were able to string that play out really well. And then on that, they were able to make a big, big stop. So this is a big third down. Third down and eight. The ball spotted at the 43-yard line for the, for the Muller Crusaders. We've got three wide receivers off to the left and one to the right side. Seven minutes and counting here in the fourth. And now looking, looking, Gieselbrock. It's knocked down and incomplete. It'll be fourth down coming up for the Muller Crusaders at the 43-yard line. Look no further than Hemlock Hills Resort Rentals for the top-of-the-line vacation cabins through the Smoky Mountains. From small couples cabins, cabins to large family reunion units, visit them all at hemlockhillscabinrentals.com. What an exciting one here at the pit. 45-42, Elder on top. 6.56 remaining in this fourth quarter. The Panthers need a stop here on a fourth down and eight at the 43-yard line. Three wide receivers left, one now to the right. Shotgun for Gazelbrack. He's looking to throw. He throws it off to the left side. It's complete to Mont... It's off to Mont... Uh, actually, check that. That was uh, Jordan Marshall. And that's going to be a first down. Yeah, Ramsey was in coverage on that one, and he just got outside on that. Marshall able to get outside, use his speed, get up, pick up the first down. And, again, I mean, 
you know, Moeller going for it on fourth down there. I mean, Elder really hasn't stopped them consistently, so I don't blame them, no. you know, make, going for that, making that call in the middle of the field. First and 10 at the 46 for Moeller. They're at the Elder 46. Two wide receivers right, one to the left. Gesselbrock, now it's going to be Weeder carrying it across the 45. Good tackle by Gutekunst. Get right around the 43-yard line. So what you need and, and what Elder's defense has been doing, they've been stringing those plays out, and then you need those defensive backs, those linebackers, fill those holes and make those plays like Gutekunst did. In the past, earlier in the, in the game, Elder wasn't filling those holes, so those plays were 8 and 10 yards. But that one right there, good job. You, you keep it to only a three-yard game. Second and seven from the 43. Two wide right. One to the left side. 6.15 to go here in the fourth. 45-42 Elder. They go in motion off to Bryant to the left side. And now looking is Gizelbrock. And he completes it to the tight end. And it's complete 35-30. And he's out in the midfield and the field right around the 20-yard line where he's finally taken out of bounds. A gain of 23 on that. On that. It's Mattis. And the Panthers finally bring him down. But, I mean, Caddis, is he 6'4", 240? I mean, he's a big guy coming at you. And he, the first three defensive backs are able to get to him just kept diving at his legs. I mean, he's a big body. You're not going to take him down that way. I mean, you got to really step up. You might... You might not, you know, you might make the high right, highlight reel that he blows you up and runs you over, but you trip him up and he catches it, and instead of it being that big of a gain, it's only a six-yard gain. Two wide left and one to the right side. Now the throw to the left. It's going to be Bryant. Bryant at the 20. He's got room. 15, 10, 5, and he's into the end zone for the touchdown of 20 yards for the Muller Crusaders, and they lead it 48 45 pending. Cameron just stuck on that sideline there. He just couldn't get off. He couldn't get off his block and get get to make a play. Again, it's just it going back to the same guys, you know, whether it's Bryant or, or we're throwing the, you know, the weeder. I mean, it's just the same guys over and over again in that speed that they're able to use on the sideline. So Panthers back down again. And now setting up the extra point, it's Steele. With Weeder to hold. And the kick is up. And this one is good. So with 5.52 remaining in the fourth quarter, plenty of time. And it's Muller 49, Elder 45. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pitch and Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, on the web at hoding.com. Welcome back to the pit, Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here at Elder High School. It is Muller 49, Elder 45, a 20-yard touchdown pass, Gizelbrock to Bryant, and that's, uh, I believe, number six the touchdowns for him and now here's a short kick they're not going to do flowers this time after the 98 yarder but this one goes out of bounds 
that, you know, there's one thing that Mueller's going to look at after this game is the kick coverage and the fact that they've let Flowers get 200 yards of return yardage here in the in the second half alone. Yeah, and their only option now is to just, you know, short kick it and hope that one of the up backs gets it. Or, I mean, really, honestly, it's not all that bad that you kick that ball out of bounds after you've seen Flowers put up 98, 70, you know, and he even had a bigger one that was called back on a, on a hold. Uh, so, I mean, he's been moving the football. So you get that ball up to the 35. I think if you're more, you take that. doesn't yeah. give Elder any momentum. You know, they're not excited. A good return. So now Elder's offense, 552, tons of time, no rush here. Ramsey in the backfield. They set up with a first and 10 at the 35-yard line. One wide receiver now looking Ramsey to run it. Ramsey across the 30. There's a flag down right around the 37-yard line. Back, actually, the flag is at the 34, but Ramsey got to the 37. A gain of a couple. We'll see if this one's coming back or not. Yeah, it's coming back on a hold on the right side of the line. They're going to bring that one right back. So the Panthers going to have to redo first down here and instead of it being a, a little bit of a gain now we're looking at first and 20 and they'll mark it at the 25 yard line 548 remaining in this game in the fourth quarter 49 45 Muller on top by four it's been back and forth this entire it was tied at 21 at the half Muller outscored elder 14 to 10 in the third quarter and now they are outscoring Elder here in the in the fourth. Setting up. And now looking as Hamilton to throw. He's got a man open in Ray, and it's incomplete. Ray got, it was funny, the safety came back, and uh, he was open for a time being, and the safety helped out and got the double coverage. Yeah, big play there. Just, uh, Justin Ray goes up, tries to make the catch, and it just goes off the helmet of the Mueller Crusader. I mean, a defensive back, really, it just, uh, you know, Happened to be in the right spot with his head there and broke the play up, but, you know, didn't get a hand up on that one at all. So the Panthers try to go deep there on, I mean, why not first and 20? You know, see if you can get one downfield. Why not? You're going to have second and 20 now from the 25-yard line. 529 remain here in the fourth. 49-45. Moeller on top. Shotgun, it's going to be Ramsey this time. Well, check that. That's Hamilton. Hamilton gets it to Ray. Complete at the 30. He's at the 35. He's at the 40. Got speed. 45-40. Down the sidelines. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 75 yards. Jordan Ray. Justin Ray's got. Justin Ray. He's got. He's got so much speed. I mean, he's a 100-meter dash guy, 200-meter dash guy in the springtime. So I knew if he could get to that open field, I mean, it was gone. He got into his stride. That is a Huge play for the Panthers. Huge. 75-yard touchdown for the Panthers and Justin Ray. That is just good stuff right there. 51-49, to the Panthers with the lead. Looking to add the extra point is Maurer. Auden Reeve the hold. The kick is up, and this one is good. 5-16 remaining, plenty of time, and it's Elder 52, and it's Moeller 49. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. 
a real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group knows just how much this season means to you and the team. We also know how much it means to have a doctor you trust with your health. The Urology Group has 37 physicians, including five right here in the west side. Also, Drs. Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Mercy Hospital office. Learn more or schedule an appointment at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, and it is one touchdown after another. This time 75 yards from Hamilton to Justin Ray, and it's 52-49. to 49. The Panthers have a three-point lead, 5-16 remaining. And this one, you just, uh, you know, what do you, you've been, haven't been able to stop Muller all day. No, I mean, I mean, this is just a shootout at this point. I mean, if you can get lucky, get the football, get him to put it on the turf, and then you just got to really make sure you don't give it right back to him. And there's going to be a shorter kick. It's going to bounce at about the five. This is the first return. It's Weeder to the 10. He's out to the 15 to the 20. And he gets outside to the 30, 35, 40, and a 41. Bartley Thomas finally got him, but a big return, the first return. And there's your one. It just the ball did not come off the tee cleanly on that kick, and it didn't go through. And now we got a, now I got a flag. I think on the elder sideline is what we're going to get here. Yeah, I think they're uh, not happy there. It is on the elder sidelines, and with 5:07 remaining here in the fourth, we'll have to add to this. Tonight's game is brought to you by Artist Senior Living. When caring for a loved one with memory care issues, you need a partner like Artist Senior Living at 5799 Bridgetown Avenue. They understand when a person's memory fades. The core of a person's identity and their past is remaining the same. That's the foundation of the artist's way, refreshingly different to the memory care-assisted living. Artist Senior Living in Western Hills. Schedule a visit, 832-1597. First and 10 at the 42. The pass is complete to the 46-yard line, and that was number 19. Jared Merck gets the catch for Muller. And to go back on that flag, it was just a sideline warning. They didn't throw it. They didn't give any penalties. It looked at the way he threw the flag. I thought that was going to be something. Maybe somebody said something to the official. And to go back, Justin Ray, 100-meter dash time, 11-1. Wow. Looked like he got every bit of that on that one. Second down and six from the 46-yard line. And now the throw. It's going to be Bryant complete at the 45 to the 50. He's got a burst of speed, and he's into elder territory at the 39 yard line and a first down for Moeller and every time he ca- touches it and Cam Morgan comes up and, and, and gets there but you got to know I mean you've been you've been on the field do you know that Brian's a guy you can't try to just dive at him or run past you got to break down and wrap him up and hold him up till everybody else gets there you're not trying to make a sports center tackle you got to keep him contained because we talk about Justin Ray speed Brian's got speed too First and 10 at the 39. The give is up, setting up is Marshall. Marshall inside the 35, and he's finally taken down by Gutekunst, and we got a flag down, and I don't know if they call That's, a face mask on that. Are they going to they're going to be a face mask on that one, and I don't think he got a hand in the face mask. You yeah. could see it from here, and the entire other sideline reacted pretty, uh, oh, man. Yeah, they're adding it. Man. Yeah. That was, that was, that, that, that was a very clear one here. That's, that's, that's. That is that is a bad call. That's not good. Well, I mean, yeah, man, I just I, believe me. If they're the face mask, I'm not going to be one because I, I understand you're protecting guys. And you know, but that one there, 
They're not. And at this point in a football game, if you're not 100% sure, man, keep the don't, yeah. Don't be a game changer. First down. They'll set up now. They'll mark it at the 31-yard line. And now off to the right, it's Weeder. Weeder's going to get to about the 33-yard line, 32, and not much more. Great tackle by Georges on that one. Yeah, and that'll be a loss on the play. 3.45 remaining here in this fourth quarter. Elder with a 52-49 lead. Neither team has been able to stop the other, but it's been an exciting one back and forth. The last one, a 75-yard touchdown for the Elder Panthers. Justin Ray. Two wide receivers for Muller to the left on a second and three from the 32. One wide to the right. And now looking, it's Weeder again. Weeder inside the 30, going outside now, 25. He's to the 20 and down to the 16-yard line. A gain of 16 on that one for Weeder. Man, you just got to keep your feet. Elder defensive backs got up there to make a play, and it's just guys just lunging around. I mean, you're there to make a play. You know, keep your shoulders square and get up. And, and, you know, to go back on that on that last one, go back on that face mask, Marshall, and I'm a – Marshall didn't do himself any favor. He actually cut back inside. I thought he should have kept bouncing that thing. He's got speed, and he only had one guy to beat, but he came back inside on that one. He might have been able to put that one actually in for six. Yeah. First and ten at the 16-yard line. Gizelbrock uh, looking. Now gets to Weeder. Weeder inside the 15 to the 10. Now down to the five-yard line. A gain of 11 on first down there. So Weeder's been doing a good job. 3.09 to play, and they'll, they'll set up the sticks as they start the clock again. And now the only benefit here, Phil, the quicker that Moeller does score, if they do score, getting the ball back, they've got time. Absolutely. Panthers have plenty of time, all three timeouts as well, so you're not uh, panicking in any any sort. First and goal at the five-yard line for Muller. Gizelbrock, shotgun. Now the give to Weeder to the right. Weeder, and they're going to flag down, and that's probably coming back anyway. Yeah, I think that's going to be a hold, and that one's going to come on back as the officials go ahead and talk that one over. A lot of laundry here. 2.46 remaining. Uh, it'll be... This time on the Muller Crusaders. 52-49, Elder with the lead. Now Muller's got the football at the 15-yard line instead of the 5. So big play here, 2.46 remaining. Panthers going to try to get a stop here as the clock starts to run. 2.38 counting. Two wide receivers right. Now we got two to the left. Gizelbrock, he has Weeder to his left side on this first and 15. Now looking back, he's got some protection, and it's incomplete. Bartley Thomas, had he turned around, it actually hit him from behind. Yeah, he kind of got hit on that one. Bartley Thomas, and I think Coach Ramsey's asking for offensive pass interference. Bartley Thomas goes to make a play on the ball, and he gets hit. I mean, he's getting held. He couldn't go get the ball. I mean, that, that's so not nothing there, but a second and 15. But, Len, as we're talking about all this and all this going on with laundry, the clock's down to 224. So if Muller's able to score here, that makes it it's getting tighter for the Panthers. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left, second and 15 from the 15. Now they go in motion to the left side, and that's Bryant. And now looking, Gieselbrock to the right side, looking in the end zone, incomplete. Third down and 15, he got hit. He was looking for Caddis on that one. That was that play that they've run before where the linebacker comes up. He makes a play on a quarterback, and it leaves Caddis for the dump off. But this time the Panthers covered it like 
like they should now. And he got, and Gesselbrock got hit. He's a little slow to come up, and it's third and 15. I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, but if they don't get here on third down, does Muller bring out the kicking unit or go for it? Well, Steele can put this a chip shot for him. I mean, he's made 42-yard field goals, but he's 3 of 5 on the season. So this is one, and they're right in the middle of the field. So if they take a shot here, it's a good good spot for a kick. Third and 15 at the 15. Gieselbrock back to throw. He's got all day to throw. Looking to his left. Now throwing into the end zone, and it is incomplete. It'll be fourth down for for now for Moeller. Now decision time for their team. So now, let's say, yeah, and they can take a timeout if they want to talk it over. And I think they're going to go ahead. Yep, they're going to bring the kicking unit out. They're bringing out That's a line. smart play. I think, yeah, I think you go ahead and kick it. Now, remember earlier, they did fake a knee. Yes. You know, they faked the knee, so this get could be lined up. Stay on, this could be the a, Dan Marino. Uh, <laughs> either that or take yeah. a timeout. Fourth and 15. They set up. And the Elder's got to take a timeout yeah. because they had a substitution. They're about to get hit with 12 on the field, I think. Yeah, they're going to not not happy. So there's that will be two timeouts now. For the Elder Panthers, but that's good. That I mean, that's not the timeout you want. You're not going to be happy. It's up, but the, you don't give them something easy. No. Let them pick up a few yards because then if they pick that up, now the discussion is, well, should we take a shot? Should we go for it? So the Panthers, well, you know, now they everybody gets to talk it over. It's a 32 yard attempt when they come back, so it's not a it's not a gimme. 32 is certainly within range, but it's not a gimme. Yeah, I mean, he's perfect on extra points for the season, uh, and he's 3 of 5 this year with a 42-yarder as his longest kick. Uh, Not sure of the distance that he's missed or if they've been partially blocked or whatnot, but still, you know, Len, you and I have talked about it before. It is not just a kick on this. It's got to be snap good, hold good. Everything. You know, and blocking it. Samari Freeman has been a freight train all night up the middle. And watch this, too, because Weeder is, is holding, and he can run, so... If they decide to fake it. So here comes the snap on a fourth and 15. That puts it down. The kick is up. It's got the distance. It is up and good. So 2.08 remaining. Plenty of time for the Panthers. And we are tied now at 52 on that 32-yard field goal. So let's take a timeout. We'll come back with the rest of the fourth quarter on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Welcome back to the pit, Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. And right now we're tied at 52, 2.08 remaining after the 32-yard field goal by Steele. Now they got to deal with a kickoff. Now, kind of crazy, but watch. I mean, you got to be careful that what they decide to do here. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. Guys up front, so they, they got some different guys in, in the front here. It's not your normal kick return. 
Got a couple of different guys up front, so hopefully guys are ready with their hands, fall on the football, don't try to return it, and they're just going to pop it. Yeah, it's a short kick. Let's see. Is it Flowers? No, it's chicken out, and it's going to be – actually, it's uh, Auten Reeve, and Auten Reeve gets to about the 30-yard line. So that's the Panthers get – Got to go 70 yards about, but uh, they they only they would let's see a 204 touchdown would be better. Yeah, to say touchdown, that. yeah, touchdown would be better. I mean, you got the opportunity to kick, of course, but remember, Elder's got two timeouts. Moeller's got two timeouts. So if Elder can't get anything going, Moeller can take some timeouts, stop the clock, force them to kick the ball back, and then try to go you know no huddle offense on the Panthers if they're able to get it back. Elder, obviously with their two, but let's see what they're going to try to attack with right away they mark it at the 32 it's a first down and 10 for the panthers at the 32 204 remaining three wide left and one to the right hamilton looking and he's going to run it across the 30 he gets to the 34 yard line a gain of a couple and with a minute 55 and counting it just needed to get get a better a little bit of a better block on the molar crusaders defensive lineman chase brown i mean he's able to get down slide off of that block on that draw just really need to turn your hips on the outside and just get in between him and hamilton three wide left and one to the right second down and eight for the panthers at the 34 a minute 32 to go and now stepping back is Hamilton. Look out. Here comes the blitz. He, he evades it to the right. Going to run it across the 30 and get out of bounds at the 34-yard line. Right back to the line of scrimmage. And he stops the clock. Yeah. That is a great play. Clock is stopped. But the Panthers don't want to be in a situation where they're punting this football back to Moeller with a minute 25 to go. And Moeller's got two timeouts. We've already seen they've had a ton of speed. Elder really hasn't stopped them on offense except for that last drive. But that was thanks to a holding penalty. You know, you said how important that hole yeah. penning was on three. Yeah. So the Panthers, I mean, this is a big third down. Third down and eight at the 34 for the Panthers. Two wide left, one to the right. They're going to come, looks like, here. They've got uh, Ramsey to the left side. And now looking as Hamilton, they get the pressure blocked. It's going to be off the step to Kurt. And he gets across the 40 to the 41-yard line. But I think he's going to be uh, a yard short. He's going to be, they're going to mark him. It's going to be about uh, almost two. I mean, it's going to be about a yard, but it's about a yard and a half. I mean, that's, and that's a lot, you know, here. More so clock's running. Minute and Elder, counting. Elder might take a timeout and think about it and, and kick. Elder, and that's kind of Coach Ramsey right now is not calling a play in. So they're going to, they're going to wait till the official gives you the five second bump and then they're going to take a timeout. Got 50 seconds and, 50, the, the clock is running with 53 seconds and counting. And now the clock is going all crazy here. Went down to 35 seconds, 34, and it's going up and down. Yep, and Elder took timeout right there, right at about the 31-second mark. So 31 seconds, if that's correct, because they kept going up and down. It was The clock is uh, was having some issues. But Kelsey Chevrolet, your West Side full service Chevy dealership and proud supporter of Elder Sports on the radio. Now at Kelsey Chevrolet, lifetime powertrain protection. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet, Route 50 in Lawrenceburg or at KelseyChev.com. What an exciting football game here today. 52 52. Elder has a fourth and one from the 41. And, Phil, what do you, I mean, what do you do here? If you kick the ball, you're giving Muller. They've got 31 seconds. So here's where your rugby-style kick really comes into play. 
So you got the ball on the right hash mark. What you really need to do is that rugby-style kick, and that's going to be Drew Ramsey. He's got to get on his horse when he takes that and start heading at a diagonal towards your home sideline, and your side, that left side of that line has got to really block and get a turn so he can get a good run, and if he's got enough, he can get the corner. But if not, you're going to be looking to kick that football down the field, and it's no problem. Rugby-style kicks. When you're kicking on a run like that in rugby, you're trying to kick the ball out of bounds a lot of times to advance the ball, especially on a penalty. You're really trying to do that. So here, this will be a perfect opportunity to really get that rugby-style kick, kick that ball at the side of your foot, get a nice spin on it, and get it downfield here. But if you know you got that turn, you know, Drew, Drew Ramsey is going to be coming to his left. You know you got it. You can pick it up. All right, Ramsey back at his 26-yard line. Fourth and one at the 41. And now Ramsey rolling, rolling, and now he's going to kick it. He kicks it off. It's going to be sort of the middle of the field. It's going to take a nice elder bounce inside the 10 and all the way down to the 6, down to the 5-yard line. Tremendous kick by Ramsey. That's going to give them about 16 seconds, go 95 yards with two timeouts. That was about the best you could expect there, right, at that point with the uh, rugby-style kick. They get a great bounce, and now – Right around the five-yard line. Now, only problem though is in the back of your mind, they got speed. You remember at the yeah. end of the second, at the end of the first half, Elder kind of went into, you know, sat back with some guys, and they had a huge pickup on that fake knee. Now I know they're not going to do that here. Now they could, uh, possibly again, or they might be actually kneeling it and, and just be happy with going to overtime. First, well, yeah, first and ten at the five. And now they just take a knee, you're right, and they went did overtime. So 52-52, we're going to go to overtime, a little extra session. For, we'll come back and we'll take a break. 52-52, we'll come back with the overtime on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Del High, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. Welcome back to the pit. We've got an extra session. And, of course, uh, stay tuned after. We'll be at Roosters as they, the boys are already set up there. But 52-52 overtime. I mean, the, you got to think, you know, neither team really. That last one, Elder got stopped, but there hasn't been much of a stop. The yeah. Elder, you know, let, held him to a field goal. But... You know, you gotta you gotta see what's gonna go on here. So we'll see the coin toss here, and let's find out what we're doing. And so, I think the Panthers, if they get the chance to pick, they're gonna say we want to be down down in the horseshoe end on defense. See what happens here as they get ready here in the overtime, tied at 52. A tremendous game here at the pit. 
So the Panthers have definitely elected to, to the football to be down in the horseshoe end. I guess Muller is going to get it first. Or So the crowd is loving this game, 52-52, an overtime game, and just an exciting one, the 75-yard touchdown catch by Justin Ray early in the fourth, or around 5:16 mark. Then uh, the 32-yard field goal by Moeller tied the game at 52. Before that, Bryant had a 20-yard touchdown, and then a 98-yard kickoff return before that by by Luke Flowers. So Elder scored 21 in the fourth, 10 in the third, seven in the second, and 14 for their 52, and uh, Muller got 8 in the first, 13 in the second, 14 in the third, 17 in the fourth. So the nice thing here, you know, overtime, again, I'm always, I'm a huge proponent of uh, of the high school and college overtime. Yep. A uh, huge. I'm I don't the, like the NFL at all. Yeah, I'm not even going to talk about it. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> I just, I don't get that. Why, why would you play an entire game to end in a tie? So I love this here. Now the best part about this is the clock doesn't matter anymore. Now it's just can you score? You just got to pick up, you got to pick up 20 yards. You got to score. It doesn't matter your time management. Let's see how the Crusaders do first. Two wide left and now looking and now the give across is the Marshall. And Marshall gets to about the 17 to the 16 Yard line, a gain of four. So it'll be second down and six. Now, whatever score here, you got to match. Correct. Yeah. So Benny gets off the bottom of that pile for the Panthers. So Elder, yeah, like you said, Len, I mean, whatever score, but at the same time, I, I just love that you get on a 20. I mean, you get the opportunity to pick up a first down and you can, yeah. can, can really kind of dive it's into real your football. Yeah. yeah. It's real football. Second down and seven from the 17 yard line. Bryant goes in motion. The give to him to the right side. Bryant's going to take it inside the 15, but good defense by the Georges to get him out of bounds at around the what's that? The 13-yard line. Yeah. So you use Bryant on that to get that sweep outside. Use that speed. They've been on the ground on both of these carries. So Bryant and Marshall. Now this is a, about a third and five, third and four as they mark it. So the Panthers, this this would be big, and then Muller would have a decision to make if they can get a big stop here. Third and four from the 14 in the overtime. Two wide receivers to the left. Now they go Bryant in motion to the right. The give across to Weeder. Weeder inside gets close to the 10-yard line. They, they, let's see how they spot this. This is either going to be right at the stick or just like a, 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 a Snickers bar short, and they're going to come out and measure it as the rain starts yes. to fall. Yes. I mean, we got a good, good rainfall. It is fourth down. They're going to mark this fourth down. Fourth down and inches. And Muller has not had a lot of problems picking this up. They're going to come quick. Elder better get lined up. It's going to be a quick snap. And the quarterback keeper, and I don't know. I don't think he got it. I don't think he I don't think it. so. But let's see how they mark it. They miss might be, I mean, they, they're oh. marking it at the yard line. I oh, didn't he didn't he even it. move the pile. I didn't think he moved the pile. He's just on the back of the pile. But if the pile fell forward, he definitely got it. Let's see. I, mean, I think you're, yeah, they're going to say he got oh, it. That, that he was, got the line to gain. So that's, but, hey, that's, that's, that's the thing about the overtime, though, which I think is exciting. All right, well, now you got to do it again. Right. Yeah, you picked up the first down, but now you got to do it again. So your defense just reset. Now you just got to stop, you know, just reset. Make a play. Now with the ball, with a little bit of rain that just fell, and it seems like it's kind of stopped, you know, with the ball a little wet, turf a little wet, protect that football, Muller. Two wide to the left side. First down and 10 at the 10. And the overtime. Looking, Gieselbrock looking to 
throw the football, rolling to the 20. Still with it, down into the end zone. In the back of the end zone, it's going to be caught but out of bounds. Yeah, he's way out of the back of the end zone. Panthers did a good job in coverage. Uh, and nothing going there, but Gesselbrock, he had a ton of time. Brock had a, Gesselbrock had a ton of time really to float around back there and, and make the read. So Moeller's line doing a great job up front. You know, that's why there's 52 points on the board for, for Moeller. They've been doing a great job up front. I mean, Elder count 52 as well, but Moeller's line has really been the unsung hero tonight, uh, just kind of quietly just doing their job, and that's generally what the offensive line does. Second down and 10 at the 10. One wide receiver to the left side. Bryant is off to the right. They're looking to the sidelines, and they're going to call a timeout here in the overtime, tied at 52. We'll take a quick timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Fourth, it's actually second down and 10 at the 10-yard line for Moeller in the overtime. Looking, rolling as he's a brought to the right, throws it. It's complete at the 9-yard line, and that was intended for uh, number 81, and that was Duffy, the other tight end, for Moeller. Yeah, Eli Jacon Duffy, it, just another dump off. It's those dump off passes where they kind of they make that linebacker maybe leave his coverage there, have to push a little bit, so that leaves him wide open. But now they're looking at a third and four. Third down and goal at the four in the overtime, tied at 52. Two wide receivers to the left side. Now they give to Weeder to the right. Weeder looking to get into the end zone and does. So Muller does their job. They get the touchdown. Good blocking on the outside there because the Panthers looked like they were really able to actually get something done and maybe come up and make a play, but Moeller continued to keep working, working, working and hold those and hold those hips in the weeder right now. He is he is limping bad into the to the hold here. Hopefully that's uh maybe just it, it look it looks just like a Charlie horse from here, the way he's holding his leg. It looks like a Charlie horse. Would hate to see him have turned his ankle or something like that. Setting up is Steele to look to add this extra point to give Muller a seven-point lead. It's, it's blocked. blocked. It is blocked. It is blocked. So now Elder scores a touchdown and an extra point, and the game's over. And that's Samari Freeman, the tank. He's just been just running through there all night. I mean, he's looked like, you know, uh, a Mack truck coming up the front, and he just, just plowed through. You were wondering when that one was coming, and that one there, I mean, he, he just ate that one. You know, the line, great job, got a big block up front. So now, now the Panthers, the only, need, the only need, issue is you, you need six, yeah, the yeah. tie, but then, then it's going to come down to again for the Panthers. Snap good, hold good. So the Panthers, offense, talk about it. Got 20 yards. I'm pretty confident. I know they're confident, but, man, coming, coming, coming into this football game, did you expect no, this, one? No, I did not, and, and it's been great uh, on both sides. It's one of those things where you look the way Moeller beat LaSalle last week, the way 
X beat beat you know Elder last week. But these are the type of games in the GCL South. You never know what's going to happen, regardless of what team is doing what uh, at any time. Elder, of course, two and four, which uh, you know not a great start, but they've had some. They've been in all of the games. I mean, right. let's be honest. They, you know, and to lose these games is not such a big deal. But this is a huge game, and you can see everybody is pumped. Yeah, and you, and you know, it is. It sometimes you know it sounds like a cliche when you say that GCL South throw the records out the window, and yeah, sometimes it applies. Other times it doesn't. But today it's just been one of those, you know, games where just both teams just really, really came. Really came to play on a Saturday afternoon. They go Ramsey in motion. Now Hamilton looking. He's going to be sacked back at the 29-yard line. Big sack. Big number nine for Muller getting the sack. Brandon Martin. Hamilton didn't Hamilton didn't have a shot to do anything. I mean, he, he faked, faked the handoff, and right away he's getting eaten alive. I mean, this is one of the times, too. Offensive line, guys, I, I don't care what you did in the first four quarters. I, I need... I need an, uh, five minutes out of you. I need just the hardest you have played right now. Just do everything in your power. Give Ben give Ben some time. Second down and 16 from the 26. They spotted Hamilton's got a little time. He steps up in the pocket, rolling to his right, throws it. Harp com- complete. No, nope. he got it off to the side. He bobbled it, it yeah. going out of bounds. And it'll be third down coming up for Elder. So, again, on the 20 just need to get to the 10, pick up a first down. So it doesn't have to be everything here. Now, and again, on the fourth down, still doesn't have to be everything. So if you can make this manageable by completing this play, that's big. If not, you know, Moeller's going to be looking at a very, you know, a much more manageable time with Elder being at a fourth and 15. Three wide receivers to the left. Two now looking Kirch. He moves over to Hamilton, back at his 34. Now throwing down the field, looking for Harp in the end zone. He got it. He got it in the end zone. That's a touchdown. That's a touchdown there for the Panthers. Flag. There is a flag in the end zone. Make but sure it, it's defensive. Harp with another catch, this time 26 yards. Yep. But let's yep. make sure. That's touchdown. That's Andrew Harp. Yep. Big catch, big catch. They're going to call defensive pass interference here. They already are pointing down. Uh, down at, at Moeller. So the Panthers, you're not going to change anything on the extra point. David Maurer right here. Okay. We, we got an absolute chance here to win this football game in overtime. But it's got to be whole good, snap yep. good. Everything. Everything's got to be there on this one. And they'll probably make them. Uh, well, they're going to ask yeah. him. They're going to ask him, like, do you want to move forward? And no, 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 no. Yeah. You don't mess up <laughs> the kicker's steps. No. On not extra at all. points. So. All right. So. Auten Reeb will get to hold this one. Maurer kicks and the Elder Panthers win. It's tied at 58 in the overtime. Now here comes the snap, the hold, the kick is up, and it is good! Elder Panthers win this, a tremendous effort. They win it 59-58. to We will come back with the Cooper Electric star of the game coming up on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. 
It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to a glorious pit as the Elder Panthers survive 59-58 in overtime. Just like you said, Phil, deciding the game in overtime, a missed extra point on a block by Samari Freeman, and then the Panthers get a 26-yard touchdown by Harp, and then the extra point, which we all just sat back. And that and that's what it is. In, in the overtime situation, like I told you, I mean, it, it, you get into those spots where it's, it's 20 yards. And it's just one thing, one little thing can really come back to, to cause you either to win or lose that football game. And for the Panthers, when the defense, it looked like, you know, okay, they gave up a touchdown, you're giving the offense a, a heck of it because you want to try if you're going on defense first, hold them to three, then then it's a little bit. But it, it worked out. Yeah. It, you know, Samari Freeman comes through, blocks that big kick, and then the offense, when it looked like there was going to be nothing left, they take a shot. And Harp makes a huge play like he has continued to make throughout this game. There's so many guys that we could talk about with the Cooper Electric star of the game. But, I mean, you know, as you go through it, uh, it's just been a a fantastic night. It was, and and Harp did a great job. He caught a 10-yard touchdown pass in the second quarter. He also caught a 15-yard pass in the fourth quarter, a 26-yard touchdown in the overtime. And Andrew Harp is our Cooper Electric star of the game. What a game. This this has got to rank up there as an instant classic and a 59-58. Both teams, it's one of those things where both teams, nobody deserved to lose this game, but Elder needed the win and uh, now go to 3-4. and four. And that was, that was great. I mean, that was a fantastic win for the Panthers. You know, they, they come in here, they they, they survive the, the football game. It was a tough game. I mean, the Panthers, you know, take care of it. You know, there's a lot of stuff on the, on the game note sheet that uh, – you know, we get passed down from, from different schools and stuff like that, and just a lot of the locker room material on there as I'm reading it, and I couldn't be happier for these guys. I mean, these guys, just a, a team that, you know, one of the things that, that is circled on our sheet, and this is the problem with the Elder Panthers, is that everybody's going to look at this, and this is exactly what's on the bottom of the sheet, for the game notes from Moeller. This is Moeller's only opponent with a losing record. If you come into the pit and you look at the Panthers and say, oh, they got a losing record, i got news for you. They're going to beat you. They're going to take you to the ropes they're going to take you 15 rounds and they're going to beat you and that's what they did tonight i mean you can't overlook this team and to all the other teams in the city that are in the playoffs so you get 16 teams in and you're looking at records and things like that this game better scare the heck out of them because right now you got three schools in the gcl and division one between x moeller and lasalle that can light anybody up in this city oh i mean without question anybody up in this city after this game i mean that is a ton of points this week x has put up a ton of points i mean this has just been a fantastic game i'm fired up everybody's fired up i'm excited len i'll give it to you oh thanks thanks phil a tremendous game and everybody uh did great out there and 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 harp uh andrew harp a big touchdown 59 58 is your final score thanks to uh, Brian Hiles, who joined us in the second quarter. Thanks to Mark Bengel, to Steve Bengel, to Tom Kennedy, to Paul back at the studio. What a great job as always. Thanks to you, the listener. Uh, enjoyable game today. Once again, the final score, Elder Panthers 59 and the Muller Crusaders 58 in overtime. Next week, the game moves back to Friday night as Elder comes back to the pit, takes on Indianapolis Ron Colley. 
with a 7 o'clock kickoff and 6.30 pregame show. For Phil Bengal, I'm Len Harvey. So long from the pit. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's Prep Sports Radio Network game night from Roosters. Join us over at Crookshank for a celebratory beer with Steve, Tom, Mark. You've been listening to Elder Football, Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by the Urology Group, the Lucian Schuster team with Morgan Stanley, Holding Realtors, Brosart Pharmacy, Fuller Information Systems, Ron's Roost, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker Realty, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Joseph Chevrolet, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Red Wing Shoes, Artist Senior Living Bridgetown, Hemlock Hills Cabin Rentals of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Cooper Electric, and Rooster's Wings. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of elder high school football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. It's time for Prep Sports Radio Game Night. Brought to you by Rooster's Restaurant, a fun, casual joint. And now, for a recap on tonight's game and a look at all the regional key matchups and final scores, let's go live to Rooster's Restaurant at 5050 Crookshank Road at Glenway with your hosts, Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Wow. Hello and good evening. Coming to you live from Roosters. Uh, Tom, there's not enough uh, good things to go around today. We had the Bearcats knocking off uh, Notre Dame up at Notre Dame. And then now we have the Elder Panthers knocking off the Muller Crusaders, who were, came in 5-1, and one, who obviously, I would say, would have been the favorite today. Yeah. And uh, where are you? You're red here. Let me pop that one up there a little. Okay. We, we, we do everything. We talk. We engineer. We do it all here, uh, live yeah. radio. But uh, it, 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 it frankly was a, uh, a a battle. One of those, the last person with the ball is going to win. And that's exactly what happened. And, and the, the, the blocked extra point, my gosh, that was right. everything. Samari Freeman had the game of his life. He was uh, putting pressure uh, on the Mueller quarterback all night. Uh, just missed a couple of punts and then came through with the big block at the end of the game. So he's my defensive star of the game. On the offensive star of the game, it could be a number of players, but I'm going to give it to Andrew Harp. I think just like the guys just said, so uh, Andrew Harp with a with a jump ball touchdown catch right before halftime and the uh, jump ball touchdown catch uh, in overtime. And, and, and the uh, unsung hero, uh, to me, is uh, David Maurer. No doubt. The kicker, uh, in the first half alone, he had three touchbacks. He probably had six touchbacks, at least on the night, which we all know eliminates the you know, the, uh, the possibility of a kickoff return. So, without a doubt, uh, there's the unsung hero. Well, one thing I'd like to mention real quickly, this game tonight reminded me so much of the uh, LaSalle at Elder game in game one last year when it went into double overtime. But the Lancers won the game. This is the game tonight that Elder found a way. Guys made plays when they had to, and that's what Doug Ramsey's been harping and harping and harping. A little play on words there. But he kept harping all year long about making plays, and even though they gave up 52 before overtime, 
they did make plays when they had to. Pulled off a big, big win, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, we talked about it at halftime. It's nice to see all the people that got involved, Justin Ray, uh, Andrew Harp. I've seen him single-handedly take over a basketball game with his uh, three-point shooting and just other skills on the court. Yeah. And he just stepped up tonight and was making one-handed catches and uh, boxing people out just like you would in basketball. He was just, just getting in front of uh, the defenders. And, and credit to the refs, they were, they were letting him play back there. Uh, you know, there, there was true. a little bit of bumping going on, but it was very, very evenly called. So you really can't fault him for that. I mean, there's a little bit of contact, but you know, Andrew Harp just showed, showed his skills and got, got the ball when he needed to. And uh, uh, Hamilton was able to, to distribute the ball around, and it was just, just a, a nice night overall uh, offensively. Well, joining us at the table, the big table, Joe Harbin. I don't, Joe, you weren't around last year because of the COVID, right? Uh, I made an appearance or two, but not, there, there was there was no Harbin's last nothing. year. Yeah, he nothing. Was at, yeah. He, was, he was at the undisclosed location. I was on a yeah. That's oh, right. that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we got the whole. We got Mrs. Harbin and Baby Harbin here. Uh, <laughs> now I, I've heard Grandpa Harbin's kind of an embarrassing guy. You never want to bring him around, right? I mean, oh, he, he, uh, quite no the contrary. No. <laughs> Grandpa, Grandpa Harbin's okay. I hear. Oh, he's a doddering old fool. <laughs> yeah, he, he says things inappropriate at times. So, but Joe, look at this. Uh, what, what Elder? I mean, you got your back against the wall. You won a home game coming into uh, week uh, 11, and uh, look, <laughs> this game was vital for that. You got Roncalli, then you got Football North and LaSalle. Uh, do they need? How did this game help out? Uh, it was. It was a. a very big game for Elder. Um, Mullock, like I said, came in um, with five wins already. And you follow the, the, the computer points the last couple weeks because Elder has officially this is their third win of the year, but the, the game versus uh, Beacon Hill didn't count. So really they came in with one win in terms of the Harbins this year. And there were there's 17 teams in the region, 16 teams make the playoffs. And Elder was coming hovering around that 12th or 13th spot the last couple weeks. And they were comfortably in. But it was going to be road round one. It was going to be a uh, the path. The playoffs are all going to be on the road. But you see here tonight uh, with the win against Moeller, it bumps them up to number seven. Top eight get the first round home game, and all of a sudden the calculus changes to okay, they're in with the with the win over Cupcath. And um, you say what you will about the expanded playoffs, how it waters down the regular season. But now the like I said, the calculus has changed for Elder. That in terms of okay, before they were just in. Now it's okay. Let's we have as things stand now, home field advantage the first round. Do you take the step next next step to the top four? Um, but I, I think at a minimum now it, it kind of changes things. That okay, it's one thing being comfortably in. It's now now they're playing for for home field in, in uh, week 11, and uh, it what what a, it's with the Harmons. If you lose today, you get no points. You win on a block extra point, and you get all these points. It's, it's one of the, the, the cruel inequities of the Harbin system, where if you win by one or win by 100, you get the same amount of points. And uh, uh, what, what a win. Next week, they play Roncalli. They come into the game 7-0. and They uh, come in as a Division II team. But a win there, what would that do? How, how would that help them? Well, we, we, we saw today with Elder beating Moeller, a five-win Moeller team. It jumped them up five or six spots. I don't think it would it would do that much for Elder, but I think it puts the top four into 
um, into consideration. I think if Elder wins one, maybe two of the last three, um, they'll, they'll definitely be in play for one of those top eight seeds. It seems what we're seeing now is a lot of the teams of the GMC are beating up on each other uh, just because they have the, the eight-game schedule, and they're, they're, they're playing each other. And so I kind of have some – some weeks the team goes up a couple spots, then they lose and they go down, and it's kind of uh, back and forth. But uh, one of the advantages Elder has is that they ha- they have teams that aren't in Region 4 um, that, that they can play. And uh, Ron Collier would be just as tough as Moore tonight, maybe tougher. Uh, but if, if they win that, uh, the, the, the points they'll get, oh, my. Yeah, I think it's interesting if you look at the the, you know, the teams below them. There's a four-win team with Coleraine, a three-win team with Mason, uh, Sycamore has three wins. Elder only has two wins, and they're, they're sitting, you know, above those teams. So strength of schedule, uh, you know, really comes into play a, again uh, this year with the Harbins. And, and the big win uh, of uh, Cubcath last night, you can't – you always are looking at those second-level points. Uh, everyone should be big Covington Catholic fans from the rest of the way out here. And now uh, big Muller fans for the rest of the way out here. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, we, we need to – they get the confidence. The elder needs a, a shot in the arm. I mean, they, they they can they played toe to toe with everybody, but they shoot themselves in yeah. the foot, make mistakes over and over again. And tonight they were able to close the deal. You know, Mark, you're absolutely right because all year long they were this close to making the play, and the coaching staff kept saying, "Stick with it, stick with it. You're competitive with every team." And it's it's easy to say one thing, but when you can accomplish that. And the, and the kids proved to themselves that it can be done, that's what's going to take them to the next level, hopefully. So tonight, uh, beating Moeller, Joe, you're going to tell me in a second, but Moeller's got a stacked schedule still left uh, in the next four weeks, correct? Yeah, they uh, they host Cleveland St. Ignatius next week. They go at uh, Lakewood St. Ed, and they have one of the powers in Michigan, Detroit King, um, where they're traveling there uh, in week 10. So um, it, it's... I mentioned earlier with kind of the, the, the expanded playoffs, the watered-down nature of the regular season. You think, oh, you win the first game, you're in the playoffs. It kind of does the regular season really matter? Well, anyone who was at the game tonight and saw the student section, saw the players when that extra point went through, I, I think they can put that aside. And uh, I, I think especially in GCL play, um, that game today was was very important, and you can see the emotion on the field. And I think, uh, you know, it's been no secret Doug Ramsey likes this team, but he, he said they just lack the confidence to, to, that, that, that he said they're good. He said, I think they're better than they think they are. And you just hope that this is the spark that ignites them for the run to, to, to the Roses here. And that's one of the good things with the expanded playoffs is that the team you are in week two is not necessarily the team you're going to be in week 11, and you have a game here in, in uh, week seven. And who knows what kind of springboard this can be for, for Elder uh, or vice versa for Moeller with their schedule coming up. And kind of you might it would be interesting to track uh, how these two programs do in the next couple of weeks and kind of what trajectory they each, they each go on. And that's what Doug Ramsey said about a month ago. He said, we want to be playing our best football in week 9 and 10 and going forward. And the only way to do that is to have a game like this is to shot field them over that, that finish line, if we will, to prove to themselves, prove to the players that they can win games like this. You're listening to Prep Sports Radio Game Night, coming to you live from Roosters on Crookshank. Please come out and join us uh, for a celebration. Get a nice uh, dinner, uh, some cold beverages, and uh, 
join us out here. We'd love to see yeah, you. Yeah, a little late uh, dinner. Uh, good good food, outstanding food. Yeah, and uh, monster chicken wings. and, and that's uh, They are. Like I said last week, these are the ones that Fred Flintstone would have ordered in and knocked his car over. <laughs> they, they're big old things. They are. Joe, uh, we, we've talked about, obviously, the – the strategy, everyone always has strategies on how to get into the playoffs, and it's, you know, the scheduling. But really, with the GMC going to a nine-game schedule, it kind of takes the open teams out of the picture. We've talked about it a lot. But uh, what you really, I mean, it's one of these things where uh, you'd think that once, if everyone gets in, they'd say, ah, what the heck, let's just kind of open up, everybody play whoever they want, because, but actually, it's getting tighter and tighter. Yeah, it's, it's – when I was in high school, um, I remember, I think it was 1998 or the, – the whole Kester was in against Cleveland San Ignatius. It was a Halloween, a Saturday afternoon. He, he was in, by the way. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And uh, back in that day, the top four teams made the playoffs in each region, and that knocked Elder down to five or six. If they win that San Ignatius game, they probably make the playoffs. And who knows what happens after that. Um and after that, expanded to eight teams for a number of years. And Elder's kind of – it's tough because you got all these teams' conferences. It's not just a GNC playing eight-game schedules. You have the, the GWOC when they were back in Region 4, the, the Fort Ancient Valley. Uh, they would have all their conference games, and you'd have Elder playing teams and the GCL teams playing teams from Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, Kentucky, um, right. Canada, California, what have you. And it's tough to balance the schedule of getting in uh, versus – because you got to get wins. But now you would think with the expanded playoffs that there wouldn't be the trepidation, if you could use that, use that word, for, for other conferences to risk non-conference losses. Because I know uh, a couple of years ago, Coleraine, they lost to LaSalle and St. Xavier in the first two weeks of the year. They ran the table in the GMC, finished 8-2, and two, and they finished ninth in the, in the standings, and they didn't make the playoffs. And I think that was kind of a um, – probably sounded off alarm bells in the, the GMC offices of, wait a second, we have our conference champion going undefeated in conference and they're missing the playoffs. We need to reevaluate how we're doing things to put them in the best position to succeed. And now um, I don't think they did that. Well, in terms of making the playoffs, they yeah. did. But now now with a nine-game schedule, it's it's even tougher for teams like Elder and, and Moore and St. X uh, and LaSalle. But with the nine-game schedule, with the expanded playoffs from an Elder or G- GCL perspective, um, you can almost have carte blanche in the, in the, in the, in the scheduling and on conference scheduling because if you lose to a team that's a, a power, I mean, LaSalle faced IMG Academy out of Florida, and they lost pretty handily, and oh well, uh, it's, it's not a big deal. And Because um, you always, I think the, the, the thought process of the, GM, the GCL schools, you want to test yourself because you face these teams from out of state. They may be better than any team you see in the playoffs. So you'll, you won't see anything more difficult than you saw earlier in the, early in the year. And uh, with the expanded playoffs, you're not risking missing out on the playoffs like you otherwise would in previous years. Joe, the Bomber fans last night were definitely devastated that uh, they lost to Trinity 33-32. Uh, uh, to 32. And uh, now I guess the, the lofty Max Preps, suddenly you bump out of that and drop down quite a bit and you get a loss. But that's about, I, I would imagine, the only real uh, penalty for losing last night. It might be one of those things, a little wake-up call, a little bit of a focus that, you you know, you have to play uh, uh, tough all the time. And, and I, I would imagine that the Bombers aren't worried about too much losing a, a home field playoff game 
at, at Bomber Stadium. Well, and, and you mentioned that, and St. X is still number one in the in, in the region with all the points they accumulated yeah. previously. Um, and it's it, it's probably good co- for for uh, um, for the coaching staff at St. David to remind the players. But in terms of um, the playoff perspective, it really it's a non-conference game. It doesn't affect their conference championship aspirations or their city championship aspirations. Uh, it, it, it's just kind of a whole new world with the expanded playoffs. And uh, the Division One, there's only 17 teams in each region. Top 16 make the playoffs. So it's it, it's almost similar to uh, basketball and baseball now, where the regular season you're trying to, like like you were saying, Thomas Andrew before, play your best ball at the end of the year because um, that game really didn't mean all that much in terms of um, the seeding for the playoffs. Other than the mythical, um, the mythical national or regional or, or, or state rankings, and uh, I don't think I don't think uh, the, the Saint Coaches staff will lose too much sleep over that. You know, one thing we shouldn't lose sight of is after this win tonight, all of a sudden the Elder Panthers are one and one in the GCL, and they still have that goal of winning the GCL in front of them next week. I th- LaSalle plays. I want to say at St. X. play at St. X. At yeah. And then Elder plays LaSalle at week 10 out at Lancer Stadium. If LaSalle should upset St. X next week and Elder beats LaSalle, there's a two-way tie for the GCL between Elder and St. X. So, or whatever. But they could still, so they still have that goal after this big win. So there's a lot of things that the coaching staff has at their disposal this week and moving forward to keep the kids energized and focus on what's ahead. Yeah, I agree. And t- uh, Joe, uh, think back to all the years that we had our Harbin shows when you had the top eight and, and everyone was worried about getting in. And the whole, the whole different mindset now of, uh, like you said, it, it just night and day difference of, I mean, it's still exciting to watch a high school game, but it just doesn't have the same bearing, uh, you know, every it, game. It's from the, the the GMC perspective and the, like I said, Coronation Valley, the other the other conferences where they have a lot of conference games, it's it is probably not much of a difference. But the GCL, it's it's totally different because all these, for whatever reason, the GCL schools weren't facing the the local schools during the season. A lot of the conference schedule had to do with that. And if you lose to a team that's top ten in the country, you get nothing. You get zero points, no matter how good that team is, no matter how tough you play them. Um, but just it's it's a it's it's it is a whole new world and and you look at the games that, that elders played they've had close losses um, this year when they, they hung tough at Louisville St Xavier and in previous years you lose that game and it's like it's done it's like wow they're, yeah. they're behind the eight ball they're, they're they're the 12 seed and only eight make it and it's like that's a big missed opportunity but it's easier I think to process when as a fan, at least, uh, just looking at it, not in the locker room, that, okay, you can, you, it's a lot easier to pick up positives from uh, results that may not go the way. The, the, the defense may have had good plays, or the offense is clicking more. Um, even if you don't get the, the points that you, you would hope to have in previous years, it's, it's not, is this going to kick us out of the playoffs? We're good enough to advance in the playoffs, but this game's not even going to give us the opportunity. Now, it's, it, it, I think it's, I can't speak for anyone in that locker room, but it makes I would assume it, it could make some of the losses easier to stomach. But then you look at today when the wins, they're not celebrating any less because they're already in the playoffs. 
it yeah. was it's so I, I maybe from a, the coaching and the, the player perspective it's it doesn't change things but I think from the outside just looking at it from the, the, the thirty thousand feet um, the regular season is a little bit devalued and it's yeah I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing because we saw a couple years ago San X uh, they finished five and five they're the eight seed and Ignatius before that they were four and six and they were in the eight seed in, in region one. And they're both going to win the state championship. So from that perspective, it's good the teams get in and make the, the best team win. But um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's just different. But today, you, you, you talk about how a team like Elder, they had four straight losses in terms of the Harvard perspective. And then you get one win. And, and like you're saying, Tom, with the uh, with LaSalle playing St. X last, uh, next week. You go out at Elder had a four-game losing streak, and now if they get some help, yeah, they could be GCL champs. Yeah, and in a blink of an eye. That's Joe Harbin. I'm Mark Bengel. Tom Kenny, Steve Bengel here. We're out at Roosters on Crookshank for Prep Sports Radio game night. Steve, go. You know, I, I know Steve Geist team, and and he's got the Steve Geist drum line in the back. And I, I'm going to go. We're going to go through some of the scores with Joe Harbin here. And Joe, if you want to. Uh, kick in and, and give some thoughts on any of the big scores that we we had last night. But uh, I'm going to ask Steve guys to come. The drum line they wait in the kitchen, so uh, they're 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 coming out and uh, giving us. There they come. Yeah, they got to get those big drumsticks. Yeah, there they come. Here they come. GCL South action last night. The game we talked about a little bit before. Louisville Trinity uh, travel. Uh, they travel to St. X. And, what was uh, Trinity's record coming in? Somebody told me they're 0 and 6. I, I can't believe that. They didn't have a win before last night. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're 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 now 1 and 5. Wow. So they were they were 0 and 5 coming into that game, but Trinity with with, uh, with the win, and and quite frankly, St. X could have been looking past them. I doubt it. Uh, you know, Steve Speck, well coached team, but they they lose uh, 33 32. Uh, Tom, you were saying in the, the, the pregame show that, that uh, Trinity had five field goals, and, and uh, with under a minute to go, Trinity scored the go-ahead touchdown, an extra point to win 33-32. Indianapolis Cathedral not uh, kind to uh, your LaSalle answers, Tom. Uh, they're all over them 42-7. to So Cathedral LaSalle, always a tough team tough coming team, in. Yeah. Yeah. They run a very... Precision running attack, you know, it's, yeah. it's hard to stop. And, them. and a whale of the defense, they only allowed 178 yards from LaSalle Lancers last night. So, uh, you know, LaSalle's got to lick their wounds and get ready to for the Battle of North Bend. Joe, how's it looking in Division Two for LaSalle? They're, they're, they're still in good shape. Um, LaSalle, officially in the, in, the, in the computer rankings, they're four and two. The game versus IMG Academy didn't count, but they're still a number three um, in Region Eight. Uh, there are. 25 teams in Region 8, top 16 make the playoffs, so they're, uh, they're comfortably in. They have um, about 14 points. The number 16 team has four, so uh, no worries for LaSalle. Yeah. All right, Steve, let's run down some more. All right, going into the, the, the GMC conference uh, game I watched last night on TV, and uh, I want, the, to sleep, I want that time back. Lakota yeah. <laughs> East scored uh, their one touchdown in the third quarter, so it was knotted up at zero at half. Uh, so they went up seven to nothing. Then Colerain in the fourth quarter eked out another touchdown, and then their extra point was blocked. So a uh, total of uh, 13 points scored in that game, and uh, Lakota East uh, wins seven to six uh, in that game. And that's the first time East has won, I believe, since 1999. And, and that's a lot. It's exciting that 
you know, it, it evens out over time. They see other teams yeah. getting trounced constantly by Colerain. But I, I can't believe I mean, what I saw tonight versus what I watched last night. It's like, it doesn't even seem like they're playing the same game. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the both Moeller and, and Elder playing a wide open offense where, you know, we're back in 1972 with a triple option right, triple option left. It's like, yeah. holy smokes. And, and, and you see when, if, if, when the playoffs come around, you get an Elder facing all these tough teams, and maybe uh, you saw how Moeller lit them up on defense tonight, but maybe they're not going to see a team like that other than Moeller in the region. You never know what the playoffs are going to hold. Right. So, depending on how the, 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 the seeds. The seeds play out. Maybe Elder has a path through the GMC. Maybe they can be GMC champs if, uh, if uh, the path nice. opens up. <laughs> okay, uh, more scores here. Uh, Hamilton 50, Oak Hills 7. Oak Hills uh, wow. 0 for, for the year. And uh, I, I think Lebanon. Oh, our Highlanders, come on. And Le- Westside Friday. here. also lost to the last night 28-13 to Turpin. So they're the two winless teams. But I, I think Lebanon has the in on a victory uh, next week. They, they, next week they play a three and four little Miami, so they got a shot at that. And in week ten they play a two and five Walnut Hills. Well, if they're not so, playing big Miami, I'd rather play little Miami. I would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're playing little Miami, and, and they got a shot at that one. And they got a shot at the last one. You know, Oak Hills will have to run through the rest of the GMC. See, uh, if we had a question at halftime for Joe. I, about, and, I, and I talked to Joe la- last week. What uh, happens if uh, Lebanon and Oak Hills both end up over? Well, well, hopefully for both those fan bases that doesn't happen. I, I think, like you were mentioning, with the, the upcoming schedule for Lebanon, I know Oak Hills gets a, gets a game versus uh, Middletown for Region 2. Uh, hopefully both those teams get it. It's, there's a, a number of Yeah, Middletown is 0-7. So yeah, yeah, so that uh, maybe they do strength of opponent. Um, uh, but it, you, you just never know. I know last year there was 17 teams and one team decided not to uh, not to do the playoffs. Um, so maybe that's what happens. But I hope both those teams get on the board. It's something to cheer about. It's, it's tough with the COVID and you're, you're practicing, put on that work. Right. It's, it's nice to get some reward out of it. Yeah. All right, Lakota West, uh, 42, Fairfield 10, Princeton 46. They scored those in three quarters and then uh, pulled the plug, let Middletown play around. They scored 21 <laughs> points uh, in that game, win 46-21. Uh, Mason uh, scored uh, 43, Sycamore scored 40, another shootout, uh, 83 points scored, uh, and that's the most game points in a game Mason scored since 2017. There was over 1,000 yards total offense in that game for both sides. ECC hey. action, uh, Anderson uh, 28, Winton Woods 21. And, uh, again, 1999 is a key number. Yeah. That's the first time since uh, 1999 that I believe that Anderson's beaten Winton Woods. Wow. So, uh, long time coming. Kings yeah. 49, West Claremont 7. Turpin over Lebanon 28-13, Loveland 44. Walnut Hills 19, Milford 31, Little Miami 6. So those are, I don't know if you want to go into to Cincinnati Hills League or. Uh, well, we only got about six minutes to go. No. Uh, we were, I, I gave my best guess about how how long the game would last. And yeah. Bombanora that I told uh, the station uh, 7.30 and uh, they let us go till 8 here. So uh, that's I, I just want to launch a, an investigation, though, into Lawrenceburg scored 91 points. Now, now yeah. how in the world? Uh, 90, you, 91 you points. You think you put the eighth grade in after yeah. Uh, yeah. 40. Or, or, you know? or just say, run out of bounds, don't score. Yeah. Like 91. Take a knee. 
I mean, that's, that's there must not be a, a running clock in the in the state of Indiana yeah. like there is in Ohio. I so, guess. So Rushville tra- traveled all the way down there and uh, and uh, just got it handed to them. They scored 12 points though. Yeah, well, I, I, I can imagine Rushville driving home on the bus, kind of like Hickory, uh, you know, after yeah. the game. Uh, Rushville uh, Rusty Rockets, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they ran out of Family fuel. with a yeah. number yeah. of requests no for doubt. Uh-oh. Is that my, I heard something in my head. I did I, too. Oh, we're good. Okay, so uh, we have a few more minutes to go. Guys, next week we, we have a team coming in from Indiana, Ron Colley. We don't know a lot about them, but uh, – uh, you know, Joe, do you have uh, the record uh, in your Harbin uh, world there? Uh, yeah, they come in at 7-0, and and, 0, um, and it, they haven't been exactly been squeaking by teams. Uh, we don't know the, the, the strength of the competition. Uh, one team that we will we, we're familiar with uh, from previous seasons is they, they knocked off Arch uh, Bishop Chittard out of Indianapolis, 28-21 to in, uh, in Week 3, uh, the, an opponent that Elder fans are familiar with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ever since then they've uh, they've taken it to their opponents. But did they play Rushville? They, they, they did not. <laughs> I, 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 okay. they, they, yeah. They did not. I, uh, I shudder to think of, of how that would end. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That would be ugly. But yeah, it's 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 tough traveling. Uh, it looks like all the teams they've been playing pretty much have been around the Indianapolis area. So it's the first road trip of the season. Uh, Elder coming in uh, on a high. Uh, I, I can't imagine a bigger high than you come off of, of an overtime one point win um, in conference. GCL foe, yeah, in conference. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it, it should be a good game. Uh, I think Elder will be playing relaxed football, um, confident football. They, they, like you mentioned before, they have the the, the, the the product to show of their their work. They have the results that they've been looking for, and and now they have something to build off of. And you, you look at beating Cuffcalf. And Moeller, and all of a sudden they're in the top half of the region. All right, joining us real quick, we got about three minutes. Is uh, Len Harvey, Lenny, uh, give us a rundown of that finish. We saw it on the television here, but you were there. How excited! Uh, there was nothing better. I mean, Harp goes in the left corner of the end zone, makes the catch to uh, in the corner, and you wouldn't have expected. I mean, Samari Freeman, that was underrated. He blocked the extra point, and then that uh, Mauer was dead on, and uh, kicked the extra point and won. That that might be. Uh, in all the games I've done in my life, that might be – it's definitely top three, off just right. It's kind of like the the New Jersey Devils winning uh, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, kind of back uh, 95, you know, yeah, that was yeah. pretty impressive, yeah. yeah you're, but I didn't broadcast that. No, well, that's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Lenny's from Jersey, and uh, yeah. I've seen pictures of him in his yeah, New probably, Jersey Devils. I uh, sat in his room and watched the TV and broadcast it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in the stands. I went to huh. the game. Well, it, it, yeah, like I said, we don't have a few much for the minute, but quickly uh, your overall uh, feeling of the night's game. Biggest mistake Mueller made was let Luke Flowers go crazy. Uh, he, he had 200 yards of kickoff return in the second half alone. And, you know, after a while you just say, I'm not kicking it to this guy. And they did it at the end, but it, uh, it was the – if they're going to – one thing that you look at, the reason Elder scored as many as they did is the kickoff return. So, toward yeah. the second half, so – well, it looks like, uh, I don't know, uh, Paul, we got to wait about, about a minute. I don't know what time you need to take. P- play some music in our ba- headset when we need to get out of here. But, uh, guys, uh, next week, uh, Ron Colley coming into the pit. We're, we're looking forward to it. And Joe Harbin, thank you for all. Yeah. Oh, and, and Ron Colley coming yeah. in. They're coming in undefeated. Uh, they have That's their second last week. They finish up with East Central. East Central, they may, you know, 
quote-unquote be looking ahead to East Central. East Central, always a formidable opponent. They, they usually meet in the playoffs, and, and uh, so, you know, they may be looking at that. They, our Week 10, they start their first week of playoffs. So um, we'll just kind of see where it goes. And, and uh, you know, you know, it's, good. it's a, a good points win for Elder if they can pull it off next week. I think it's a big springboard for the Elder Panthers tonight. There's a lot of good that they can take away from the game. A lot of guys, not named Hamilton and Flowers and Ramsey, made plays that propelled uh, the Elder Panthers to a huge victory tonight. Who was your star of the game, Lynn? It, we, we did harp. Uh, we could have gone Flowers. We could have gone Hamilton. But... Uh, or Maurer. Or Maurer, exactly. But yeah. uh, I think Harp with the three touchdowns and the biggest one coming in over. Absolutely. Well, that, that's all the time we have here from Roosters. Thanks for joining us, and thanks to Paul Lockman back at the studio for producing tonight. A very long one, long day for him. But thanks a lot to all you and Paul. That's We'll see you next week right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Office of the Diaconate. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com.